What up, Fresh Cup Crew? How do I say he chases you, tries to kill you, try to murder you, and hangs hangs people from the hooks and everything. It's pretty awesome seeing a guy get hanged. I like the killing. Awesome, and I like when he talks, and like how he kills people, and he's in nightmares. Sun. Sun. Moon. Moon. Blue. Blue. You're supposed to rhyme. Oh. <laughs> Sun. Sun. Moon. Moon. Blue. Sun. Blue. Red. Red. Do you think Mr. Oz is really Jarrell? I think so. What is your favorite scary movie? Michael Myers. What are you afraid of? A lion. Did you take the bus to school or did you pack your lunch? Packed my lunch. Shout out, poop poop. Shout out, poop poop. Who is your favorite band? Metallica. Who is your favorite football team? The 49ers. Fill in the blank. Must be blank reborn. Must be re blank reborn. Who is your favorite band? Poison. Do you trust Tom King to wrap things up in the next 50 issues? No. What rhymes with red? Ball. Better fasten up. Your doomsday clock is going to be a bumpy ride. That's not appropriate because I'm angry about that. It's time for meat and cheese. It's all about killing and talking. And he died because he burned his face. And all he does is whoop ass now. I got no time with a hyper time. Must be Superman reborn. I'm wrong turn. This is Batman bitch. Hello, Get Fresh Crew. Gonna miss talking to you. Putting smiles on your faces. I love you all. We'll make sure I'll keep talking Jim and Eric. Until then, I still like the killing. The bitch can't through the door. The wolf man. Does this still rhyme? Must be wrong turn reborn. <laughs> Beautiful people out there in podcast land. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And you listen to episode number 219 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. 219, wrong turn's done. We'll never goodbye, see him again. old except, friend. Goodbye. Good night, funny man. <laughs> we'll, we'll only see him across the parking lot at work. And we, we say we will- this, I'm telling you, Friday was his last day. As we're recording this part of the podcast, it is Saturday. Actually, I can't even see. Friday was supposed no. to be his last yeah. day. He stopped coming after Tuesday, I think it was. But Yeah, it was. 
Friday was supposed to be his last day. And last night I got a freaking message from him. Yo, what up? I'm like, yeah, he, hasn't even, he hasn't even moved on to his new job yet. He's sending me these messages he talked nope, about. None and from I did me. not get back to him. Was it on Facebook? Yeah, it was on Facebook. Yeah, he said that he's going to keep up with me on the on Twitters. On the Twitters. But, but he doesn't he know how to use hasn't. that. No, well, he has messaged me before on that, but it seemed like that was more of his girl his who girl. was messaging. She has to be involved, I think. And I have a feeling that uh, through the whole deal, anytime he says anything about us, she probably tells him to shut up, right? She's probably like so sick. About us. Of hearing anything well, he says, shut well, up. I'm just saying, her. because one day he'll tell her that we're the greatest. Uh-huh. The next day he'll say that he hates us and that uh-huh. you're making fun of him. So mm-hmm. I just think that it's she like every relationship in my life. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that he's going to be back. I know that we had made bets and all that. I don't think he'll be back. I think that his, he's going to go work at a place Good with night, his dad. Funny man. I, yeah. I think his dad will just be able to maintain that job for him and they'll shuffle him through things because he'll never be able to maintain just one job. He can't. He said the one job involved counting to 90. He's done. Out. Man, that job ain't happening. What's that? He's out then. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said, well, I thought you had some opinion on it. Uh, Welcome to episode 219 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, the official unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com, the website that started all this nonsense. You can also find us on Twitter at WeirdScienceDC. You could talk to us. That's where I tell Wrong Turn to find me. We'll see if he can. I'm telling you, the one message I got from him is when we weren't talking the last time, and usually when he used to get banned. It was because you and him got in a fight and then I had enough. And I tell both of you to knock off your nonsense <laughs> and to stop it. And then somehow because I'm yelling, I'm raising my voice in in my mind or in his mind is what I'm going to think is this is me. Both of you, stop your nonsense. I- I'm sick of it. This is what he hears. It's just, you know, it's, it's I'm terrified feedback. That. He sees me yelling. And then that's what he becomes mad at. He just gets Jimmy, mad at me, has demon. no idea. No, he just Jimmy, yelled at me. He was mean to me. He has no idea what was going on. So we weren't talking for a couple. I think it almost ended up being nearly a month. It was amazing. And finally, he ends up sending me this message. I, I wish I could fish it out of there. I, I should go on Twitter because it starts off with, Jim, why mad me at you? And I'm like, what? It's a good uh, question. What? What's that? You mad me at there done. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. And then suddenly it becomes this. I, I'm really, I really haven't been the best of spirits lately because you have not been on the good side of the, and I'm like, this is your girl, you know, <laughs> typing this in somebody else is involved. And then the next day I say to him like, and this was one of those where, we banned him because he was just being crazy and, and not acting like a grown-up and lying to us. So he comes in the next day. I'm like, who was writing that message? Yeah, I did. I'm like, no, that wasn't you. Yes, it was. And then about 10 minutes later, that wasn't me. That was my girl. I'm like, you're you already found starting me out. it up again. You're starting it up again. You're lying again. You can see right through me, Jimmy. So that we'll was see. not me. It was the my last, girl. The, yes, my girl. The last thing that he told us, though, and the, one of the main reasons why I'm sad that he's going is that the drama that is the wrong turn wedding. Coming up in August, he is out making plans. They already bought their t- the tux and the dress. There's no <laughs> way. He, like you said, 
the bitch can't get it through the door. She ain't getting in that dress in August. Uh, I mean, really. You're you're playing with fire right there. And he has the tux, but he's not allowed to see it. I'm like, everything's all wacky. The plans change, but... It'll be somebody else's I'm problem. I'm hoping that somehow I can see some of this stuff on Facebook since we are well, Facebook the, yeah, friends. We but I don't that. know how much he's going to update that We have that one on the thing. in. We only have one in. We His, his father-in-law still works with us. So yeah. I will be talking to one weird turn uh, with a name very much like a singing uh, comedian. Eric. Very much it's, like. It's the best. <laughs> when, when he gets called over, <laughs> over the loudspeaker, we, we think that we're Ooh, being punked. It's a celebrity oh, in the building. Really? We got him in here? Who's singing my bologna? Oh, my, Eric. But we also have a Patreon <laughs> account. The veil too much. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science. And last week we started something new. We always talk on this podcast about our DC comic spotlight. Obviously, that would make sense. And this past week we did have both Wonder Twins number two and Superman number nine. As the DC Spotlight, I can't say that we enjoyed both of those, uh, but we did yell a lot. So if you like to hear that, you can go <laughs> over. But we also continued and pretty much started officially having a Marvel Comics Spotlight and an Indie Comics Spotlight as well. I will mention that as well here, just so you know that there's a lot of work going on over there. The Marvel Comics Spotlight was Magnificent Miss Marvel number one that me and Brandon talked about and really liked that. I bet it was Magnificent. And- it was. And the indie comic spotlight was Transformers number one. Uh, we reviewed that, and me and you kind of liked it. We're, we're excited about some Transformers for Spoilers, me and you to man, talk yeah. to each other. No, well, these people aren't going to go over there anyway. So it's not like I'm going to, what am I going to say? <laughs> hey, the Transformers review, but you can go over and see if we love it. And then they go, and we don't. And then now, now we're being nonsense. I, I want people to know that we actually do like some things. So again, the Transformers, it was more for us to, you know, we were excited to I'm talk my to each into other this new rebooted it. Transformers universe. Yeah. So, so with all that, and that's something to go over to do uh, and and get involved with. We have a bunch of other shows as well, uh, including a cartoon show that I do with Reggie that we talked about. Thunder. Now we were going to have a Mr. T episode, but this leads me to tell everybody Reggie has been down and out. He is not going to sure be has. on this podcast again. Not he, in Beverly got, Hills either. No, no, he's he's got some major health issues. Is what he's got, and it, like we we like. To to laugh about things and last week i kind of mentioned it a little and i felt bad because by the end of the podcast it's like we forgot about it but we recorded that earlier yeah. that's why we, so i want to say this at the beginning yeah he's having some problems so he cannot record and he can't hear and he can barely talk so he's yep. trying to get his voice back he's trying to get his hearing back he had some uh, you know sinus infection i think that he may have let go a little too long is what he says i said that i think that he just doesn't want to talk to eric shea that that's what I thought, Eric. Is that possible? Make, makes sense it, to me. It's how the rest of my it, family operates. Is that possible? Yes. Yeah. So you're saying Reggie's family? That's very nice of you. Very now he very is. nice. Of you. He is. He, he always has been. But I told him, and he's like, I can't do it again this week. And that also means that obviously we don't have the Sandman universe stuff going as well. I don't know what him and Chris are planning for his return. He said he's almost back to go. I think me and him will be doing our Mister T Patreon deal, and he'll be back next week to talk books nice. he, he says to me today hey uh I, I don't think i can do it tonight 
Yeah, just go and talk about Harley and Black Files. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I think we left those. I, I should have went, no, no. We'll, we'll wait for you for those. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think anybody's clamoring for those. But tonight we will be talking JLD, Just Me and You, which again is a shame oh because my. that's where I like to check out. That That's an extra 30 minutes of free time for Jimmy Boy. I, I don't have a lot of free time anymore. I'm telling you, that book show, shows up. I put on my sunglasses i i get on the suntan lotion eric i'm sunbathing i'm Weird. having a good time it's like spring break for me but so we, we hope that reggie's on the mend Should and be. i hope that it, he's listening to this and he knows that we miss him dearly but we're going to go to some but people that we don't miss dearly because we see them all the time. That sounded weird. I do miss them. If we didn't see them, I do love them, though. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded very odd. But Reggie's one of them as well. It is the badasses, Eric. Hey, you hear that? Loud Dancing and up. clear. Loud and clear, Eric. Here we go. Just Not wait. As before. Oh, it, oh it's, it's, it is. But now it isn't, Eric, because I went in and I edited it because I don't have any of my files. Here are the badasses on the badass roll call. We got D-Man, all new Dave, Ryan Reading, Lady Abby, Matches, Balone, Chester McJerk, Brian King, David Fink, John Jack, Polly P, Right Said Fred. He's too Ooh. sexy for this Patreon roll call, Eric. Carlos, Nick Adams, Cellar Dweller, Eric G, Mark Jager, Danny the Street, Ulysses Jones, T-Funk, Ruben, Aldrin Stoja, Lone Wolf Marv, or as uh, wrong term would say, Lone Marv Wolf Marv, Luis, Double Aaron, <laughs> Jolly Drew, Ian, our man Rob Lewis, Simon, my man Pete from NYC, Missy T, or Mrs. T, Anthony G, Swanee, Hakeem, Monty, Josh Vermillion, Brandy, Batman Beyond, Mark Bobby, Reggie, and Manship. Manship always busy. He's sending me some messages all week. I'm going to be going to, you know, Detroit this weekend, and I, I need something to listen to. Is there anything that I'm like, Manship, we have like 800 God damn it, Manship. Get that RSS feed. To. And then he goes, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to that spotlight. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we have two others as well. And I know that he likes to listen to the Marvel podcast as well. So I'm like, you can listen to more. What? A Marvel spotlight? Oh, Manship. How do you, you. not know this? Oh, Man, oh, he's the best. But that is the end of the intro section here. Thanks, everybody who was on uh, the Patreon. Not just the badasses, but we love the badasses. And uh, we're going to go off now to uh, some books. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave.
right, and here we are with a book section number one. And we're going to hear some of Eric's reviews as well. I and got reviews? You can go, yeah, you can go and read all those reviews at weirdsciencedccomics.com, where we review almost every book of the week. And they're dwindling. Eric, there are not a lot of books, and this is starting. This is starting to uh, be something that I'm getting concerned about because Dan DiDio has pretty much said there's not going to be a lot of books. Some of the books it seems are stretched over other imprints, say the you know the Jinx World or even the Ink and the Zoom and the Zing and the Yang and the Woof Woof Ooga. Those those imprints. Those are crazy imprints. Uh, But we also, one of the things, though, is we have not had enough of the Black Label books that we're supposed to get. Those are going to start kicking in. We have a Superman year one coming up, uh, which kind of leads into our talk about the first book, because that is kind of a play on a Batman year one story. And that's the Batman who lasted from night number one. Yeah, and that's what it's going to be. Not this one, not the Grim Knight, but that's Superman. But with also that Superman year one by Frank Miller, also by artist John Romita Jr., one of your favorites, Eric, one of your favorites. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Superman year one. No, the Batman Who Laughs, the Grim Knight number one, written by Scott Snyder. And James Tynan IV. That actually surprised me. Uh, Eduardo Riso on art and Dave Stewart on color. Sal Cipriano on letters. We have not had the Sal Cipriano in a while. The sexy brother. He's a back, Eric. You yell year one, Sal Cipriano, he shows up, right? You excited about that? (laughs) You excited about that? That you yell year one, Sal Cipriano? He's like Candyman. He's Candyman of of the Batman universe. You say year one three times. He appears, Eric, and then he slices you and runs. He slices you and runs then. I don't like like, anymore. <laughs> I'm the letter man. Yeah. The yeah. Letterman. And I'm like, oh, my. And he's like, look at my letterman jacket. Yeah. It's got blood all over there. That's what it is. Word balloons. They're gone. We take this week to get a better look at the Grim Knight. I don't know what I got. But, yeah, even before I go into this, just saying – we're getting less and less books. Yes. Next week, we hardly have any. Uh, and so that means less and less for us to talk about. We're going to try to figure out some things. We're, we're getting back to doing every book, but doing every book seems to be nine now. Nine. That's like a walk in the park, right? Sure is. A walk in the park. Me and you hand in hand. Would you walk skipping. with me in the park, hand in hand, skipping? And if we pass some ducks. Can I wear a glove? And I happen to have. No. I happen to have bread. No. If I had bread no. in my hand no. and we were walking hand in hand, would you let me feed the ducks with you? Would Would you let me do that? Because well, you're not allowed to do that. So stop it. Why stop aren't you allowed nonsense. to do that? I'm feeding them goddamn ducks. Nobody's allowed to feed the ducks anymore. You're not allowed to feed the ducks in do the park anymore. Can't tell no me what way. I'm in my life. These are ducks. Get, get, get woke. It's 2019. <laughs> what are you, an, an, a duck enabler? Yes. They can't get their own bread? Is that no, what you're telling they me? they can't. That the ducks can't get their own bread? They can't oh walk down to the duck How bakery and pick up a fresh loaf of duck bread. <laughs> the duck can't get it through the door. It's what they say. No, yeah, they they can't go and like, ack, 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 and they're like, what's that? Three loaves of bread? Uh, okay, that will be three fifty. What? You only have a dollar. You're out of luck, duck. Now get the duck out of here. That's what they say. And then every somebody goes, oh, my duck. And they're just saying the ducks that are there. It's not that I'm about to punch you, Eric. That's not what's happening, right? Right? How am I going to duck the... by my knees? No, really. But I'll show you. 
It's by me taking those knees out, <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. Here's the thing. I'll tell you. Have you been exercising lately, Eric? Because you must be, because the only exercise you get here is pushing your luck is what oh you're doing. I've been waiting for that for a week. I saw a guy <laughs> with a shirt with that at Walmart, and I couldn't remember what it was. This guy – not in the best of shape. And I, uh-huh. I saw him. I'm like, the it's only exercise I sense. get is pushing my luck. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree, buddy. You're right. Maybe also running to the fridge. We take this week to get a better look at the Grim Knight. And while nothing in this one-shot tie-in actually surprised me, I had a good time fleshing out the character and seeing that he may be the one of uh, the ways that Batman gets out of this whole mess with the Batman who laughs. It continues the year one extravaganza that we seem to be having in the comics lately. And I liked it. I actually yeah. liked it. Um, I thought that the art was up and down. You have a different art style. It's done by the same guy. And I think that this might be one of those where it would have been better served getting another artist to do the flashbacks. Because actually the current stuff I really like. Then when he changes his own style. Well, he to tries go to back, go for more of the year one kind of style. That yeah, trying and, and it makes sense. Here. Yeah, Because basically, like we said, in the books lately, especially Tom King had been se- seemingly leading the charge uh, of a year one, you know, thing. Uh, This is a retold kind of year one in the perspective of the Grim Knight in his world, where the whole thing starts with the parents getting killed, the Waynes getting killed in Crime Alley, and what would happen if Bruce picked up the gun and then killed Joe Chill afterwards. And we see the progression from that. Now, the one thing that off the, these these different versions of Batman, and especially the Batman of Laughs and all this, the only thing that bothers me, and I said this beforehand, it's not anything that really you know kills anything for me, but it, it just keeps coming up it, very subtly at times, not so subtly others, is the idea that Scott Snyder has gone on record and saying that all of these Batman know exactly what our Batman knows. But we said this from the beginning. How can that be? Because one little thing that changes should change everything. So it shouldn't jive up as well, much. Even the Grim Knight, I don't I want to think that you know the Grim Knight just knows what's going on because the Batman who laughs filled him in because we yeah, have seen before the Batman who laughs for the most part had the exact same life right up until it seems like metal where the Joker had died and like yeah. you know contaminated him with the Joker toxin. But the thing is but, Scott Snyder keeps going on in interviews and stuff like that saying that all of them. He's like, well, the I'm, reason I'm why these dark knights are like, even the Green Lantern Dark Knight, all that, he should know nothing. That no. changed around the same time that this would. But he's saying that all of these dark knights are all threats because they are Bruce Wayne and know everything that he knows. And it's just like, again, it doesn't really play out to ruin anything. It just, you, I, it just always bothers me in the back of my mind that you're playing both ways, that you're giving Elseworld stories, which is what this is. Right. Uh, and then going and trying to, you know, tie it in later and things like that. Even the fact that he like goes down into this, you know, the sewer and this is where you were, Gordon, this is where you took me down. And you know, that couldn't, you know what I mean? It could still be there and be the way it is, but things would change the way he changed this world to not allow a lot of things. And like you said, though, it could have been that the, the Batman who laughs, it said, I, I would love to see that story time where you have the, you're going to tell you about my there. biggest regret. He's eating cookies. 
are in bed together. Tell me another story, Batman who laughs. Ha! Well, let me tell you about the time that they made the, you know, the last laugh protocol. Oh, my. This is a tale to tell. Right from the get-go, though, with this whole reimagining of the Bruce Wayne, like, Batman origin for the Grim Knights, like, world, it doesn't make any sense for this Batman to know anything that our Bruce Wayne knows because he has a different life path. Besides, you're taking the same Batman thing. He does never he has not faced any of these villains no. regularly because pretty much as soon as he sees the villain, he kills them. Like, you know, Red yes. Hood never had a chance to become the Joker because no, he, he never just became killed the Joker. Red Hood. Yeah. And I like the idea, like this is on the surface level, the Grim Knight is the, you know, you could just say it's Punisher Batman. Yeah. It's the Batman who shoots guns. There's a little more to that. This is actually is Scott that Snyder. Is now- the Batman who laughs and the Batman who shoots guns? Yeah, it's the now? Batman who shoots guns. That's what I call it. Uh, but it's Scott Snyder not only just saying, like, I- I'm telling you, back in, and, and I don't want to make this into bashing anybody else or whatever, but in that go. alternate <laughs> timeline of uh, Booster, right. where the gift, where right. you had Tom King play, where he had the Robins, and you had Dick Grayson being the Batman, and basically that was the Batman who shot guns. You never got yeah, any it was more the, of that. Essentially the Grim Knight. <laughs> yeah, so, but... I like that with this issue and then when you kind of start getting the whole picture with this and why I like this as a one-shot tie-in, this isn't just the Batman who shoots guns. This is the Batman who does what (laughs) everybody thinks Batman should do. Yeah. They think that they he should kill the villains. Well, this is what we get. This is the world where he does that. It's it's more than just the surface level. Oh man, I'm the Batman who shoots guns that Eric Shea likes. Boo boo. Yeah. You know, there's more to that. There's well, it's, the thing it's, it's the Batman the, who does what the, some people say he should do, and you see that that's, well, that's not a little good. bit of the change there right away for the idea of what we had the Batman Year One story where the GCPD were going after this vigilante and trying to take him down. In this world where Batman came out for his year one, he's killing villains left and right and the gcpd is yeah. like you know what we're not going after this vigilante we like the job he's doing yeah until- some of the ones that are being paid off exactly and like that. Oh, yeah. not only that i'm thinking there's a lot of people who are just like down with the idea like you know gotham's a shithole if someone's no, gonna come I, in I and actually, clean up without all the red i think tape, that by fine. the end i think that by the end it's pretty much spelled out that gordon that everybody is on the take that that gordon because gordon doesn't just go then and, and try to bring him down but he has to hide for all that time and go get some pretty bad guys to help him and and then says, "In a de- I got the FBI with yeah. me. I, you know, so I think that the entire GCPD is – there's no GCPD there to take Bruce down at the end. It's well, all FBI and Gordon. Th- at the thing, but at the one point when he originally tries to take down the uh, Grim Knight here, yeah. it's just, you know, he kills all these cops. I'm telling yeah. you, if, if we hadn't gotten to that point, I think in my mind, all these cops who would have continued to be on his side, but then Batman became a cop killer because he even took it too far where he would kill villains, but now he's going to kill anybody who tries to stop him from killing villains. Yeah, I, I think there's also the idea that he did kill those guys that he does say that, hey, Gordon, you bribed all those guys to come after me. I have a feeling at the end that that little deal where Bruce is like, what are you doing? I am the biggest contributor of money to the GCPD. And that's part of the whole deal. They have the te- like that's he's why just not think- donating to the policeman's ball. No, well, no, he's getting everything. And by the end, I think that all these new recruits that were coming up, then I can picture in my mind that they're all on the taker. They're all not going to screw with Batman either. Uh, they, they are scared. All these others. It seems that Gordon, what he did by getting that whole 
group of cops to go get Batman, he pretty much killed off anybody who was, you know, going to go against Batman. They're all gone. And that's why I think they, they show he goes to the FBI by the end to get them to well, take down that, also you know, Harvey. Mayor Harvey Dent, who is yeah. a two-faced-like character because Batman threw freaking irradiated acid, like, him. Irradiation, you know, he's yeah. a, he, he irradiated the side of his face to keep yeah. freaking quiet about doing something like yeah, yeah, everybody at this point is pretty much in a Batman city because yeah. he is controlling everything. And, and this is the It's a Batman who is doing what a lot of people claim in just like a roundabout deal where they just throw it out there. Man, Batman should kill Joker. Batman should do this. This is going to the extreme of showing you what that might lead to. And it leads to a military state led by a vigilante Batman who basically has uh, triggers that he can just get out a button and press it and you die. And, you know, that's one of the things that earlier we were talking about before we started recording that you have a problem with. We'll get to that. I actually think it's supposed to be a very uh, thing that's just out there, almost like he is like almost like supernatural, even though we know it's tech. But I think that it's supposed to be something that he can just press a button. We're not even supposed to even know how, but he could just kill anybody once, which we talked about before and was brought up in, I think, the the, the uh, Batman Who Laughs number one, where he said in his world, he could just press a button and kill people and get yeah. them driven off the, the deal. But it does start in Crime Alley, where Bruce Wayne's parents get killed and Joe Chill drops the gun and goes to get the pearls and that's where young bruce picks up the gun and shoots him and shoots him dead and so as this is going on it is being kind of uh you know framed with the idea that the grim knight in our world has our gordon he's taking him down into the sewers to kind of at one point he's like i'm trying to save you which is a weird thing too because as we left off in the last issue of the batman who laughs the whole idea is for this last left protocol they needed batman and they also needed jim gordon so we're taking jim gordon away from our batman and i don't know if it was the whole idea where it's like okay now i'm just gonna like you know the the batman laughs you know he wants to torture you and your family for what you do to help batman of this world and stuff like that you were an ally to a degree also one of my greatest disappointments on my world i like you though exactly i'm i'm gonna shoot you in the head to prevent all of this stuff because you know i don't want that to happen to you but also i have to follow orders to the degree where i can't let batman have you back to freaking fulfill the last left i I think that i think that he's nothing to do i think the last left protocol can work with just his blood i I, it's only dna as far as we were told i I, if i remember i think that he's just more going like afterwards the batman laughs is going to kill barbara he's going to torture you and i'm just going to kill you i'm just going to get you out of this when he says i'm going to save you it's just going to be to kill him i think that the last laugh still going on still full out going if not already they have grabbed that stuff that we'll see in the main series uh but yeah they're, they're he's taking them down to the sewers but he's still in contact it's not like he's you know severed contact with the batman who laughs or even is going somewhere that the batman who laughs has no idea where he is because he shows up at the end he knows so i think everything. this is still part of it i think this is more of the afterwards because even at the end when the batman who laughs comes and says you know i'm not gonna let you kill him it's like this this gordon will not be able to take what you need to do he's not gonna be able to do it we need to do something else and we'll see what's going on but batman in this in this year one deal he ends up killing joe chill and then trains and and pretty much uh, you know panels directly from the year one story where you know he's kicking trees he's chopping wood he's doing the dim mock at one point alfred came on bottom wood is what he says to him. He does that. Bottom and then in, yeah, yeah, in the meantime, then you have the bat fly in as he's trying to figure out what sort of weapon he can be against the city. 
bat comes in and he shoots him. And I, I yes, don't know father. why. There's a whole thing where, like, when he shoots the bat, that goes in with the way uh, the, uh, this Grim Knight works and stuff like that. But I don't know why, because it is the same line from the original Batman Year One yeah. and this. Yes, father, I shall become a bat. And for some reason, it comes off like I never thought of that as a strange thing to say until he shoots the bat first. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. Listen oh, to I, him. I yes, think that father, that's what it I is. Become a bat. And I think that maybe what we're seeing here is that roundabout deal or that illusion that he's like, yes, I will become the bat. You know, Bruce Wayne's dead. I just killed the bat. I'm going to become the bat in its place. This is how I work. It's more for, you know, a shock deal and going, eh, it's okay. I'm telling you the year one, blatant year one stuff like that is not my favorite of the issue i like seeing it but that isn't like a wow moment to me i thought it was kind of cool the problem is i've heard scott snyder talk on like three different interviews about these scenes so when i see them i've already told you these scenes when we were just at work before yeah. the issue came out because he has been talking he does that a lot where he go he can't keep from spoiling things so that was kind of spoiled but from right there like you said then Instead of like introducing and all that, he ends up coming back and killing everyone. And and unfortunately, Alfred is a, you know, he's an accomplice there of stuff that he obviously by the end didn't want to be involved with. Um, Even that great scene in the year one where he goes and breaks up that dinner party, which, you know, um, what was it for Kevin Smith when he started writing some Batman stuff and he had this, this is essentially the scene where he had Batman piss himself yeah. before, but this is the real, like going back to that dinner party scene of all the wealthiest people in Gotham who are on the corrupt and stuff like that. He comes in, you know, announces himself like he did in the original story, but instead of you just leaving then and go kick a little ass, it's, and now you're all going to die. Now you're dead. <laughs> and now, you know what? And he's basically like, I ended up, these were all the people that were funding anybody who I thought Just was bad, all the crime, alive. all that burned them alive, leaves and then says, now I'm going to go and I'm going to take down everyone. Anybody I think is bad, anybody that I think. And, and one of the things that I like by the end that kind of kicks in is where Gordon throws shade at the Grim Knight and says, you don't care about the city. The city is just a thing. It's a weapon to you. It's a, you know, and I think you see that here. You see that he, he's more in line of a Batman who just wants to be right than a Batman who wants to do good. He wants to show that his way is the only way. And he goes to extremes with that. Gordon is the one guy who wants to stand up and, and go against him. And that's where you continue you know some should of have the stayed year in one chicago stuff. gordon this yeah, is not really. something you want to be a part of and he already said that he uh he has there the grim knight didn't have to face the joker he already had killed uh, you know red, the hood. red hood yeah and uh you see others that he has gone after you know black, black mask, mask Penguin, killer yeah. of, uh, killer croc, killer croc yeah. and stuff like that um so while this is going on and gordon doesn't like it gordon thinks that this is bullcrap that you should kind of go by the deal and there's arnold flass who's in the you know in the the kind of the his partner from year one and he's like oh man you know what are you doing gordon this is great you know he's just taking things i'd like to kill somebody and he's again i like the idea that no matter what world you go to flass is a piece of shit well i'm telling you you he's not gonna change the the next people are going down in my mind are the police officers who are on the take from the mob stuff like that flass is getting killed by batman in my mind in the storyline 
Yeah, he's done. Well, then Gordon kind of, he gets a plan. He wants to get bring down Batman. They figured out he's been, you know, getting all these different killings and things like that and leading to him to want to get Batman and take him in. He knows where he has these hidden caches and, and hidden, you know, little ammo hideouts with ammo and stuff. So he calls Batman with the bat signal. It looks like the first time they would have used this. And he shows up and he's like, what are you, what are you trying to get me with light? And he's like, it's not just a light. It's a magnet. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's kind of push. But I'm he, he goes you, I, I, I kind of like it to a degree, but it's for some okay. reason, the idea that, you know, we have the technology that it's Wayne tech technology that yeah. all these, you know, officers well, that's what are he wearing. says too. Yeah. And uh, the idea that these can be, you know, taken down, but he's stuck by a magnet at first. That is good. It's kind of silly to my mind where I'm going to kill all you guys with undefined technology that well, you're that's, wearing. That's, I like it though, that it is one of those where it shows that a Batman is always prepared. He can't even move and he can take down the entire GCPD with just, you know, the kill switch that he has on all these things, including, I think, that he got that that uh, magnet from Wayne Tech as well because he seems to be able to get off of that right. as well. But he, he ends Book up like hey, and, yeah, and he says to uh, GCPD guys because they have their you know faces covered. And he's like, "Do you think that you're going to get away from me? Like I'm Batman. I you're know not going who you to. are." And he ends up just hitting. Unlikely, the Batman. I have and spent they, yeah. all of the city slush fund in order to get Wayne technology to make sure that you can't identify these men. Who oh, money well spent? Money Gordon. well spent. <laughs> and what he does then is he has some sort of tech that Jim, just blows up chest, their chest it feels yeah. high it's done and then <laughs> as he grabs gordon and hangs him off of the side of the building you see that he has obviously pressed all the those button. ammo dumps are booby trapped dumps. in my mind they raided they those ammo dumps and they explode. all blew up throughout yeah. the city he uh, he was these were all set up that if anybody You're would go man, in man, he'd be able Batman. to just do it yeah he's killed them all that I'm pretty much a big amount of the GCPD. And not only that, like we said before, where I said it kind of is a clean, clean sweep. Actually, it's worse than that, because I think that that's why we saw Flass earlier, where, yeah, he ain't one of them, you know. No. And so the, the left over, the only people left in the GCPD are the pieces of shit now who would be on the take, who would take money because the, uh, the good guys went with Gordon. They're all dead. Yep. So this is just part of the plan. And even that, after all of this, the city yeah. exploding from all these ammo dumps, all these cops that were just right there to take out Batman, they're all dead. And then the Zeppelins, the GCPD have, they are yep. re, they are freaking, the flight plan is rearranged to the point where they're going to be crashing into Blackgate Prison Blackgate and Arkham Prison. Asylum at the and same Arkham. time. It's going to yeah. kill everybody. I'm it's like, going to kill oh everyone. God. Yeah, and, and with that, it's like Gordon was the one who ended up doing all this because of he just want to, you know, let it go, whatever. Just but had yeah, to play ball it's, there, it's the Batman who plans. And, and with that, we we get the idea. Everybody wants to say Batman prepares for everything. I thought that this was a very good progression of the idea that he this Grim Knight does and gives you the idea that when we go forward with this, the type of things that he'd be able to pull off, the type of things that he does. Uh, like how if yeah. he gets you know, attached to a train, he could show back up on a van. On yeah, no that was weird. <laughs> but yeah, well, with that, they he then sets up pretty much the Batman Wayne Enterprises satellite system that seems to be able to laser you from space, uh, ends up killing everybody. And then uh, as you see, a family almost gets killed. And when the 
that the Wayne Tech ends up killing this, you know, robber. The guy's like to his little son. It's a, a couple with a son. So say thank you to the Batman. Look he's, up and he, thank you, know, he's you watching Batman. Everywhere you got, yeah, he's got to be brother. happy. You got to thank God. You got to thank the Batman for saving us yeah. here, Billy. And, and that's what I think that where we're getting this because then you see a guy go off, uh, you know, a bridge where it looks like you know a button's pressed and it ends up messing up your brakes and stuff and sends you off the deal. And a guy, which seems to be a corrupt, we saw judge. that before with the idea yeah. that the Grim Knight in his world he had that technology where yeah. he could just so go we and have you know that. this do all seems that. like it's worse that he even has things where you can just press a button and you I don't just even die. know what that is. This guy's sleeping. All of a sudden he wakes up with a stomach ache. But I think that that's what it's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. He's just supposed to be this like you know, this dark knight. I, I think that that's on purpose. I think that we're not supposed to like go. Oh, and he has this tech that does this tech that does this tech. I think that it's supposed to be left open for like a horror movie type of deal in my mind. Uh, but we already have been told and we already see here that he can do things. So I'm like, I'll go with it. He can just kill people. Uh, this is where Gordon has had to go on underground. He hasn't been seen in six weeks. Uh, and you see him going, like you said, he goes to Harvey Dent. Uh, and he, he's there with Harvey Dent, who has been irradiated by Batman. He's the one who uh, did so it. Just you also a good Two Face, who's the mayor. You also have, yeah, you also have Rupert Thorne, who is another uh, classic Batman yeah. character, who was a corrupt politician. So he's there, and he's going to use them to kind of get the idea. Hey, the FBI, I need a search warrant. I want to go to Wayne Industry or the Wayne Mansion. I know that that's who it is, and he does. He goes and pretty much takes him down with the FBI in what appears to be the thing that. The the Grim Knight wants to kind of get revenge for, but not really. By the yeah. end, it seems like he respects Gordon, needs Gordon for what maybe his side plan is. I'm not fully, I'm not sure. We're going to have to see because by the end, he's like, you're not my Gordon. You're not strong enough. You won't be able to do this. I think that at this point. How did you feel about the idea when Gordon shows up at Wayne Manor because he has figured out now that Bruce Wayne is the Grim Knight. That he just disarms Bruce and kicks him. him. I didn't like it. the shit out of him. Like, what happened? Yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) I actually wish that at some point you can't have Bruce die, obviously, because this is the Grim Knight. I thought that maybe he should have been shot in the leg or something, and maybe the Grim Knight would have a limp now, whatever no, the just case like may the be. Utter because, humiliation of yeah. being disarmed in front of so many, like this whole thing, like Gordon humiliated him and put him down at the same time. Like, what happened in those yeah. freaking months in that and, freaking and, apartment yeah. that he was showing out? Did he become that, a badass? Yeah, and with that, it, it kind of goes with the idea that if Bruce Wayne you was trying to wrist. play, if he was trying to <laughs> freeze, if he was trying to. Uh, play the game because he comes out like oh what's going on you know oh you you got this all wrong there gordon uh and then even goes to get a gun yeah gordon does disarm him and there'd be no reason why the grim knight bruce wayne here would hold back because the jig is up and gone eric it's gone so he should have done that um but because of that again that leads to the grim knight then kind of going and Wanting, in my mind, like I said, I think that this is the beginning of seeing that the Grim Knight has a side plan maybe to stop the Batman who laughs or at least do something because he really wants this Gordon. He wants the Gordon that could take him down in his world and says, you're not that Gordon. You're you're not that. And uh, Gordon disagrees and kind of yells. But you also see throughout this that, you know, look, I've been looking at your family. There's Barbara. She's looking there. Yeah, we could I could press a button and these all could die. But I need you. But I'm also going to have mercy on you because, you know, it looks like he's going to kill him. And he almost does. But the Batman who laughs gets there. 
and puts his finger there so the trigger can't you know engage and he's like no no this isn't revenge this is going to be a treat for me and we're going to have fun and you know no mercy on you buddy and it's going to go and we'll see how that goes and again you want some big things to happen in this that would go into the next batman or less but it is it's funny too because as you're reading it, you kind of have to keep reminding yourself that it is a tie-in that seemed to be kind of added on later as oh, well. Yeah. I that think we're just going to go from the last issue where we left off yeah. the idea that but I'm saying, th- like, this it, wouldn't it, have mattered anyway where we just had the no, Batman who laughs I like the fleshing the out, last though. Issue. Yeah. And that's the problem is by the end, you almost want to see, like you said, like, does this have to do with the last laugh? Why aren't we getting that? And I think that that's because that's going to be in the regular, you know, right. six issues of that. So you can't. But I think that this sets up the Grim Knight really really well and i i like the idea of seeing this alternate batman like we, we had a lot of those you know those one shots of the dark knight i like this batman, batman. No, well that's the thing you also had those being from other writers and kind of doing that and we didn't like most of them yeah. you know and so this though i think that this is a better you know, idea of what to give for those to show this Batman and show what he can do, what he did do. Yeah, Joker, uh, Batman, and Punisher Batman are definitely the top tier of the dark multiverse yeah. Batman oh, yeah, for me yeah. at this point. And, and I think that this really sets it up to go forward for me to like, oh man, this this guy means business, which we did. But before, until I read this, I could just say, ah, you know, the Grim Knight, he's just kind of a sidekick. He, yeah. He's just there to shoot or whatever. I, I do like it. I gave it an it, 8-7 it's, it's, it's on the site. It's funny in my mind because the whole thing too is this like we could have a spinoff series. We could brand it the new age of DC heroes where we have the Punisher, Batman, yeah, like yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. How everybody is a different <laughs> version of a Marvel character for those new age of heroes. What does that have the Grim Knight? Oh, you know, he's the Punisher. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he's Even the though Punisher, we had that with Batman. Silencer. But um, yeah. Yeah. The, th- yeah. the thing about this is I really think it's going to be a, like one of those classic Scott Snyder writing things though where we establish the Grim Knight here and we're thinking oh it's always the darkest before the dawn and he hits you with that dark over and over again before you finally get to the light so I do think at a certain point that the Grim Knight will have a change of heart see the chaotic nature of the yeah, Batman I, and he'll that's switch the thing. sides and immediately get blown away by yeah, the Batman I don't who think laughs. that he'll be the uh, change of heart I do think that throughout this whole deal and and again you're, you're th- sitting there and have to think like Wherever in any story that we would think would Batman become this side character, pretty much the Igor to anybody else. And that's what the Grim Knight kind of is. He just shows up. He's kind of the, you know, the lackey for the Batman Alephs. He's still his own Bruce Wayne Batman. And we see that he's a guy who has a very defined idea of what should be right he says even like what i did was right you're wrong gordon you're wrong what i did was right and and then when he is being taken down it's even like as he was being taken down and all he could think of is people are going to start dying tonight because my systems are all going to go down because i'm being taken down and i think that that really does not play well with a Batman who laughs and this idea of what he's doing to this Gotham. And yeah, I think that it's a change of heart, but a change of heart of being his own. Like you, you have him and the Batman who laughs versus our Batman. I think this now becomes a three-way fight, but I do agree that I think that he might be killed by I the point. And one of the things that you brought up, I won't take credit for it, Eric, this time. Okay. But before we started talking, you even said one of the big things that they stress in this is he 
never had to face a Joker. No. He never had to face these crazy villains that our Batman did. That may be a, a you know a foreshadowing. And that's why in to my his mind, downfall, he can't where, know everything that our Batman knows because he has not had the same experience. I know, but that's the, all the others seem to be pointed out that way, and they didn't have the same experiences either. It, it's always thrown me off a bit with that. But again, by the time we're at the story now in this and the back, it doesn't really matter as we go forward, you know, with that. It's just something that I always, it, it always bothers me in the back of my mind. But yeah, I don't think that any Batman, especially this one, is going to play second fiddle to a guy who just wants chaos. Look this, at you, you this skinny like Knight, bastard with your lipstick on. I ain't playing yeah, your game. Yeah, th- this Grim Knight is like the even more opposite of that, you know, <laughs> the, the Joker type deal than our Batman. I mean, the, he is the exact opposite. He is in a world that he never allowed these things happening. And I think that this points no, no, it out watch. pretty well. So yeah, eight, seven for me. What would you give it? I'd give this issue an eight out of 10. I enjoyed the art for the most part. And I love the recaps of the idea of this is a, such a, like a close parallel to Batman that we saw a lot of the year one stuff just brutalized to an extreme. Yeah. And some of the problems I did have, though, is that I wanted to know more about how this Batman operated, what he did. Even the one point when Alfred was walking away talking about how yeah, he wasn't going to play that. along. Yeah. He walked out of the room and Batman threatened to blow up his head because he has a neck bomb. And, and when he left, the art at one point, I'm like, it looks like his head was cut off at that point. Yeah, for the, like, just, the, the yeah, black part. I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I was at that point thinking that Batman killed Alfred. Yeah, and we and didn't even bring that up. On, at, at the Alfred's point. the one who turned in yeah. James Gordon. Yeah, told he him turned that him on. Bat, the Grim Knight is Bruce Wayne, and that's what yep. put him on the path. But uh, some of the art, though, was a little iffy. I like the issue overall, though, and I look forward to seeing more of the Grim Knight in the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't even bring up. I don't know why we. It's it's a weird issue to go through because of the jumping back and forth. But yeah, Alfred had enough, and he's like, "I'm leaving." And I do like that idea too that Batman had set him up with a neck bomb. That you know, if you it's tell him up, you, you go, uh, I'm going to press this button. But you still see that he, he must have loved Gordon or Gordon loved uh, Alfred because he wouldn't do that. But we're going to move on to the next book, and this is the book that Reggie usually talks to sure us does. about. Just League Dark number nine. And I don't know, Eric, do you have a uh, a blurb for this? Since I it's, do it's not. a book that I do. It's written by James Tyne and art by Alvaro Martinez Bueno and Miguel Madanka on uh, pencils. So there are two artists. There's two yes. uh there's two inkers as well, Raul Fernandez and also Miguel Madanka, Brad Anderson on colors and Rob Lay on letters. And let me get to my blurb. Eric, Just League Dark continues to talk a big game and then talk about some other things and then talk some more. You see now it's going to be skewed towards one of my uh, intros, Eric, uh, not one of yours. I understand the sum, right. that some huge <laughs> things are going down. I'm saying it's going to be negative is what I'm saying. I understand some huge things are going down this book. Nanda Parbat's gone. Parliament of Flowers. Etrigan goes down in this issue. But it never feels like it really means anything or that it's really happening in my mind. Maybe it's a lack of setup or even the lack of emotion that comes with these big moments. But something is missing for me and has been for a while on this book. I understand others love this book. But it actually continues to bore me. And, uh, yeah, uh, this book is one of those where it it almost seems to me like you'd have a carnival barker. Like, come and see the big show, the big show. Oh, right. I like the big show. And then when you go into the big show, there's just some one single clown going around on a unicycle, you know, blowing a whistle or something. It's just the flying Jessies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. To me, it seems like this should be big. This seems like things happening are huge. But by the end of an issue, 
I'm left kind of with no feelings at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. This might be the most amazing issue of any comic of all time because not only do we get Etrigan taken out of the picture, no more rhyme time Mm. for that motherfucker, but then we also end the issue with it seems like Mira's going to go down. I'm like, you can't do any wrong, James Tiny. You are are checking off all the boxes I want to see gone from the DC Universe at this point. Uh, Etrigan, you think he's done? You think oh, he, he's think never he's coming forever. back? You think gone him and Jason forever. Blood are separated forever? No. You, you think that Mira? What does it matter? Then this what, is what I'm saying. Me, there's no comic that has any like you know point of it that if you're they're going to go with that idea. Yeah, What's well, that? No, I'm saying we're, we've seen Mira one time in the past. You know, and 10 that years. is the, I'm telling you that is the biggest problem of this issue where we set up this whole thing with Mira. I don't care about Mira or the Nightmaster. The fact that Bobo is the Nightmaster because we had this whole thing with Mira before where we had to defend it from zombies. But the thing is, like, you didn't give me enough to really care about Mira and Blue no, Devil well, taking is, over the well, leadership. What you're saying so when you're with saying this, it's going down, I'm like, I don't care. Well, that's what I think the whole thing is. That's where I get the whole thing. Nanda Parbat, we were told is. Dumb. Done, but it. What 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 have we seen that means anything since then? Well, you haven't seen it's done, Jim. Yeah, but yeah, it's done until it's. But it's it's. There's no repercussions. I, I see Swamp Thing in this. I see them saying things to him. What's the repercussions of it being a Parliament of Flowers? I don't see anything. I don't even see them referencing it anymore of anything that there'd be a change. And so when you have this, where Etrigan and Jason Blood get separated. It's another one of these wow moments that never has any substance to it by the end. I can't well, say one of that I'm like, oh, my God. Where we had it before when the Nightmaster died and the idea that we didn't have time to mourn because we're dealing with, you know, Dark Knight's metal stuff and stuff. But we when are, are in- we going to do it? Oh, we're almost no a year. We're almost a year of issues. And uh-huh. we haven't dealt with any of these things. Where are you going to tell me that well, anything I'm saying, was dealt with? We've been fighting nonstop for the most part up against the other kind since the witching hour started and but, all that stuff took but place. But so you think that in a year and a half from now, we'll stop to have an issue where we all mourned uh, Etrigan. Uh, I'm these saying, are well, Etrigan's not that, dead. He's separated from anything. But I think there's no hell. To, where did gonna, he go? You're going to have there's to mourn. There's no hell. No, no. Hell is still there at this point. We saw it before that he had taken out, like, you know, the people are vying for leadership of hell. They, ex- they exaggerated to the point of hell being completely destroyed. Now, if the That's Lord's what he said. have their way, hell could be taken like and completely destroyed because that is part of the sphere of the gods. But uh, Etrigan's going back to hell. If anything, we're going to mourn Jason Blood because he's going to age really quick and then just turn to dust. Yeah, but even that, you have Jason Blood who's aging there and you get a side comment. Hey, why is, why is Jason Blood so old? Mm-hmm. That's all you get. You don't get anything else. And, and this is what I'm saying is we, we get these things usually almost always through narration. Uh, the Parliament of Trees completely ended up being taken down and the Parliament of Flowers came in solely through narration boxes we we never you just had and and with that you just have these static images again with these things going down but we're already including the wonder woman issues of the witching hour we have had a year's worth of issues in this book and i i think that only things that have happened are these supposed big moments but the overall story just is every issue I go to read, it's, hey, we got to get the other kind down. Oh, man, magic's in trouble. It hasn't it, – it's nothing is progressing. 
Oh, it's and progressing in this to the we, point where we have the other kind. They are coming to this world, which we had a kind of a weird tie with that. We had that since hour. the first issue, though. That oh, was, we, you know, we've had that. And then we had to come in with the Hecate thing for that, you know, like four issue kind of crossover we had. But then going, but into that was the, we, only two issues of this. I'm saying right. that was two issues of Wonder Woman as well, and right. their own issues. So actually, we've had more issues because we had a Witching Hour one and two to to go on with that as well. So we've yeah. had about thirteen issues of this book, and I, that just, was dealing with Hecate, and then we. We had to get back to the other kind. I don't know what happened with that. I was just giving time for G. Will Wilson to come in with Wonder Woman. It was something yeah. that had to get tacked on at the last second. But going with the other kind, because we do have this whole threat of this you know, place that magic was born. It's going to come and eat everything up and take it back. But we also have the Lords of Order and Dr. Fate and how all of that plays into the whole thing to be, you know, the mastermind behind letting the other kind. And so they're fighting to, like a war on two fronts here. I have no idea how to win any of them. Yeah, uh, but again, I, I and I'm not really. I, it's just me, I guess. I'm not that interested, and you just keep giving me the same things, just adding characters. And in this one, it's the Lords of Order. Now we have to right. go through them, and it's just. I think that number one, there's way too many characters in this book to ever progress any sort of story. Because even with the idea of having Wonder Woman and Zatanna, you just have to get back to them at the very end for a couple pages. I was actually to, mad at again, that point. Like, why well, did again, we have, like continue? You know, I thought- to deal with just the Mira stuff at this point, which you know, it's I don't care about Mira, but the stuff with the Lords of Order coming there and the rest of our magical characters, characters having to defend them. So I'm like, well, that's a big enough story in its own in my mind to have to go back to freaking just you know, is it Tana and yeah. Wonder Woman? Like, well, we I, got to I find just, the more truths. Yeah, I just think that it's there's too many things going on and we're not progressing any. You have the Lords of Order show up basically just to get there, you know. St- Stand there looking all badass and name their the people in it, and then to mention that the other kind of them are a a great way to kind of purge out to you know burn out the bad and in with the good, and that's how they're going to go. So by the end, you need to become a you know a lord of chaos to defeat them. That's where you want to get more Drew. But other than that, you have Mira. Which we already said we don't really care about. No, I don't. And that just might as well and be again, they were already attacked of the other... by zombies. Now it's just the same story again with just the Lords of Order showing up. Which and, the Lords you know, of Order could be cool because you always had the Lords of Order, but you had the the agents of the Lords of Order, like you know uh, Kent Nelson. You know, Doctor Fate was a Lord, like agent of the Lords yeah. of Order. And when they show up here, where you have Doctor Fate, and these are the Lords of Order, no agents or anything. It doesn't feel like you talk about the idea well, that you yeah. know Etrigan and Jason Blood, like the idea of them being separated, possibly dead. It wasn't played up big enough. And when you see that the Lords of Order are just different armor that goes on, like you know, you have the Helm of Fate yeah. that goes on Kent Nelson. He becomes Doctor Fate. It seems like the gauntlets and this uh, uh, cape and stuff like that, and the like the leggings. These transform yeah. regular people into agents of the, like the Lords of Order, where they talk about Madame Xanadu and even you know uh, Extrano and uh, uh, Mark Merlin and all. The, this felt like it should have been bigger, especially with Madame Xanadu, because right now she's playing a side bit over in Hawkman. But that is a big DCU dark character. And they just say the name, oh, Madame Xanadu is one of these beings that's been taken over. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. And it feels and, weird. Well, I, like the only way I can explain it, and I said it, you know, and yeah, I'll admit that maybe I jumped on this trolley early. And started complaining about that, but I I don't think I've been wrong with a lot of the stuff seems to be lip service. A lot of the characters showing up seem to just be there because we haven't seen them in a while and they're supposed to be for wow factors. But by the end, I need some sort of gratification. And this is something that James Tynan 
doesn't do a lot of. We had this in Detective where you would throw out ideas and then you'd wait, 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 wait. And then he'd get he's adding ideas on top of ideas on top of ideas. And, you know, I know this is a different book, but, you know, who's the first victim? That these are things <laughs> that you can never tell me that anything will be resolved that when you say well we'll finally get back to you know this i i expect we have to get back to nanda parbot the parliament of Tr- the flowers these have the, to be the weird part going is, back I, to but I when like nanda parbot for some reason that's one of those big dc names but we don't ever really do anything it's like all right you know rachel Gould, he might have his you know his secret lair over there dead man might have you know his like home at nanda parbot yeah 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 it doesn't really play like the parliament of trees that's a big thing that affects the entire universe it in does, my mind it, we don't like, see that Parma. much. I, I don't think really care as much as I know, this but that's what I think he's taking. I think he's taking advantage of that. Right. Where he's using these things. Like you said, this is what I said at the beginning. Nanda Parbat's gone. And then people are telling me this when I say, oh, nothing really happens. What are you saying? Nanda Parbat, Nanda Parbat. But you, like you just said, that is kind of like it's kind of a way to have a twist to be able to do that, to make it feel big. Without ever it's having like, any sort it's of payoff. If I said, you know, like, oh, you know, there was a big problem in conduct. Conduct, you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you can play around with that. If, if I, you know, you end up having, you know, the Extrano show up, you could do whatever you want with him. Nobody cares but Steve Orlando. He's the only one in us. We like him. I actually I like, like the character. When Gregorio but, was mentioned. I'm like, oh, Jim's going to be happy. We haven't seen oh, him I, since I Midnight love, or Apollo. I love him. Yeah, I love him. But these characters, you're throwing a lot in. It's almost like we say that it's almost like a whole book of what we want from the Suicide Squad kind of where you see Slipknot show up in the movie. He is not long for the world. When things show up in this book, I'm like, all right, he's in trouble. I'm telling you, Gregorio might be done when they fight. And what would what would that end up being? The, you know, it would be invincible. a big moment. So when when this happens, you have this Lords of Order, and say that the only way they can win right. is to take down the majority of the Lords of Order, and they take down Gregorio, Ibis, and Mark Merlin. I mean, <laughs> really, done. when this happens, you're just going to be like. And then when I say to somebody on Slack, even yeah, you know I mean. And Ruben start arguing. I'm like, well, nothing happened. What do you mean nothing happened? They took down the Lords of Order. I'm like, it's already set up to be nonsense. And he's allowed. Look, look, you he, get back to me when they take out Madame Xanadu. That's yeah, the big no, that's thing. Right. Like, yeah, I didn't mention her because you see, this is the Lords of Order to me has become the magic suicide squad. I'm like, yep, you're not going to be around. You're not going to be around. Yeah, Madame Xanadu, Dr. Fate, you'll, you'll be, Naboo's not going down. But Actually, you know, the you thing have is, I, I do see fake going down with this. I, not even the idea that Naboo, the being of He's the going to be more... Yeah, I could see that going down, and you know, uh, I because we I don't even know how it works out anymore. Because when we had the Doctor Fate comic in the DCYOU era, when uh, Khalid Nasser was Doctor Fate, we saw that there was a like you know he was picked by Bastet to uh, Bastet to be you know Doctor Fate, and we uh, Kent Nelson still had a copy of the original mask and stuff like that. So there were yeah, two Doctor yeah. Fates at that point. We have not seen Khalid with a doc like a yeah, helmet no. fate at this point. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know. If we're going to have a copy made like we had before or if it's going to be this melted ass version we have yeah, now. But yeah, like, yeah. I could see that Kent Nelson at some point going down until there's some you know rebirth, reboot oh, yeah. or something going on. But where even Khalid that, does I mean, become Dr. He Fate was again. gone for a while and we had Khalid and we liked Khalid. See, Not the, the book itself, the weird part, but Khalid. That's the weird part about Dr. Fate because I like Kent Nelson, you know, who is the host of Dr. Fate. He's not a bad guy. He is just being used by yeah, Naboo. He's point. being we used. We somehow have to get rid of Naboo, but keep the power of the Helm of Fate, which I don't know how 
how that works. So I'm like, well, we'll see how he does. You, we'll you got to take it. out Doctor Fate at some point because he is the big bad of the book in my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's the big bad, and and you see through Khalid who's telling the story uh, to Mambat about uh, you know seeing that Kurt is being you know kind of played and Naboo by itself and things like that. I also think that they are playing it up, which, like we said earlier, I wonder why. They're not mentioning that mask that the helm of fate is melded because of his, you know, run in with With brimstone, brimstone. because to me, that's only there as well. So that when it's renewed, you just have the regular mask back. And now it's it's almost a symbol of him being back to good you know you have that melted mask which looks kick-ass i think it looks awesome it, it looks freaking how, how you know disappointing evil. though is that we have this whole build up in the beginning which i was all on board as soon as we got into a khalid telling man bat about what happened to dr fate i'm like i need some more backstory in this because i he's the character yeah. i care the most about is dr fate here yeah and so when khalid is telling the story about you know naboo possessed kent made him put on the helmet and take over his entire body and how khalid had followed me this story just ends so anticlimactic to the point where it's like, and then he opened up a tear in reality and walked in and I followed, I followed him into the subtle realms. That's when everything changed. Yeah. And then they talk about, we have to go after him. I'm like, well, what happened in the subtle realms? Yeah. <laughs> Can we continue the <laughs> you story? Know, the subtle realms. Uh, <laughs> I did like the stuff with, we, we like Khalid though. I'm like, ah, hey, he's hanging out in the tower fate. All right. I go cool. with that, I guess. Yeah. yeah he's there. Um, but yeah, you also have this weird deal, and I don't know why. Why at the point while they're in Mira, where is it there was a little bit of a, a kind of painting yourself into a corner for some reason why he changed from Etrigan back to Jason Blood just then to turn back into Etrigan so that you have that transformation so that you realize, oh, that's how. I, I think that they only threw that in just so anybody realizes they're two separate beings, you know, tied together. Because at one point it's just Etrigan standing I there. I didn't even realize I'm looking. I'm like, yeah, there's this <laughs> Etrigan and then he's Jason yeah, Blood and then why? turns back it, into it, the gone it's such man. a weird thing that it it just to me is, is like weird. ooh we better show people that they're two separate things like he just turns we, into him to we, two we seconds gotta make later this a bigger thing that it is when yeah, we also that's, these this. are the but these are the things that kind of annoy me yeah that, is, a, that is an odd thing to happen Etrigan's just there and he he turns into Jason Blood to say one line back, a couple bitches. lines and then just turn back into Etrigan <laughs> to this fight rhyme. Yeah, yeah. And so they had that. But then later, this is where I say where I can never really get that emotional with some of these things because he does get taken down. He gets separated. Etrigan goes to hell. You have Jason Blood now because Etrigan's not there. He's going to age properly. He's going to die. He's going to get, you know, he's going to be a skeleton in a minute. You have Blue Devil show up and on an aside go, hey, is that Jason Blood? Yeah. Sure is. Well, why does he look older? Oh, man, I missed something important, didn't I? Yup. Is Dr. Fate a bad guy now? Yup. I'm like, oh, come on. Let's retreat to the castle. I need more more payoff. And that's one of the big things. And again, I know I sound fully negative. I, I like parts of this issue. I'm just saying it in general. For this whole series, James Tynan is a guy who his payoffs are those moments, but he never, to me, he has to give us more story payoff. I need to see the other kind in this more. I need to see the, you know, when you're going to have this huge fight, I need to know more about what's going on, not just these moments in Mirror where you're going to have these, you know, the big thing is Bobo wishing that they're back at the castle. I, I right. need more payoff. 
and he doesn't pay things off a lot. I mean, even like, again, I, I can all use references of his other books. But the whole detective is the longest thing pretty much that we read, if not Batman and Robin Eternal. So these are two stories uh, of books that really had no payoff by the end. And it, and it infuriated us. Even the big thing, Clayface, was the big detective comics thing. That didn't pay off at the end because he had him come back with a note to Cass and leave. I mean, he, he, it's one of I'm these alive. things. I, ne- I need something by the end where Status a quo achieved. I need a cliffhanger to be something where I'm like, oh, my God, not, oh, here we go there next time. Almost all the cliffhangers seem to be just the, look at what we're going to be going to next deal. Nothing where it's like, oh, my God, this one is Mira's already dead. And like that, if you think that's a payoff to this big story that anybody's worried about Mira, then I, I don't know what the, you, you're thinking oh, no. because we What's want the more. going to do now? Yeah, so it's just it's starting to frustrate me, and it, it I just, just wasn't imagine, big. It's like, M- Mira is destroyed now, and the whole idea of Bobo being the Nightmaster because he has the Night Sword, the Lord of you know the protector of Mira. He goes and finds the original Nightmaster, Jim Rook's son, who's supposed to be like, here, this is yeah. your land Which now. He's like supposed he to go- do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> just burning ruins. <laughs> here you go, buddy. Goddamn chimps. But yeah, and you have uh, Zatanna and Wonder Woman at the end go to find Cersei. They're going to end up there trying to find Mordru and all this going on. And uh, even that is like, it seems extended for such a little scene. You have them go and they're like, hey, you know, I can I can stop time. I did that in 1983 real quick. And yeah, you can say that's character moments. But to me, it's a lot of nothing. And, and that's where I'm getting a I lot. I wanted to actually this. see more of this where I'm actually mad that it came in in this issue because I thought we had enough stuff to deal with with Mira for it to be a complete issue of that. And we could have dealt with this because now we have the ruby that we have, the idea that Cersei yeah. and Mordru and Zatara got together at a certain point to talk. And somehow this has to do all together with Zatara's plan from long ago i'm like and yeah, i want to know more about plan. that right? you're barely yeah. freaking scratching the surface of this issue and yeah. so we have the clip but that's where Mira's said, already I, dead oh, I, no. I would love if this book and and if you if you can remember back a year ago about no. uh, when this started we only had the team we had the set right. i even thought at that point why do we already have Constantine and, you know, Swamp Thing? I thought that it was already getting crowded with them because I really liked the idea of Wonder Woman with Zatanna and Man Bat and Bobo and this kind of, but this is the, that's the team, the Just League Dark team. But yet a year in now, I can't even tell you how I think that Wonder Woman feels about uh, Kirk Langstrom. I have no idea because they've barely been around. Like you said, it's creepy. been a con- it's been a constant fight, whatever. But you need some of these things to set up a team and set up the emotions for what you get when when Jason Blood and Etrigan separate. If you don't know the characters, which obviously with that switcheroo that they had, where I'm now, they're not so confident that everybody does. You didn't set up enough for that to be as big as it should be. That's huge. I mean, with yeah. just us, I love Ryman and Steel and Etrigan. You so do not. He's this gone. should be big. And it just comes off as a joke when Blue Devil goes what by you, and like, hey, what's Jason Blood so What are you for? talking about? I pushed the book away after I saw him get separated and go to hell and it started clapping. Yeah, you did it, James yeah, Tynion. Yeah. You did it. All right. And then he's like, you didn't realize. Did you realize there was a backup of this where the Lords of Order are also going to take down Gemworld? Did you see that, Eric? Oh, my They're gonna, God. This is amazing. Also, somehow, and in the middle of that, Satana yells out, oh, by the way, my dad, he also wanted to destroy Monster Island. 
Dinosaur Island as well. You, We're all dinosaurs. You, you do it. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, James Tide and Scott Snyder are heroes in my mind because we just broke the source <laughs> wall, which somehow got rid of New Genesis and Apocalypse, and now we're getting yeah. rid of Mira. Yeah, it's, it's and, Eric Shea's you know, dream. Actually, all of the worlds of the sphere, sphere of the gods, are like Apocalypse and you know New Genesis and you know Mira and Gem World, yeah. pretty much hell and heaven. I don't need any of it. Go and destroy and, and the sphere of the gods. Have fun with that. It's Lords great of too Order. because you didn't realize the Lords of Order, like they they represent more than just the DC universe. They're also taking down the Savage Land. So you hate those. Well. <laughs> Do it as well. Move on over. Uh, but yeah, at the end, I just. It's it's one of those things. I'm it's like to a, think of a it's side like world itch. that I do enjoy, and I can't think of none, any right now. None, none at all, Eric. You 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 like? I'm trying to think too, and I can't think of any. Uh, because that also that always ends up being almost like Elseworld type deals that never yeah. matter, and that drives you nuts. But at the end of this, again, this book keeps doing this thing where. I want something. I want to like it like everybody else. I want to enjoy it. And it just, it ends up not giving me enough that I seem to like, even like I said, Constantine being gone. And I kind of, it's not stranger. like something, it's not like something that I sit there when I'm reading and, and like every day, go, oh man, when are they going to bring him back? And oh man, it's killing me because it didn't even seem like it mattered too much to anybody anyway. And it just, everything is just pushed aside to get to the next issue that James Tynan wants to write balls to the wall. Like he is. I do think that you need a little bit of a cool down in this book. And I'm not a big fan of cool down issues. We need something that you're going to make these big moments matter matter to the characters in the book and us and i'm not getting that so because of that i I still give it a six out of ten i really really like the stuff uh with khalid and and that stuff with nelson seeing that i thought that that was really well done see there is where they're set up now i see that you know kent isn't really in control naboo is doing that he has tricked him he's done all these things khalid is kind of wanting to help that that was really he got well done. Up because of that. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. That's a really good. There you go. There was some payoff or even <laughs> setup. But the stuff with Inmira and the idea of the Lords in the of Order. Realms. Yeah, really. Yeah, some of the stuff I'm telling you, Etrigan turning back in the day, that wasn't in the subtle realm. Eric. That was right uh, up on Front Street realm. But yeah, that was so weird. That that, that bothered me so much. I didn't even think uh, about it until you I said did, it. I did like the art, but at some point you can kind of tell where there was the change, where it was a little less. It's still great. Yeah. I, I think that this book is one of the big things. One of the things that is uh, where you even get that breakneck speed of the issue while it is kind of taken aback. It's a weird thing that James Tynan seems to love full spread pages. Uh, this happened a lot in Detective. And why I know that is when you get the review copies, the PDF viewer that I used to use, you, you didn't get spread pages. See, I'm telling you, it was like solving a puzzle sometimes so he has this combo of usually full spreads are really fast moving but he has a lot of dialogue on those as well and a lot of narration so it's kind of a a juxtaposition of that but i I do like this issue enough i just need more each issue than what i'm getting and i hope that he gets to that because i i want to be on the trolley with everyone else i know reggie i think gave it a six eight he was not that high on this one as well I'm six okay, well, five. I mean, sorry. I, okay, yeah, I'm going six, but it's it's a positive six. If right. there's a, such a thing, I I still like parts of it. I just need more. What would you give it? I would give this issue a seven point five out of ten. I had a good time with it. I just don't agree with some of the stuff, like you said, the idea of like 
like the idea of the cooldown issue, which we do need because we're at a breakneck speed here with all the war and battles that we're dealing with, that an idea that Jason Blood and Etrigan, you know, being separated and killed, there's not enough time to properly deal with the aspect of that. So it's just kind of thrown aside so we can move on to our next thing. And with the idea that we have this Lords of Order going on, plus, you know, and the team being separated. So I, I hate the idea of going from one thing to deal with something else that's not as important or maybe is more important, but we're not getting as much detail on it. But I love the art overall. And I like the story of Dr. Fate and the Lords of Order. It seems really big to me. I just wish it was, you know, told a little bit differently, if that makes sense. I, I'm still enjoying the issue, though, with the 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I, I just need – we have a year now, and I really don't think the story has progressed since – you know, and even take away those first couple issues before the witching hour where it was more about – Wonder Woman kind of getting on the team and kind of, you know, getting the characters, which I really liked. After that, we kind of have just kind of been the same thing. The the other kind, they're, they're coming, they're coming, they're going to sure, do they're this. Here. And, uh, oh, Hecate, Hecate, oh, the other kind, oh my God. And really, it's just kind of going, I've lost, I'm telling you, I've lost track of some of the stuff going on because it's taking so long. Uh, but we have one more issue to end this first section of books. And what is that, Eric? Red Hood Outlaw, number 32, written by Scott Liddell, with art by Steven Segovia, Rex Locus, Troy, and Troy Pateri. It's back to Gotham for Red Hood and his new entourage, including Wingman and Bunker, but that's not all. We also have Susie Sue and the Sue sisters being employed by Jason Todd. Now, his he's the new owner of the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, it's a brand new day for our favorite former Robin. I just hope that we get more background in why any of this is actually going on. Yeah, I think we will. Uh, you, I didn't read this, you know, you had read it obviously and reviewed it and you yeah. told me that that was your big problem with it, that all of a sudden Jason Todd has taken over the legality in lounge this. That, and, you know, uh, and we just get well, thrown this is in the thing. face first. I, I actually, I think that what we're going to see is that he had Penguin just sign some papers off with him. He has him prisoner. So I think that we're going to reveal it since he does have him. I thought that when I was going to read this, that the way you described it, that you'd have where you don't even know where the Penguin is. So right. there's no way we're ever going to see. He has the Penguin. Tra- I, I'm guessing that he just had the Penguin sign it over to him. And he is a Wayne. I mean, and it's on Front Street, as we said, the last issue, uh, because he's being interviewed about it so oh, yeah. obviously there is some yeah. legality there has been some paperwork some sort of switch of ownership it's that just he has done to leave up like where we left off last issue with solitary and the you know under life and all that stuff just to be already back in gotham to the point where jason todd is the legal owner of the yeah, iceberg I mean, lounge he, where he, 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 wingman's working for him bunkers working yeah. for him Susie i mean Sue they were leaving to go to gotham so some some time has taken place but they were heading off to gotham they said you know what's next day hey, we're going back home to gotham and uh yeah he's here and i'm and telling he's you i don't over. know why though except for wingman saying look we need you back in gotham batman's not getting the job done and we never got any background on this wingman character here he's just a, like a dude working for like uh jason todd and yeah. i don't know why well and that's the thing it, it even kind of says uh that's kind of hinted that we're gonna get as well when he's like hey there's wingman he's my wingman long story i'm guessing i haven't asked so i'm i'm thinking that in a Scott Liddell type of way, we're going to get uh, an issue where we're just going to find out at least half of the issue is going to be his background. One of those issues that will be a flashback issue. We had that with Artemis and Bizarro and things like that. And it seems to kind of be trying to get back to that kind of swing of things with Jason having the team of the outlaws. Right. So I- I'm saying I- I'm going to wait and see on that. So I, I can't say that I- I'm going to hold it against this issue. But if it goes for a while then and we don't have payoff again, 
again, like I was yelling about last issue, then I will have an issue with it. But yeah, I think issue. that he's setting up this. Yeah, I think he's setting up this whole deal and why he had Vicky Vale interviewing Jason is because he wants you to know right away that whatever has happened that we'll see uh, continuing on, that it is legal. This is not him being, you know, underhanded. It seems like, that it, this it is on like the he's books. Been here for a little while now, doesn't it? Like all of a sudden, like they're going to interview him. He's the new lead. And the idea for some reason that Alfred finds out by just watching the nightly news that Jason Todd is back in town and he's the owner of the Iceberg Lounge. Like, and then because of this night, like news report, Batman finally goes to yeah. go talk to him. Like, how long has he been in Gotham? If somehow been under the radar with all yeah, of this going I mean, on? Yeah, he could. I mean, I, I will have to see how it goes. I mean, if I went to buy, I could end up buying Amazon and work with you every day, and you wouldn't know if I didn't tell you. It'd Batman would know paperwork and stuff. Batman should know, uh, especially if Jason Todd's name yeah. pops up on this. and the so iceberg lounge. The penguin's been well, missing. You know, somehow. that's why he's mad and comes and punches a woman right in the face. <laughs> it's one of the, I'm sure somebody has look, to have look. a problem with that. No, Don't no, give no. me that. It's, it's Susie Sue. It's Susie I don't Sue. Care. Uh, look, if, if if it's a difference between what Batman does to Susie Sue and what Jason Todd does, because Jason Todd has shot her in the head like two times. Yeah. Batman has hey, punched her in the face. Gun. So less of two evils. Right, right in the face. Just punching her. She, she and, died and coming. You, She's and a you do have, monster. Yeah. You do have, uh, you know, enough. I'm telling you, there's. Not a background setup, but I do like the setup of just kind of – I mean if you think of this as Jason Todd going to – and the Iceberg Lounge and all this as a caper, kind of like we'll talk about later with Catwoman. I like the setup here, thinking of it like that, like, hey, I'm here with the Iceberg Lounge. I got Wingman. I got Susie Sue. I got the whole Sue's. They're all here. And you have the rundown of all the things that they're doing. And I don't mind that when they left the you, you know Susie Sue before you got Candy doing yeah. you know waitressing and when you, got, you left you know, them Anastasia they, doing entertainment yeah. and night they doing wanted to tables. take down Underlife and now yeah. they you Jason you know he has so he probably got all of them listen hey you want to work with me you guys on a job they're there Susie Sue's the she's working as the heavy she's just walking around are you on and, page and looking 10? like. Uh, looking, I am on page ten. Okay, she she just looks, looks like, like Andre the Giant. Okay, yes. even with that thing she's wearing, it's Andre the Giant wrestling. She exactly. has the one one deal singlet. <laughs> I'm looking at it. She looks like a cave woman who's about to punk somebody on the head. She's huge, <laughs> and she can't and wait to do that, it. And and with this. Uh, I like the fun of it through this. And you do get the setup of, you know, hey, when when I was there with me and Roy, you get that back to that annual that, you know, that set this up of them being, you know, somebody that he can get a hold of. They're all working their different jobs. And then you have the Falcone family pieces of crap. You know, I want to the, say these the are like Falcone guys. cousins and nephews, yeah, the lesser they, they, Falcones. To me, they look like triplets. Like they, <laughs> but they are Falcones and they're like, hey, you know, there's the Jersey Shore Falcones. Exactly. Like, hey, you don't know who we are. We're the Falcons. To me, they have nothing to do with any sort of crime, anything like that. Nope. They are using that so name the to lesser be famous. Falcons. Yeah, they, they're, they're they using that name. They want to impress their uncle in my mind yeah. and maybe you know start doing some protection rackets at some point yeah. in their life. Or they just want a YouTube channel where they're going to yell, hey, you've been Falconed That's the and thing stuff is, like that. These uh, are the Falcone brothers. Like, oh, the Falcones of Gotham? No, the Falcones of Jersey. <laughs> 
it is. And and they're there and they're yelling that they've been cheated. I like Jason coming over. And I really like this Jason as the uh, almost the crime boss. I mean, yeah. he comes over. He acts like a mobster kind of guy where he comes over. He's even giving the uh, wingman kind of the, you know, stay back a little. And well, it's I like do the like movie too. Casino at this point. Too. Yeah, it is. But I really like the idea that when he comes over to these Falcons, you have wingman on one side. Like he has this set up. Like they know what's going on. You have Bunker and Susie Sue there. I mean, if things go wrong, eh, things Susie's aren't going to go wrong for very long. She is going to bunk you over the head. And that's where, <laughs> oh, man, oh, the Falcons. Oh, man, you know, I'll look into this cheating. But hey, I want to set so you up. It's so funny to me for this, even going back to the New 52, or Susie Sue being the big bad of a lot of the Red Hood stuff, where he sh- he thought he cut her by shooting her in the head. And now here we are. How many yeah. years later? She's working yep. for him in the iceberg. I was like, what yeah, a turn and, a couple of years ago. And even today. that, even that, you have that, you have the oh, a new wingman, you have Bunker, and yeah, Bunker gets told, he's like, hey, go s- t- take him to the suite, the exclusive suite. And he's yeah. like, I'd love to, that he is there. And these Falcons, is it to show you how just dumb they are? Sweet, you say? I wish that he did the air quotes. Sweet, you say? All right. (laughs) This way, boys. And and I love these pieces of crap. Hey, man, this is the the treatment that we deserve. We're the Falcons. And he takes them and he's like, deep breath, boys. Here you go. And then sweet. Yeah. Ends up putting them in a uh, a brick ball that he sends out into the bay to One go back to Gotham. Yeah. And I love it, too. I, I'm telling you, I know that you were a little down on this issue. I had a lot of fun because even oh, just no, with the you, idea is... where Bunker, when he's like, hey, that's going to stay airtight all the way. Bunker's Maybe. like, eh, probably, hopefully. <laughs> Sweet, huh? I knew you'd figure it out. I really like it. I no, I'm love you, there's Bunker. A lot I like of, the way he's playing. There's a lot of fun to be had in this issue, and there's a whole new status quo for Jason Todd, which we constantly seem to be yeah. dealing with the character because yes. he just can't find a place to fit in, it seems like, even within his own book. But we have a new Outlaws team. We have Wingman, yeah. we have Bunker, and even if you want to include the Susie with her sisters that's fine but i we like have, i like we, we have this new, exactly so do i i like this new team this new status quo it's just it was thrown right at us and i, I think no that's the problem is, it. It, and again it, it's thrown it's the first issue if if we're gonna get to the point where again well, that was one of my complaints earlier on in the red hood book and rebirth where you ended up taking it over from me because i said we're not progressing any that this is a weird issue where maybe that's starting again, where, uh, you know, t- 10 issues from now, you'll be telling me, throwing it in my face, look, we still haven't gotten this, like I'm saying about Just League Dark, but right. it is the start of something. And I thought that this book looked to be not only stale, but it also looked to be a book with no direction at all after you had the Outlaws leave, when you had Artemis and Bizarro leave. The book seemed to be like, oh, no, this book's going to be done because I'm not that excited. This actually gets me more excited than anything that we've had in this book for a while. I'm happy to be back in Gotham, too. Yeah, and I like the team. And he's back in Gotham. Uh, you know, he's not like he's supposed to be. So I do like that as well because Alfred, obviously, he was watching the news. Oh no, Master Brucey, where do you get this? Because uh, this Batman is a great shows thing up. when Batman shows up to oh, the I idea. It's it. like, what did I tell you? You got to get out of here. You know, after he you know beats the shit out of Susie Sue, he but just, he punches <laughs> Susie Sue out. And she like, is look, out. You shot Cobblepot. I told you to get out. I gave you the benefit of the doubt before because you were grieving over Roy, but I'm not going to give you a second chance this time. Like, all right, look, yeah. you got all good points. Here, Batman, take me in. 
Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, it uh, just occurred uh, to me. Yeah. It was Red Hood who shot Oswald Cobblepot in the face. Yeah. But I guess, oh, you know, my. you come up with a perfectly reasonable explanation why you're dragging one of your foster sons to the Gotham City Police and charging them with attempted murder. Honestly, I'm looking forward to the chance to explain my side of the story in court. You know what I'm saying, Pops? <laughs> I mean, that is, that's shade. That, oh I mean, God. basically, this is the, the bravado on him. It It is the biggest set of balls that anybody has had against Batman in a long, long time to basically say, you want to take me in? Well, then I'm going to tell him you're Fuck Batman. You. And there I'm telling you, you, the exclamation point on this whole thing is like when Batman jumps off the like the ba- like the balcony to leaves like this. Yeah. Stop by any time, dad. Yeah, dad. And the, the oh. best part of it is the best part and is that. Batman has nothing to say. He can't even get the last word. He's just listening to what Jason throws in again. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was fun. It's the best part of the issue. Also, I like the idea. This does set up him being back in Gotham and Batman really can't do anything about it. And yeah, by the end of this, you would hope that this is Jason doing it his way. You see my way, but also proving to Batman that he is good by the end, because he even says to Batman, like, cause he's like, you made a big mistake. Huge. <laughs> you quote pretty woman. Here are what there, buddy boy. And yeah, he, Batman has thing to leave is, without though, I saying think when, anything. When Jason Todd puts on the red hood costume again, he just better watch himself because I think Batman's going to go around two on his ass. And like, remember it took like weeks for him to recover oh, from yeah. beating the yeah, Batman oh, I think last that, time. Yeah, I think that he that goes might out happen. red hood again. I think Batman is just going to put him One right thing back that in a happens, gun. In this. hospital bed one thing that happens that i usually like and for some reason i don't like the way they played it out where he's like oh you see the you know the jet come in he's right. like oh you know what you know something's gonna happen because he is batman after all and instead of having just the name in the front you have a full out paneling right. thing that i didn't like i didn't like that for some reason uh but jason basically beats the shit out of batman in the meantime it does also seem as if there was Penguin watching it, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's and behind that's, the two-way glass that's even better. in his panic room where he can't get out, but he has to watch everything that's going yeah. on. There's and that's even better to me, and he can't Be- hear anything. And actually, the yep. thing is, Jace can, like, you know, I guess, turn on an intercom and make him hear what he wants to hear. But yeah, they, yeah. there's Penguin the intercom can't there talk to back talk. to him. It seems nope. like he can't do and- anything. He just has to sit there and take it. And I'd love to think that the penguins in there are like, oh, thank God, this is over. Batman's here. Oh, no, Batman left. <laughs> he's yelling at the end. But he's like, yep, I'm going to take down the penguin. I did this. You see the penguins there. He has put him in. The- he went into his panic room with Jason then sealed off. It just like, makes hey, me laugh to sing right? about Red Hood showing up the Iceberg Lounge and the penguin waddling running back to his oh, panic yeah. room, not thinking that this Jason is going to be his goddamn it place. Up. Exactly. And, yep. like, and seals is- it up. How is he feeding this penguin? Yeah. Well, you know, when he was down in the he I'm surprised he doesn't have a blindfold in like he was in the cave. Uh, But, yeah, it ends up with him saying, I'm going to take down Penguin's Empire, you know, brick by brick here. And I thought that that was uh, a good thing to add in so that you realize that he still is, you know, on the up and up and he's doing this. How does he have all over his goddamn jammies? It looks like he, he, I'm telling you, he he may have crapped his pants and then wiped himself (laughs) with his shirt. I have no idea. (laughs) The weird thing is there's also that weird uh, shadowing there that looks like a serrated knife. And I'm like, does he have a knife inside him as well? But yeah, I think he, he actually got so upset. He, he shit his stomach. Eric is what happened. Oh, it's crazy. But yeah, I really liked it. I liked the art. I liked the. St- I love that part with Batman. And if you, if you go with the idea of we love the idea when Batman showed up and beat the shit out of Jason, 
this is Jason now getting back at Batman with this trash talk. And I think it's great. I thought it was awesome and I'm having fun and I want to, this is where I'm saying where I'm giving this first issue of this kind of a new start here. I'm going to give it some time to fill in the blanks because I do want to see more about this wingman. I do want to see more even about bunker and things. And you did have a tie in or a tie up of the deal where you go back to uh, underlife and the whole deal of, Oh man, I didn't mean to destroy everything. Everything in the sinkhole. And you're like, ah, don't worry about it. He was dead before you even did that and stuff like that. So you kind of got a little bit of closure there. But I'm looking forward to have this. I'm afraid that by the end. What an underwhelming story that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm excited now. I'm actually excited about this book again, more so than I have been since the beginning of Rebirth when we had, you know, Artemis and Bizarro. And then when this went through, it kind of started getting a lull. And then you got Smarty Pants Bizarro. I really liked it. Then there was a lull again. So I hope that this isn't something that's going to lead to another lull where we are like, boy, let's progress some deals here. But I like this. What did you give it? I love the art in this issue. Steven Segovia on this book. I hope he remains yeah. on from what we had because I like it more than Pete Woods that we had before. But this new status quo being back in Gotham, it actually does get me excited because I do want something fresh for the book. It's just I think that a lot of things were just left on, out on the table with not being explained of like fully. Even the idea of wing for some reason, Wingman is my biggest hang up on this whole thing because he just showed up and now he's just here and I know nothing about know. this character. It's weird to me. But overall, I, I look forward to what we have going on here. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to let the story, it's just a start. Like I said, there is like the wink wink of I haven't asked him yet. Right. So I think that we'll get more into that. I hope it's quick. I, I hope it doesn't take too long. Six we issues. Go. The, the Sues and stuff like that, I can just go with. That, yeah, we dealt you know, with them already that in little the little connection and yeah. stuff like that. And Bunker, you can just think, you know, he's a good guy. And he went, he all, already said, hey, you know, uh, Tim Drake always said they were a good guy. So he's there. And even that, you can even go with the idea that Bunker is pretty Connor? good. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but I, I think that Bunker being there also shows you that, you know, whatever plan they have done, that it's on the up and up and he agrees with it. He is a hero. Uh, and I like seeing him and finally as a book to, you know, go with. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going eight out of ten. I really like the art a lot. And this gets me excited. I, that's all I need. I just need to be excited about a book. And I am excited about it again since I haven't been this excited about it in quite some time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that to continue so hopefully i'll keep being excited eric but we're going to go to another exciting thing now is the exciting mail Uh that we'll be going to right now yo it's mail call it's mail with jim Mail me with up. Jim and Eric, and here we are. Beep, bop, boop. It is time for the mail. I am mail I, I, robot. I, I, I don't like the mail anymore. M A L E robot. Yes, <laughs> I am a pleasure bot. There you go, Eric. Did you like that? That is my new character I'm working on. It's called Johnny the Fruit Seller. 
Did you like that? Hello. Johnny the Fruit Seller. I am here with the mail. Spot on, Johnny the Fruit Seller. Right, he's always talking I about mail. I, I don't know why he he he's failed this as new a character fruit seller. that I'm, I'm supposed to know all about. Johnny the yeah. fruit seller. His fruit stand has gone down. He's not very good at pushing the fruit, Eric. He's only pushing mail and talks in a robot voice. It's not doing well for him. I thought he, I but, thought this was just a basement full of fruit that we called Johnny. No, no, Johnny. He is a guy the fruit who seller. He wants. To, <laughs> I am the cousin of the seller dweller. All right. But I am the fruit seller. <laughs> the only thing I don't know how to do is fruit. Weird. Yeah, it it's is a strange weird. profession. We're get, we don't have a lot of mail again this week, Eric. I'm going to fill in some time with characters. I haven't had a lot of characters. Here's another one. Oh, that is Freddy the Trash Guy. I, I don't know why you wouldn't know that, Eric. Wouldn't you know that that's Freddy the Trash Guy? Right? It's spot on there. Oh, me, me, Freddy, you trash. That's what he says each Monday morning as he goes and picks up the trash from your side. When, when is your trash night? When's your trash night? I have no idea what my trash night is. I have a dumpster. Oh, really? Oh, look at you. Trash <laughs> oh, night. Oh, trash night? Oh, my. Trash night. That's, I thought that was Wednesday nights when you and Jess get down and dirty. Ooh, oh, that's gross. That's this is my new character. Hey, Hickory Dickory Duck. Jess is there, and she's a nice lady. Oh, that is that is the new. It's, <laughs> it's a so dice dicey. man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that is Andrew. Not so dicey. Mud, Eric. Not clay. No, mud. not clay. <laughs> oh, it's trash night again. I didn't realize. <laughs> Mail section number one. We got some time to fill, Eric. This, this is where I was going through. I have a new podcast that uh, T Funk brought up to me on uh, Slack. And he has an idea for a podcast that is something that I had an idea from before. So I don't want to give him full credit, Eric. That's oh. what I'm saying. No, it was something that I had kicked around before. Uh, but I was going to do it. Should I actually reveal? It? <laughs> I, don't I have no idea what you're talking about. Why am about? I beating around the bush? He said, why don't you go back and go through a lot of the old episodes and grab individual uh, books, like say an arc of the Titans, you know, issues one to six. That's the trade. Grab right. all the reviews that you did, package them together and put it out as a, hey, here's a re, you know, redo of the Titans. But all together, I had said that I was going to do that at one point more along the lines of events and things like right. that from the new 52 but i started going back to do this and i i mentioned the titans because that's the one that i would start with with the titans book ending i thought it would be cool so i'm going back and grabbing individual issues episodes that we talked about reviews it's tough at one point because rebirth started with there were no uh time stamps nope. at the beginning so i have to go through but and to go through i'm like boy you know these were the days when we had 12 hour podcasts i had to sit through not sit through i'm trying to go through to find where these are like man we we had a lot of nonsense to talk at the one point we had six books and it was eight hours and you know this is the sort of thing that happens when you got johnny the trash guy that's what you need right is it johnny the fruit seller johnny the was it freddie I, uh, i'm all confused now who knows confused. anymore tell uh, me more about the cellar dweller 
He won. <laughs> oh, that's cellar dweller, the tails he tell. Jay is up with the mail, and we only have two mails again this week, and they're about the same people mail us. Last week, it's We're Jay good. and Brandon. Mail section number one is Jay says, What up, Jim and Eric? Jay up, from Jim? Canada here. What's new with you guys? Has it been a good week? That's it's usually a, a trigger week. for us to be like so miserable. And then he apologizes. He got so upset. He thought that he, like, we're like, oh, man, you know, this and that. And he's like, boy, I didn't mean to bring up the negative feelings. And he didn't bring them up. They're always there. That's right on the surface. My week has been up and down. That's Eric because he is an escalator salesman. Wouldn't that be a good thing if you're an escalator set, maybe an elevator salesman? And they're like, oh, how's it been? Hey, up and down. That's a pretty good joke, right? <laughs> that's good. That, that's uh, I had pretty a, good. I, yeah, I don't like it just because that is pretty good. You like it? I had a fight with my girlfriend. I take full responsibility for upsetting her. But we're all good now. Work has been good, especially when I'm listening to old weird science episodes. Nice. He, he, I, it's just the idea now, of the wrong turn being gone. makers, What's companies, it? do they actually need individual sellers for these elevators? Don't yes, elevators sell salesmen? themselves? Yeah. Uh, they might. I mean, really. But you really want to start that business on the ground floor, Eric. Before I get into anything, I'm on, I'm on a goddamn roll here. Before I get into anything, I just wanted to say I'm really thankful that you'll post my second opinion pieces on Batman. And if you go over to the site, if you're sick and tired of me hating on it, Jay is doing second opinion stuff that we did before with Dispatch DCU as well. God rest his soul. I, I don't know what, what happened to him. I don't know. I, I really liked him. I was talking yeah. to him a lot and he just disappeared. It means the world to me. And yeah, I, I always like this is the thing that I usually will throw out, uh, you know, a couple times where if anybody wants to get involved in the site and things like that, just let me know. Boy, I'll let you go in. I, I feel like as if that is the Lexco way of doing things, Eric. We put people to work. A terrible and they, thing? Yeah. Yeah, just like in there. Some webcast, like webs on, like I can't even think of web, what website reform. I couldn't even think of what yes. the whole website was yeah. called. I am not yeah. on tonight. Yeah, you are not. Oh, my God. Goodness, yeah. Webcast. I was just trying to think of something clever to say about the elevators. Ah, uh, yes. It's like you and Jess on a Wednesday night where you're at the elevator on the top floor. There's some going down. And anyone listening, please feel free to check them out. Okay, shameless plug. Uh, now, that uh, what, is, like, what have I been up to lately? Well, some Arkham Knight auction. All Does right. that dude still steal your reviews? I don't know anymore. I the don't auction, think so. Eric. No, I, we'd have to check. Yeah, I started playing Arkham Knight, and I really like it. Did you guys ever get around to it? The Batmobile stuff is so badass. We had a funny thing going where I didn't play it, but you would never allow me to reveal the <laughs> spoiler, which I won't uh, still. But yeah, I was like, yeah, remember I used to pretend that I was going to reveal it, and I had no idea. You that told leads me, me so many times. What the hell yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, and that leads me to my first question. Who do you think the Arkham Knight will be in the comics? Well, the original Arkham Knight comic was based on the game, okay. so that was the deal. This new one coming out, I think it's the first victim. I was going to say the first victim. Damn you. Oh, I got you. See, I'm on it. I'm on it, Eric. Now, I I don't know. I, I'd have to when, – once we get to that first issue, that 1001 Detective. Savior. Uh, I will say, oh, my, doomsday. What? I think it's going to be dark side. Think it'll be a new character. They're really pushing of it being a mystery. So I hope not. But you know, is, T- is Tomasi great with mysteries there? No. I don't know. Uh, would you want something out of left field like Alfred's a strange son? 
I no. don't know. He could dig that. Uh, it'll be one of those where it's like Alpha. It, it's the outsider. Or maybe a son Bruce didn't know he had. Oh, my. He is is a playboy, isn't he? Or an alternate uh, universe Damien. That's what I'm afraid it's going to be. It's going to be shenanigans. It's going to be a dark multiverse Jason Todd. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the Grim Knight. As long as it's not just another Bruce or Jason, he says. I don't know why I'd bring up Jason. Next question. You probably answered this one point. Why? But why did you guys name your whole operation Weird Science? It's because me and Eric are both uh, chemists. Yes. And no, it's it's yes. from the movie. Me, but and, I me am and Eric chemist. started working. Yeah, really. You you used to be. I'm a mixologist. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I, when I when you say mixologist, all I think of you is throwing bottles around cocktail. Uh, like cocktail. <laughs> you know. Like cuisine and it's all smashing around because you can't see only because you, you now i can't make fun of you for not seeing but if you are in a cocktail situation throwing bottles there is no way you are wearing those glasses absolutely so you won't not. Be able to see. no you won't be able to see i uh, it the whole deal is and it's I, i'm you know with you every day mostly sometimes you're up in your office it happens uh but I don't even notice those glasses until you take them off now. So I, I think you should wear them all the time. You should do yourself a, you know, a you favor. You just want me to look like a polarized. Be able to see through, through life. Uh, yeah, we, we started working together. Eric started talking this nonsense comics with me. But uh-huh. one of the things that we both loved was the movie Weird Science and a lot of other things in general. Um, but yeah, I, I, Eric would have soon been the lost boys, which we could have, uh, yep. young guns to the podcast. <laughs> we might go with that. We you, both love that. Weird science might be a weird thing. Like you think about it, weird science, DC comics. Well, how does that go together? There is weird science in the comics, but feel thankful that it is called weird science. Cause it was almost be called Whopper Wednesday. The yeah, DC it was going to be called Whopper you know, Wednesday. <laughs> it was going to be called Jim and Eric's comic book blog. Then it, it was, was going to be called like Whopper Wednesday. Days. Yeah. It was going to be called Whopper Wednesday day is what we're going to call it thinking that we might be able to finagle some free whoppers out of the burger king corporation and roundabout way we just would have been sued and set down and yeah if if anybody ever would think that the name weird science was some sort of clever idea that that was something that we said in like three seconds and then it became that That, that's all it was uh and we love the 80s stuff is what it is and we kind of you know that kind of a vibe has kind of left the podcast a little a little um because we, you know, that's what happens when you're on episode 219. You've told a lot of stories and stuff. And lastly, oh, what are your stories. top five fights since Rebirth started? Here's his list. Number five, Nightwing versus Raptor. I actually thought Raptor was badass. It's okay if you didn't. We liked Raptor at a point. He just got too much Raptor, you know? <sighs> I think I liked Raptor at the end of his span right before he died. Yeah. Number four, Damien versus Batman Beyond. Damien is still so damn cool in the future, and I love the Goliath cameo. Number three, Hal versus Sinestro. I love when Hal took the fight to Sinestro with his new ring. That's what Rebirth was all about. Yeah, got away from that, right? Number sure two, did. Batman versus Bane. Finch is an expert at choreography, and this one was just so epic. Number one, Guy versus Arkillo. This was just a masterpiece. Beautiful or brutal and well-drawn. I don't know if I have a top five right off the top of my head, but I did I like the Batman Jason. 
Uh, that's one of my that favorite was battles. Good. Yeah, that that is probably one of my favorites. Uh, well, what are your top five? I'm trying to think. I, don't, I can't think of a top five on top of my I head. I thought you just said you of, did. No, no, I can't. I'm saying I have no uh, top five at this point. I can't think of anything off the top of my head because I don't really think about the battles all that much. It's a cool thing when it happens, but then I move on to the next storyline and kind of put all that stuff behind me. But my, Well, uh, I'll give you my, my top five if I can think of um, – Grim Knight versus uh-huh. uh, Jim Gordon. What about Hawkman versus Idum? Susie Sue <laughs> versus Batman. They're all going to just be from this week. Idum versus Hawkman. Army of Hawkmen versus Idum. And Idum versus his own demons. That was one of my the favorite battles. <laughs> yes. Catwoman versus the Broker's Men in the 10 second countdown. There you go. But I did. I think my biggest one would be Jason and Batman. I thought that was, you know, brutal. And uh, and I'll tell you, I did like the Batman versus Bane when they were fighting at the end. But it really ended up that fight itself was more of Bane getting to Batman than Batman just to headbutt. And where I'll bring that up ended with one of my favorite moments of Tom King's run where he ended up seeming to be in heaven where his mom says you don't have to fight this fight for us and he's like no 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 I'm not doing that for you anymore I'm doing for the people who deserve it in Gotham and then that was wiped aside two issues later so there I just wanted to you throw know was that pretty out brutal, there but really badass reverse flash versus Batman in the first issue of the yeah button. that was good of the button when the, yeah and you had that whole countdown of the yeah. hockey game going on and stuff like that with the with the, you know somebody writing a hockey theme thing that had knew nothing about hockey you know yeah. like that you, you start recently, a fight in with my a mind left. something that i really enjoyed which didn't really go anywhere which i didn't expect it to go anywhere was you know a lot of the dc heroes versus dr manhattan the last issue of the doomsday clock yeah yeah that was that was good too so yeah there, there you go we kind of combined for a top five that's all su- this week. how about when superman battled ignorance as he told his son about american history that I really did. He battled the closed mindedness of some readers. I did like that. Yeah. I also like how no, about I'm, try, I'm trying to think of some other things. How about actually, seriously, I, I just thought of one. How about when Jaina is fighting the oppressive prison system this week in Wonder Twins. How about that, Eric? You like how that one? How about that? Ah, uh, yes. That's uh, how about me fighting my urge to just jump out a window anytime I read a Mark the Russell book? The greatest battle of them a, all. Is that number one? How about me, bat- both of us battling to try to love these books each week? I, I went into work this week, Eric, and I'm like, I said to him, listen, something's got to give. We got to start liking these books. I, they have to give us something. And, and then I said, we're doing all of this. And I'm like, it's going to change. I promise you, Eric, we're going to have a, a brand new deal. We're going to have a, a, you know, something is going to give. We're going to love everything. And then I read next week's Batman and then it all went back to normal. <laughs> That's all for this week. Hope you guys will take it easy. Keep the hilarious stories coming, the great comic reviews and everything else you help contribute to the human race. All Eric, right. That's, that is unfortunately a race that I am in dead last. P.S. <laughs> Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Hunted was amazing, and Jim is wrong. Oh, my. Just Leave Dark and Red Hood were the standout DC books for me this week, and yeah, Superman was just atrocious. It made me more depressed and upset than Jim. 
That's not possible. I need to go take some pills. Ah. What about me? And he says, much love, Jay. You're just there. Even Steven over there. Uh, I thought that the hunt was okay. I wanted more from that story over I thought the it was amazing. side of things. You didn't read it. I told you about it, though. <laughs> I told you a bit about it. And I just, I, I need a little more. And hopefully that story I don't remember up, anything because now I'm, all I think about is Craven off. You know, Victor Craven off. Yeah, I was, I was telling you all the stuff that I was looking up for uh, Craven. Uh, but that is the end of mail section number one. Thank and we're going to go off to uh, some more books. I'm Spoon James and I came to say, Fuck Spoon James, we all about that. Hey. Coming straight out of Quaker Town with reviews for that ass. Check him out on Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Quick with a quip and on point like dead shot. He could give a fuck less if you like him or not. With a voice that makes the ladies go weak at the knees. Jim, please, milk and cheese, you can suck these. If it wasn't that same mic, you wouldn't have no fame. We all know that news with Jim would come off weak and lame. And without your soundboard to blow that foghorn shit, the only thing that you'd be blowing would be Reggie's fuck stick. And speaking on him, I guess you're grave robbing now. Did a Michael Clark Duncan die in 2012? Opinions out your ass like a colonoscopy. Make way for MC Clifton with his brother Robin Asadi. From the heart, this next part's for the Get Fresh crew. Word to Eric, Jim, and Reggie for all you guys do. On behalf of all the fans who hear the part every day, we love you motherfuckers, but mostly Eric Shay. Just a man, and a man knows a man. Uh-huh. Don't you know he's the man? He is the and man. And you know he never fails. No one but the pure at heart may smell just stinky farts. Sing it, Dustin. Oh, Eric Shay. What? Hello, motherfucker. Hello, hey there, Eric. Hello. Here we are for book section number dose. That's the dose best section, right? Oh, yeah, that no. means goodbye. No. Goodbye, everybody. Sometimes it is. Goodbye. It's been nice knowing you, and we'll see you in never. Yeah, yeah. The, the no tense, this section. Oh, no. um, but we're going to have a... How do you a, know? Uh, How we, do we, you know? Well, <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I don't know yeah, what you're yeah. going to give these things. Uh, there is All a possibility tense. that you like some of these books tonight more than me, that we already argued a bit about one of them that nobody would ever guess that we argued about. But yeah. we have a three-book lineup in this section here. And I like when we put Flash with the Titans. We are going to be doing in this section Flash, Titans, and Wonder Woman. You don't like Wonder Wonder Woman Woman fits in okay. Well, then Wonder Woman can fit in, but Wonder Woman can fit in anywhere. I mean, if we put this, Wonder Woman fits in with the Justice League section, all these things. But Titans, we're almost done with. So it'll be odd not having that book. Why do you think that the the Flash goes together with the Titans so well? Well, it used to be Wally West. You used to have a, a you know, a flash in the books, <laughs> and it just feels right. Still, we don't have that, so you know, I the, like the when writing we pair was on Titans the wall with anyway. Wonder Woman because at least we have Donna Troy, Wonder Girl over here. We have Wonder Woman. It works in mm, my mind. You have the sound effect. No, I like I like to do things analog, as they say in the horror movie business. Oh. I'm practical effects. Who are you? It is so really. I don't like CGI air horn. I like practical. Is that good? Hello, motherfucker. How about that? Is that good? I like turtles. There you go. I can do all of them, Eric. I ding. That was you can never good tell the stuff. difference. Ding. But we're here to talk some books and we're going to start with the flash and obviously i'm going to get into my blurb in a second but it is obvious i even say it in my blurb but it, is it very obvious very transparent I don't know what that we're talking about. the idea that joshua williamson didn't have a lot of time 
for this issue because he was doing the crossover with Batman and just basically like, well, I'll, I'll throw in an issue that gets people up to speed with the new, you know, the new old trickster. That's the weirdest uh, because- part about it because this is basically an origin story for the, you know, the old trickster because, you know, oh, we had Axel before, but that's not the original trickster. James Jesse, he's the original. Let me tell you all about this original continuity because he's never been gone. He's just been in the background and people forgot yeah, about and him. So with that, he seems to be wink, wink, playing with the idea of almost like a Wally West situation. We didn't realize, Eric, that Rebirth, New 52 was dark because James Jesse had been missing, not because of Wally West. I mean, where's Abracadabra? Yeah, really, the fun is back. Uh, But yeah, I'll just get right into this. It's Flash number 66. It is written by Joshua Williamson, arts by artist Scott Collins, uh, Luis Guerrero, Steve Wands on Letters. And I'm doing this like a, a roundabout way to get to this. That's All what's right. it's throwing me off here. We get back to the proper Flash story after this book crossed over with Batman for the price. And this feels like a bit of a filler issue that might have been done quick before Williamson got so busy. We got a full issue of James Jesse, and it's kind of an origin story, more of a reboot, maybe yeah. an explanation of why we haven't seen him. But feels more like one. an issue. Really, to me, though, all this is is to get you on board of who he is to go for because he's going to be featured in the next bunch of issues of, of and it's Black. the weirdest thing i do have a problem with the way he's presented here because like you said i even think that at one point like you know warden wolf starts talking about the idea of no hope and like hope yeah. is the real oh, trick yeah. in it's life but it starts it's making supposed me, to make it, it seem it like feels it's wild. really rebirth special about it for the way they're yeah. treating trickster when there is no hope folks behind it's just an idea that he's been in the background people forgot he was there because that's how little he matters and while I do have issue with the way they're doing it, I wish we got more like this because later on when we talk about Wonder Woman, we'll have Giganta there. And I'm like, as far as I know, we have had, never had a proper reimagining origin for Giganta. We're just throw her into that Wonder Woman yeah. issue. Oh, you know, I hate you, Wonder Woman. Anybody jumping in after Rebirth has no idea why or anything like that. So like, while there are issues with bringing back the original trickster here and actually having it make sense. I do like it to a degree because this will at least bring people up to speed with who the character is and the show that he is the real deal of actual threat to the flash. Yeah. And that's why I, that's a hundred percent why I think this issue is here so that when we do get forward with this and it's the story, you know, with the trickster, people realize, okay, it's not Axel. It's, yeah. it's James Jesse. I see what's going on. You have kind of a, uh, you know, a rebooted deal with his parents that makes him a little more sympathetic, which I do think is going to be used because by the there's end. a nature versus nurture aspect where his parents are pieces of shit and then he's a piece of shit. It doesn't well, make yeah. him more of a piece of shit because he's a legacy piece of shit now. I, I actually think <laughs> that it ends up being that by the end you have a reason to kind of. Uh, there's always. If it there was seems a piece like of even shit though we have a dark deal, he'd be able to get a no problem because he's a legacy. Oh my. But with, with that whole deal, I do think that it be the end where listen you don't have to be bad just because your parents and it's it seems like it would be too late on the line now it's also, way too late. <laughs> i mean i don't know how this goes on and obviously the story continues past what's solicited also but when you see him at the beginning where it's like central city today he has this big trickster lair there and he does have the side deal with the rogues right i would think that he's going to be pretty ticked off yes, at the rogues because, because they abandoned him so i hope that that's 52, the story axel has been the trickster he's been a part of the rogues and nobody yeah, wants to right ever there. mention james jesse yeah and he's right there on the you know the monitor now we did see at the point where he did have axel he grabbed axel yeah. and kind of you know grabbed After him out the of the strength force so, yeah 
Yeah, I'm waiting to see where that is or what's going on because this is the now. But yeah, also the idea that Captain Cold's kind of out and about. We have Commander Cold, so he's that's a, a kind of a, like, a side thing that Cold might be still interesting. In the Suicide Squad right now is that what we're doing? Yeah, with? he's supposed to be, but that's what I'm saying. He's not. So it would be interesting as it goes on. And there is an issue later in this arc where Commander Cold goes missing. I would think that you know James Jesse has kidnapped them. Now I do want to mention. I don't mention covers much but i'm looking at this first page no, and also it. looking at that variant cover hate that variant moly what is that I don't know. Uh, is that frog that, boy that's elongated flash man i don't even know what that is it looks like it's i don't Tim like Sam, it but jeez really it's terrible it's, a it's like monstrosity. it's staring at my soul <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's, no, like no. it's staring slightly to the right of your soul i like you daddy he's like please please stop but yeah you, you go on and you're gonna get this origin and again this isn't a you know quote-unquote full-out origin and it's it's changing things it's more of a hey this is him yeah you know what i mean it's an origin if you don't know him and it catches you up he does a piece of shit parents they are the worst he likes to escape by reading books and you do see he's reading like the the outlaw jesse james book and and like Like, you know he actually took on the name james jesse to emulate and became a crook to emulate his hero jesse james you know who else had a uh hero that was jesse james do you know bobby from the brady bunch he ended up loving it until he had a dream that uh, jesse james yeah 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 he was a bad guy and, and yeah he he was now, really into him though, I, I so need there to you ask go. you a line of questioning here where we had this whole you know origin of the tricks you presented us his, his parents were a part of a circus a trapeze act the flying yes. jameses and a thing or no i mean yeah. the flying jesse's the um, flying jesse's and it's not a catchy name but the whole idea they took no. this to steal it from the flying graces because it was working for the flying graces now you have to imagine at this point, I guess, maybe the trickster is a little bit older or as old as Dick Grayson. And for like, you yeah. know, how the Flying Grayson would still be alive when he is this old, like a teenage boy. So it seems yeah. very odd to say that he's been the trickster for this long. And Dick Grayson is still in my mind, like he's like 21, 23 yeah. years old. Yeah, there, there's some wonkiness. Also, I That's do like the idea. I like the idea, number one, of uh, his father's half-shirt costume. I mean, it is sexy. Really, Look, if, if you got if the anything. body, rock the half-shirt all the way. It's funny, though, too, is as you go past God, and I'm, I'm, we have said We have said a, uh, said a lot of times, I'm not exactly a full Scott Collins fanboy. I know a lot of people are. I don't see it. But you also have the idea that his dad's costume changes colors throughout this one scene, things like that. Now, also what That's you're getting circus. when you see <sighs> – when you well yeah i mean really when when you see that they are you know the flying jessies and you you're doing all terrible, these things here babe. yeah it's terrible it does not flow and the idea of you know they stole from the flying graysons when they died because they wanted to you know hone in on their deal even that you idea are expecting though but but you're expecting throughout this that something bad would happen so that you get that juxtaposition of, okay, I see when, you know, a Dick Grayson was good, but he also had a Batman to come and grab him and help him out. Uh, you know, James Jesse, he didn't have anybody, so he ended up being, but you don't really get that. Well, it, you, it's you just kind of thrown of in there. You know, the whole idea where no. Dick Grayson, he's a good guy. His parents were good people. His parents died. Yeah. A good person came and got it. Here we have a piece of shit family. Nothing bad yeah. happens to them. He just becomes a piece of shit person. That's yeah, as that's far the as it thing. Goes. He just ends up 
you know, my my boy was just like me. <laughs> it's Cats of the Cradle. But yeah, that, that's hell. what kind of the worst thing that happens. Yeah, really. The worst thing that happens here is his parents kind of use him to be in on this act. Go up. He's afraid of heights. They don't care. He has to be the tightrope walker I, is what they are. And even are. that, they're, they're uh, supposed to be a trapeze artist, I would think. Why are they doing tightrope walking? No, they walking? say tightwalk. They actually okay. say they were tightrope walkers. Because I think which, in the original who, one, he was a trapeze. Family. Who needs a but family not, of tightrope walkers? They're not lying, though, is what I'm saying. They were lying. They're flying yeah, Jessies. But they were lying cheats. This they, is what they, they were, are the says. air walking Jessies. That's why he gets the air walking shoes later on. They're walking. The they're idea. strutting is what they're doing. They're so strutters. You, you and I have have a joke that we actually got to talk about a few times every now and again. It's the, the whole about idea. the popularity the of the circus. The popularity of the circus and trapeze yeah. to the point where everyone across the country knows the flying grace. And it's like, this is a classic thing that you don't want to really touch, but at some point you have to update Dick Grayson's origin because you have to make Jim, them. Jim, uh, please tell me, or anybody, anybody at home, please tell me who's your favorite trapeze family right now? Yeah, because apparently they're big favorite? deals. Well, mine's the Flying Walendas because that's the only one I know. And that's bitch. probably pretty much it. It's, it's pretty much the most famous one. I don't <laughs> even is. think they're alive anymore. But still, with that, though, you're going with this. They do have to change it up a little, you would think. But the idea Trapeces that you're also range. doing this, you're also doing this where they are tightrope walkers yes. and things like that. It's man on a wire. It's family on a wire, Eric. But they, they're he's going up and it's like. It's dead silent. They spell this out. Dead silent. And yet you have the parents. Come on, you piece of shit, kid. The one. Come on, you accident. I didn't even want to have Daddy? you. Let's get going. And you have the crowd. Oh, my God. What are they doing? I mean, people are tweeting. They're getting, and, and basically then at the end when he does these tricks, they're all like, oh, man, you, you punked us. What a Where's good Ashton show. I'm like, no, no, no. They're still pieces of shit. Somebody called child services. These are bad people. What are you talking they about? Are really it was part people. of the show, Jim. You, this is the problem. The, is you, a hell you of a see, show, right? You would see a stunt actor that automatically you think, my God, that man must be hurting that fire. I don't know. I'm calling 911. This, this would be like it's the, uh, you know, you have the Harlem Globetrotters right. and they, they, they have, hey, we're going to bring this kid out of the crowd. The kid comes down and they start beating him no no, no, no I, I, I that think might for, be the trick i think too that you'd also be this guy They're at the pulling Har- him by the, the collar you're at the harlem globetrotters <laughs> game right all of a sudden you see a yeah. bucket full of water and curly joe's yeah. about to throw it away it turns to confetti you're calling the police but that there no, are no, witches no. on the court so, th- i'm telling you really there are i don't know <laughs> what curly Neal, officer mellow arc lemon he is a, he's doing some sort of warlock stuff no this would be <laughs> in my mind you see the bucket of water i'm like oh man they're gonna do the old confetti and they throw it and and it's a bucket of razor blades and fire ants oh my i was punked because they are pulling them the generals are really getting it there this you time. piece of shit yeah really the generals are in big trouble like just grab the ball the, the day the globe trotters lost I their just mind ima- i only just imagine crusty yelling yeah grab the ball it's right there but yeah they're, they're just abusing this kid in front of a crowd and they're like you you do hear the crowd like oh my goodness somebody hey, call that's somebody. enough the one's like that's enough somebody call somebody what the hell oh my god that poor boy and everything is better when he just can do flips and <laughs> splits. yeah they're like oh man you got us he you is got a us, you little con man i yeah i i guess the whole thing is it's motivation that's <laughs> all so it is get up there you accident Oh man, what the a greatest show. show on earth! Family and child yeah, really. abuse. It's like I haven't had this much fun, you know, since we went to that play. Let's, you know, beat up our kids. I, I don't even know what this. <laughs> Do you is. have extra they, tickets they, to this play, sir? Like, man, this is I need better to get than, in on this. 
This is better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. How Jesus, look at this. Yeah, but you, you also go through the whole, there's not a lot to talk about. And again, if you are enjoying The Flash and you are, can, you're you're going to read later, you're planning on keeping, whatever, you have to read this issue. Basically, you, you know just read this issue. my biggest problem for the most part about the story of this issue, even though I'm telling you, I actually think there's the, nothing the, wrong the with retelling it, I don't think. of Jesse, uh, James, I keep saying Jesse James, James Jesse's mm-hmm. origin, it's a very good thing to have because the character's been gone yeah. for so long. The biggest problem I had, I kept turning the page waiting for an explanation of how he had a Sage Force gun built and sent to Corto yeah. Maltese. Well, you know? that must be what we're going to get to, even though it is in the now. I- I'm hoping that that's what we get to. But like you said, the other thing that it spells out is that he, you know, is a Flash villain. Obviously, we know this. We know the trickster is, but we see that he has like some people going forward. You'd have James Jesse and they would get this confused. Oh, this is a new guy. He's taking Axel's place. In the meantime, it's a shame because Axel seems out to let him in. Some people would think, oh, there's the new trickster. No, this is the old one. Yeah. So it sets up some past things, you know, it flash. And the idea that he was pissed off when Axel spin. stole his old stuff. Almost like, you know, yeah, yeah. the Green Goblin's back in the Spider-Man where you'd have like a new Green Goblin who stole the previous one stuff. Even like that Phil Yurik, that hero Green Goblin, yeah. he just kind of yep. came across like a cachet of Nor- uh, 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 Harry Osborne's old goblin yeah, and gear went for and it. then became the green goblins along those lines. And I do like that. Fresh start. Fresh start. <laughs> no, the, the thing that is weird though is that we have the whole idea where we have, you know, Barry catches on to the whole tricks because you, you know, can't, you know, can't come anymore if I know you're a con man kind of aspect. Yeah. So when he goes to Iron Heights, Warden Wolf's sole purpose, it seems, because it seems like he's kept breaking out of, you know, Iron Heights. But yeah. now I'm going to beat you down, James. I'm going to beat you yeah, down and, and get and all the hope out of you and you're never going to escape here and again. And the thing that gets me in that, that throws me off a little, is the fact that we've seen pretty much. Warden Wolf is never in the right and never – his plans he? never work. His pr- <laughs> no, plans no, never, never work. It never happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, all this thing. But I do like the idea that it's set up where you have James Jesse like, oh, man, you know, I'm in jail, but nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to try to get out. So you do get the setup of him kind of like – it's kind of hard to define like what is the trickster this makes him more of a escape artist he is a tightrope walker i'm sure that that would come you know you do set up some of what he does i, I do like, like the that one aspect to go with the about. idea of the shoot like because originally you see the trickster running around in the old flash like i think it's his first appearance yeah. when he's running on air you actually see it here a bit like recreated where he's running on air with the like the, the shoes that he created and i'm like yeah. that does fit into with tightrope walking i do like this whole origin that kind of plays yeah. into that whole thing yeah, that was fine. a big part of the character i do like when they show axel and he's you know all the bling and stuff Boom. and he's yeah oh I, I actually like that too and he even has like you know these shoes that make him go but it does set up some abilities yeah. right it sets up going forward you do set up that warden wolf this is another thing again why i think that we're shown real piece of crap parents we're also showing that warden wolf beat him down and wouldn't let him get out another thing that's a trigger for flesh these are two things that, that by like, the end you flesh would want tough, to help him with warden wolf you can't beat me down worse than my parents did yeah. themselves yeah they used to yell it's at me because they it's, thought it's a guy gardener yeah, thing they thought it they really were, is i was better than them because i read books and they used to throw it at my face look at that half kid over there reading his books yeah. he ain't bringing no money yeah. to the table he old enough he got to bring some bread into this house <laughs> Well, they end up. I don't know they what end I'm doing. up then <laughs> making a lot of money 
and it's not really conning anyone. Yeah, they it's went in. I mean, it would be the same. Well, they did rob the people, yeah. But I'm saying that the whole setup with the Flying Graysons, I don't have any sort of problems with. Right. But then they, they, they step it up, and they do rob people. But that's the whole thing. Look at us. We have money. They're just throwing it around. Hey, kid, you know, this is what you need. You need the money. You got to deceive to succeed, baby. It's weird. She's I, a I, smoker. She's always smoking. I don't think she, that they – well, if she's a smoker, she's a poker. But She's I, a joker. I don't think that they ever spell <laughs> out – what circus this is because i want to know the evil rival to Haley's circus that the flying mm. races were a part of because I'm like this all of a sudden you have the earth three counterpart over here you know you, you didn't know it's <laughs> it's bailey's circus oh. eric it, it's it's chaley's circus that's what they do everybody everybody's causing problems by just nobody trademarked things in the in the past but yeah you, you have this whole deal they do steal and, and then pretty pretty much you know get into his head that you, you know, t- working's for suckers. Sure you you got to deceive to succeed. I you understand, have to mom and dad. He did end up becoming the trickster. He ended up getting caught. But you, like you said when uh, earlier, where Warden Wolf just seems like if you end up burning up some, uh, you know, two photos and a, a piece of paper, that just makes everybody I'm forget telling you, you for Abracadabra life. had to do all of this stuff to make the entire world to forget who Wally West was. All Warden Wolf had to do was burn a few pieces of paper. Everybody forgot yeah, who James Jesse says, was. Like, I'm going lo- to lock you away. I'm going to, you know, throw like, away the keys. are going to forget Allen? you. Because I'm telling you, he works at Iron Heights. He's talked about the trickster, the yeah. rogues, all these different yeah. – how come it's never crossed his That's mind? That's the thing that you, you know get, what? yeah. I wonder what happened to that old James Jesse because I, I wonder work what in happened prison. to James he Jesse. He should be in and he's yeah. not here. This should be a problem. My favorite is my favorite is of all time though is when he does escape. When he finally does escape. And it's one of those where I'm getting even the idea if like we had more time and more progression. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying, and I think that basically because he does try to get out, you know, 16 million times and then finally does. I think that by the thing, we would have seen that he learned something each time. You know, the the one time he got out, he learned that that guard is over there at this time. The next time. So he uses it all. He does get out. He ends up leaving the book for Warden. Tricked you. Warden's throwing away things. But I love his disguise. I, I mean, everybody always wants the ice cream hat. It just says ice cream, I think, on that hat. It makes no sense. <laughs> ice cream. Uh, but yeah, yes. You, don't you know, my cool ass ice cream hat? I, I love that. That means that you sell ice cream, right? And it means that, that everybody screams. I love, too. He's like, listen. You know, uh, nobody will uh, know who I am with this uh, jacket, with the tweed jacket with leather patches. He's got some patches on there. Like, people are going to think I'm a professor. Uh, but, yeah, with that, I, I do like it. Scott Collins' art is not for me. Yeah. Half of this issue I do like. When we go back to some things, and this is where I finally realize what annoys me with him. And he did do uh, the, the Blue, Beetle. Blue Beetle book. Yeah. And he was the artist for a lot of that. And you had Brenda in that book. And Brenda, if you didn't read Hawk that, if you Mark didn't, you remember, skin tab she Brenda. had skin tabs on her face. Well, in this issue, every time he shows, not every time, but so much, people are sweating. And the sweat comes off as looking like skin tabs, some sort of skin disease. And why is everybody sweating? That's just people who go the to time? the circus. Also, anytime anybody opens their mouth, they have spit going out. Say it. Don't spray it there, James Jesse. I don't need that. Circus people. What are you doing here? Well, here's the deal, though. Just because you're circus people doesn't mean that you got to be sweaty people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You might not trust them. They stink too. I think. 
they they all three of these they they may be pieces of crap. They look like they're in shape. I, I mean, hope they're, they're, they're sweating. Tightrope they're walkers. Swe- yeah, they're sweating like me going up a flight of stairs. <laughs> but at the at the end, you do have them. Like, huh, looks like I'm back in town. I, I've wasted time, and I'm gonna get there and do all this stuff. And it looks good. It I does. like that art. I like a lot of the art in this. It's just some of the. I think it's the flashback art that really throws me off. A little bit too line heavy for you? Man, no, it's just a sweat. Skin skin tabby. I really do like, though, the idea that you have, in my mind, one of the best trapezed aerial type deals not only is he a trapeze artist but he can change clothes in mid-air and flips thing is, I mean, I'm, really. I'm looking at this whole thing where he's going out on this tightrope and he's acting that like he's bit, scared I think he's as falling. hell and everybody's yeah. you know awestruck oh my god that poor boy and all of a sudden yeah. i want to see this in motion i need to see this this is the greatest show on earth where this young boy oh, can do is. a backflip change his clothes completely i'm like that seems like a pretty good show i might oh, pay I'm, to I'm get a ticket for you. this you may but when he yelled trick you at the end that the way his feet are, he is going and he's getting the old, you know, Canadian hook there. He is falling right on his balls, uh-huh. fly, uh, spinning Greatest around and falling right down on his head. <laughs> Greatest show on earth, all right. On earth. But earth. yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's not bad. No. I, I, this is one of those things that Joshua Williamson will mix in these issues sometimes where I really, you know, and, and that's the thing. We we thought it was ridiculous, some of the Warden Wolf stuff, but not as ridiculous to make me hate the issue, I always just think that Warden Wolf's is just a moron. He, he has been just showing that over and over again. I mean, you know the guy I like to do? sat there. I, I like I like to bring supervillains in here, but I let them keep their costumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and, and then I talk point, about I'll, separating, yeah. but I never do separate him. That's the big thing. He's like, you know what? This it ends now. When these villains come in, they don't get to stay in their gangs. They get separated. Until I put them back together so that they can get because that's what like he to did. keep them on and their toes. Never I do. It was Ow, never mentioned. I'm the wolf. They don't know what's going. Ow! I'm the wolf. <sighs> that's what he does. There. <laughs> Where wolf the warden. wolf's in town, ready to get wolfed. I don't know what he's doing now. Uh oh! Looks like it's a full moon. I don't Baby, know what it means, but why to, are you always asking me if I'm ready to get wolfed? Time to pay the wolf. <laughs> it's time you get wolfed. You're going to get a, a flea dip. Uh, he, you want to play dogs, Jim? He doesn't have a lot of <laughs> No, you <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, looks like you, you're you upset, man. You're a little rabid. There you go. That's all I got. Gordon Wolfie's he's not too clever. Uh, yes, I would have liked that you would have seen that somehow he escaped from Iron Heights. Uh, by doing some sort of uh, tight walking. I actually would have thought that that would have been pretty Didn't cool. Didn't he? Kinda, he you know, acted like there was them. no net below him. He walked as if there was right off well, the top of that Well, here's the thing is. I actually kind of like he, that. He is living life without a net, Eric. You know, that that's how he lives life. I used to live and like that. It's a dangerous way to live, Jim. It is. A, you it's know what harrowing. happens when that happens? Yeah, you, you, that or also you're on heroin uh, or you OD or you get hep. That's what happens when you work without a net. Yep. That's why everywhere I go, I have a net, Eric. Uh, what would you give this? I would give this issue, even though I'm not a big fan of the art, but I found the story really enjoyable at most of the issues. You're going to give it a whole 7, idea. aren't you? No, I'm giving it a 7.5, sir. That's what I'm giving it. That's why I didn't think you would. We're a home yeah, high. We usually are a 0.5 below <laughs> yeah. each other. And the yeah, thing that's is, what I thought. 
this issue for just reacclimating everybody, which I do appreciate, to the old trickster, it did its job, and I had fun reading it. And I don't know. And you know what else? I just I wish liked, it was better. I art. like James Jesse. Me too. I, I like him. So continuing with him, and it sets up like we said. He doesn't even have to set up some good story. So hopefully, he goes on the idea that the they left him behind for Legacy. Axel. All that stuff is great. It's so good. But we're going to move on to the next book. Things get a little more, a little downswing from here, oh. right? Yeah, a little bit. What's the next book? Titans number 35, written by Dan Abnett, with art by Bruno Redondo, Christian Duce, Marcelo Maiolo, and Dave Sharp. The battle for Unearth continues, and while this should feel like a big story, the entire thing just feels like a way to get everyone's status quo back to normal before the series ends next issue. Hell, what was Kyle Rayner even, what has he even done since joining the team? I bring this up because I'm spacing out here, and I'm wondering what happened to the Titan series. Yeah, That's all I got yeah, for you. It, it's There's not anything going on here except for the idea. It's like, well, we did all this bullshit with Raven. Better put her back together again before the series ends, even though yeah, it never yeah. made any sense. Even yeah, like and, the whole thing we, where we had the soul self of Raven. It was taken. Somehow it was trapped on, on Earth, and they got rid of on Earth, put, even put it outside the multiverse so nobody could ever get to it again, which didn't seem to work. But the idea that we the soul self is over there, Mother Blood has the power because, you know, her connection to the Red – to split Does, a soul she's got the power. in half. Is that the what good, you're telling me? Dan, dan, dan. Yeah, yeah. I, I am kind of telling you that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get the, it. I'm the trying to pick good half up there. And then the bad half. So I, I just split yeah. a soul in half between a good half and a bad half. And then somehow took the bad half and made it flesh and made it think yeah. that I was its lord and savior. I don't even know. None of this whole Raven bit makes any sense at all. You know what's funny that's is all we're it, dealing with. it, it, ends with the cliche that should have started it but yet by the end it makes no sense then the idea that you're going to split a soul into evil half of all the bad stuff with that that's something to set up the thing not to explain it at the end when you just snap your fingers and put them back together again it, it's almost as if and and here can I say that maybe this was going to be something a little different no. now you have to end it so this is the easiest this one is no, I think always that this is be. a rush to end I don't know. I think maybe, but I think it would have been set up a little better, maybe. I don't know. It, like I said, it, it ends with the cliche that should have started. Oh, I'm going to separate you, the good and the bad. And then if you're going to do that, you have to have that trap soul self give us some inkling that that is the good part before you reveal that it's the separate and nothing was ever done with it. And so it does end up and just at the end, it's just like, Hey, this is what you have to do to get them back together. All right. They're back together. All right, We don't have enough story here. Just- so let's see beast boy freaking out because of the red where everybody has to try yeah. to save themselves. And Donna Troy is overwhelmed. Our Titans yeah, but, but, have nothing but to do yeah. in here. In this no, entire don't thing. you like the idea that finally, the question we've been asking all along, oh, which one? how did the hammer get the note on it to warn the Justice League of what to do? do you I, I mean, this? The, this no. Well, this is the thing. I went back to try to find it and I thought that I remembered something where we laugh like, really, you're going to have an editor's note for something that isn't even out yet, I, but I don't know whatever. I started but this thinking is the to myself, is, like, did the Justice League have an annual? Because I don't recall any well, of this. They did. Okay. They had an annual. And the annual, it, here's the deal. The annual, it makes sense with this. The annual is when they pretty much went to uh, put together the source And it broke, again. right? Yeah. And so that was like that end-all, be-all deal. But the problem is, is that you're sending this note to tell the Justice League. But in that issue where you're spelling out that it comes to play – 
uh, in Martian, uh, Miss Martians in that issue. <laughs> Uh, helping. So is Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner is front and center. You didn't Justice need to have this. League yeah. You didn't need to have this. Yeah, th- that was the one. I'm just I went at, and no, reread I'm looking the deal. up because I want to see how long ago that came out. It was, I think it was it was uh, January 30th. It was January 30th. So it was, yeah. so it was about yeah. two months yeah. ago. It was, the la- it was the last annual yeah. month. So yeah, this goes. But the problem is there's not anything in that like, oh man, thank God we have that hammer. In that issue, <laughs> you just have Miss Martian and Kyle Rayner just going forward with the plan of what they're doing in general and so it doesn't really hook up now, it, do- it doesn't really even do with a the whole good job thing of, of getting this whole idea back to try to tie it into that just league annual which i couldn't even remember having anything fine. to do with it, it it's nothing to now, do with it really the way doesn't we do matter. this though is that we see this multiversal map this bleed yeah, map yeah. this nonsense <laughs> thing how the bleed's not affected by a fucking source and i i don't even know now, what they're trying to tell me and how this is going to help the justice league in that annual that happened almost two months ago but yeah. the idea is i'm going to Kyle Rayner is going to scroll what this looks like, I guess, and the idea about this on yeah, Natasha's he's hammer. He's writing a note. And then he's going to use his ring to open up a gateway back to our to world to, to throw the to hammer through. Why can't they all just go through this portal at some point? I, I don't it's, know what, how he could do this because before we had to have a big thing that was supposed to remain yeah. open. And I That's didn't realize saying. that it was something to do with Kyle Rayner personally and his willpower. And why can't he use his willpower while he's tied up? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's just things are just happening to happen. Oh fuck Again, me! He ends up he ends up making a map and a, a note, and even like that, it's the end of the world. You know, you have Dan Abnett trying to get some fun with Kyle Randall. Like, don't don't get too wordy there, Kyle. It's like Steel knows that Kyle you know, gets wordy. That, that was you know the best I mean? part of the whole thing, where we have we have I, limited I amount of time. Kyle has to spend send a really basic. Dear Ben, exactly. He goes <laughs> off until he, he's sending a goddamn like yeah. a camp like a and summer camp. Pretty, no I, back. Was pretending, yeah, but, and that was but the funniest it's funny part. though. And yeah, it was funny, but it's it's just nothing of else. Character work in this because even Raven, where she's been a sad sack mope this entire series because she hasn't had her soul self, which meant she hasn't had her powers until the last two issues where she has had powers to defend herself. And I don't yeah. know how until she finally got her powers back. And it seems like she's super Saiyan Raven now for the amount of power. It seems that she's actually progressed. Yeah. I have never seen her look as powerful as I do in this series where it yeah, means just, nothing. We didn't even know that how she could power up is by losing her soul self and then getting it back. You know, it's been charging. But even with that, too, uh, the big other thing is you have uh, the trickster. Uh, he he travesty, <laughs> who ended up who was supposed to have killed the creator. And that was all a ruse. He was tricking people. And then he gets up and like, hey, we're going to do this. It's just and everything is, is rushing to an end. Yeah, yeah, he has powers. It, yeah. It's all just rushing to an end. And what you need to do, what we have said for months now, because we saw it coming down the line. And it's not like we're any smarter than anybody else. You would guess. Hell, I'm a dummy. You got to get Raven. You got to get Raven's soul self back. That That's basically well, I'm telling the you, biggest that's thing the you need to do. issue right here. Next issue, we got to get yeah. Beast Boy back from the soul. Like yeah, the Beast source Boy world. will be back and now. And even that whole that's thing. That's the next thing. Where we actually spent time earlier in this new one, in our incarnation of the team, stuff like that, where they said they took the power of the source wall energy out of Ernst so we couldn't do this. Why haven't we done that with Beast Boy yet? I know. I don't know. It's just because, because you have to apparently it this. doesn't work because even though they took the power out of Ernst, he still has it here. So maybe Yeah, he does. Like McGann's like, I'm gonna do this. You ain't doing nothing again. I don't even know what you're doing here. <laughs> Yeah, well, with that, you also have Donna Troy just walking around. I, there's, she's fighting there's not Monster a lot Beast for every, Boy because that's well, there's all not a he lot, has to do in the series. Lot, yeah, 
And that's all she has to do now. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing going on. And then just at Why the end. Why is this book not like, called Mother Blood? This book should just be called Mother I, yeah. Blood and what she does because Mother our Blood Titans are doing is nothing. not interesting. No. Not interesting at all. I, and it was just thrown in here. And now we're rushing to an end of a story that never really got started well. Maybe one day and she'll, t- she'll, this actually, she'll become this Mother whole Mayhem. Deal, <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, maybe she will, Eric. Uh, the, the thing about this whole no. thing is you're setting up the story on Unearth, and really, I can't escape the feeling that, that I'm uninterested. Well, Unearth, un- yeah, is that Unearth in this is just the same as going back to Kid Amazo over at the Super Sons book to end that. That wasn't interesting either. Why are you going back to things that weren't interesting in the first place? And this book seemed like, obviously, half the team, original team, got murdered. The other one, you know, lost his memory. I, now I you have a team that's set up and there's nothing for them to do. I, I think cares. the second issue of this incarnation of the team had to do with Ernst and the unearth and the source wall energy. I think yeah. that's like was the second issue of this that we dealt with that. I remember saying to myself when we got yeah, because done that, they were going back I and forth. I never want to yeah. see unearth again. And then I saw yeah. the Swiss come out back to unearth. I'm like, what? Why do yeah. you hate me so much, Dan? Andrew? And this was just one of the Why random the things of let's go and, uh, you know, let's deal with people who's almost like, you know, the chalk drawings that come to life. People had their dreams were coming to life. He, you know, you had the creator. Could we go back end up to that poor boy world. who became a metahuman and didn't know how to deal with yeah. his power? I would have yeah, much that, rather that would have been good. We wanted to this, see that. This fantastical bullshit. But yeah, Even again, this is the. Where we get Kyle Rayner on the team. Remember how excited I was to get my favorite yeah. Green Lantern? on a team where he was doing something. I know it would do what nothing. Well, this is, the, like I said, you had the original team, the book kind of fell apart because everyone was dead in Sanctuary. You know, you know half the we, team's we had, dead. We had to break up the team before because, you know, Wally and his slowing down time flash power that he got yeah. that was never brought up again. That we and never saw of again. Trillia, that was 5,000 years in the future that was, yeah. you know, never brought up again. And then they were murdered. I, so you had to I, I, end the book you know, and then she, come back. Donna did become a drunk because of that. So I guess we kind of yeah. dealt with that. And her well, tequila but here's habits. the thing. Now, when it came back, it's all dealing with source wall energy that seems to be like they're like, yeah, you know, we don't really need to do that anymore. So the book has no reason to exist. Uh, so it's going to go Most away. We'll see if anything like this right comes now. back. Titans. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It, there's no reason for this book. It just and if you like the character, any reason for me, you, you can't for be you. You can't be happy with the story, though. I'm it's not. nothing. I'm I mean, really if not. I like Beast Boy, we thought it was a cool idea. Beast Boy goes from Teen Titans to Titans. Oh, my. He's in the major leagues. Oh he made the show <laughs> only to just go crazy and be this hulked out monster thing that he can't control. I mean, I hate to say it. I want him to be yelling inappropriate things in the hot tub with the ladies now. I actually like that Beast Boy better. This one's terrible because well, it's not even Wonder Beast Twins. Boy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, really, it's not even Beast Boy. It's not, I'm, it's I'm not. Gonna, I need to see him in it's a furry in Hulk. fruit pie commercials. It's a furry yeah. Hulk with blood running or out of his it's eyes. It's a furry. It, it's Scary the Hulk slash. It's like Dark Beast. Is what it <laughs> exactly. is. Dark Beast. Where's I don't need Dark legs? Beast. I'm giving this a five. What are you giving it? Now you're saying a fuck you. I like five the art. I always like Bruno Redendo. No, I'm actually saying a regular five, just like you will, Eric. You think it's so? It's a five, isn't well, it? You might go up, a little lower. Let me bring up my actually. notes here, because the thing is, oh. I did not have a good time with this, but I love Bruno no. Redondo's art, and the and the I colors like are amazing. Art. And I think I like I, I think I think I was happy when we got Raven back to power because finally oh the book did something. You're gonna, what are you going to go five one? Jim, I, I mean, really? What am I? Some kind Mr. of hack five you're one? You're going to be Mister no, Positive Jim, five two. I'm going to give it a five point two out of ten. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. 
friggin' nonsense. <laughs> I told you, I said, but the whole idea is uh, I want to accentuate the positive. Bravo, my friend. I'm telling you, I did my. <laughs> you the, just did. The way, the, way, the way I did my notes here, you know, I got the title, I got the number, I got the writer, I got the artist, I got my blurb, and then below that, I have my score all set. And I remember going through this before we just get, all right, I'm at a five. I'm like, 5.5, no, 5.3, no. Yeah, it's not a 5. 5.2. Yeah. It's not a 5.5. Five. <laughs> no. I'm just a regular 5. It's just I was a, trying to find something to like of this more than the art. And the, as- the, the aspect that we got back you to know having what I can like Raven, about it? it's almost yeah. over. Yeah. I, it, and I, it was a quick read. It was. I got through it quick. I'm like, eh, thank God. If you're going to be tortured, you want it quick. And, and there you go. Yeah, you know. But I'm a if masochist, I'm gonna rate obviously. My torture, but if I'm going to rate my torture and it's quick, oh, all right. Yeah. That's good. I'll give it. I'll give that torture a five. I want to get my five. money's worth. It was quick. Yeah, really. Well, really. If I'm you're, with that you're not Dom for an hour, for I'd better get an hour's if, worth. Yeah, yeah. If you're paying for this, then you got other freaking and problems. And aren't we all paying for this? <laughs> Well, really, we are. I mean, really, uh, we sat at work today and legitimately got angry at some things. I mean, these you these know, books life. aren't just yeah, well, <laughs> the, these books aren't us just oh, showing books. up and like, hey, let's let's enjoy this. Hey, yeah, yeah. No, no. This stuff does take a bit of a toll. I actually think that it actually is. It takes a little of my soul self. Every issue that I read we that I have to, to unearth and find that below. again. Put it back together. Yeah, really. All we're left with no, is I'm not angry going, I'm Jimmy. I'm not going to unearth. I go to unearth. I'm, where where the hobbits at? Uh, you know, who? who we, we don't have them here. We call those hobbits. Here. All right. You're a hack. I'm out of here. I also think, don't you think of him as being like a hack writer? Yes. That nobody, yeah. He's like so bad. I, that's I, what, I can't remember. Play, if, no, you know what? His books were published, but they didn't sell very well because that's how yeah, Ben they were published. They didn't ended sell up well. getting a, a, an yeah, issue. He got an issue, a, uh, See, that's the thing, but... Pl- play with that a little you, they did kind of with the with travesty where yeah. he's like i'm sorry you're, you're, you're a one-dimensional I develop character your you're character. a trickster i wish i wish that we had more of that i wish that we had more of a well, play of this being a fictional we, world we but did it, to that's a been degree we did to a degree because you know we have no. travesty here who was who is a trickster as we we're told in the last issue the, he's a one-dimensional character yeah, and after yeah. he brings Ernst back he is so one-dimensional like i'm a good guy and i i love my maker here i'm gonna help you because he just flipped yeah, I'm just, just saying I want more of the, no I want more of the you know the land. I would love to have had at Fuck one that point land. that they're 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 traveling around and they actually you get to turn a this point into Lord that, of the Rings. They, no, you want them to no, travel I want, around. I want them to travel around. All of a sudden they come to like a blank space and he's like, Oh, you know what? This was gonna be the next novel. The next we're gonna book. explore this land. I never the got undiscovered to do country. That. And then he starts writing it, and they realize he's a hack. He starts writing weird things. Trees are upside down. Uh, squirrels are kissing bears, Eric. I don't know what's going on. He's a hack, right? What do these bears look like? They're pretty sexy. Damn right they are. You know what? They're not wearing anything, Eric, because they're bears. Oh, my. See, it works, hack. right? You're with me. It all works. Yeah. What a fantastical yeah, I, I, land with squirrels and bears. Kissing, they're kissing, they're smooching. These, no, no, these the bears eat a squirrel. You're just looking at the uh, like a positive no, no, side of life. They're smooching, but you don't know that the squirrels are bigger in this world. The squirrels are the bigger. Well, now ones. you're talking. And this is the thing. Then the squirrel, after all the times, there's one main Watch squirrel. Watch funny. It's and basically, country. all he says, hey, just trying to get a nut. That's all he says. That's his catchphrase, and people love it. They, they line up for this stuff. Wonder Woman now number picturing this Ernst here as freaking Brian Lewis from American Dad. Yeah, that's what he is. He, and he's writing shit. 
And all of a sudden, they go into his office. Cocaine and his office is all his Girl. office has always had a piano. <laughs> That's how it is. Wonder Woman number sixty six, written by G Willow Wilson, pencils by Carrie Nord, inks by Mick Gray. Colors by Romalo Fajardo Jr. Oh, and lettering by Pat Bruce. if you look on the roundup, it's easy to find my review for this book. <laughs> it's, it's, I seem to be the only one reviewing it, not liking the story. I understand the respect G. Willow Wilson gets, and I think most of it's deserved. But that doesn't mean you should turn a blind eye to someone who just seems to not be right for a character or a book. I don't know what's going on, but this book is just not good and does not seem to be her style. Now- I, I just... Before what? we go any further yeah, into it, the book, I just need to ask you a question. Since you've read this once or twice now, yeah. I need to ask you: Is that Seder going to rape that girl? Uh, maybe because, I think she's in. I think she loves him too. Really? I think they're having a little. Re- I, yeah, like, she I thought of, she was doing. More she of was a making eyes. I'm, I'm going to drive you mystical nah, creatures. They kind of had a thing last issue that they were a little bit. It like, came a off flirty. so creepy to me well, in this issue, but creepy. I, I said, I don't know why anybody isn't bringing up in these reviews or online that Cadmus the Pegasus is going to rape the entire forest. Apparently, That's this what is Cadmus just what mystical says. creatures do. You know? I mean, this is the thing. Hey, I'm going to go and get intimate with every creature in this forest. The girl, Etienne, you know, I, I used to say name. stuff like that before going out to the bar at night. Yeah. But this is the thing she says. Whoa, whoa. I was what's talking his about forest, so it's a very what's weird his time in my type? life. Everyone yep. is what he says is his type. I, I just I looked it up. I said my joke was well, I just know I if, don't if the know. bears and the squirrels are gonna be smooching, Cadmus wants in on it. I, I'm getting the idea that in the uh language of Pegasi, there is no word for no. It really <laughs> seems bad. Oh I mean, my. this is to the point where he he's not hey, or isn't that enough adventure? Not until I've made intimate friends among all the local inhabitants. Oh, you must forgive Cadmus. He's lonely. Oh, who does he uh, like? Everybody. Just imagine it's, this could be a weird commercial face. where Cadmus is going to start doing Red Bull commercial. You know, Red Bull gives you wings and me consent. <laughs> and Whoa. me. Yeah, really. Watch out, Cadmus. Jesus And now, talking criminy. about these mystical characters, where I think that Seder is going to do something untoward to that, you know, female driver who is helping them out. Cadmus is going to go around fuck Arianne, everything in the goddamn name for Arianne, Arianne. 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 Yeah, I, I, I wanted to call her Etienne, but it's uh, Arianne. Did you say her name's Arian? Yeah, I think yeah, it's Irene. Well, Irene. Talking about these mystical creatures, what is up with the Minotaur? Because it looks in half of this argument <laughs> that the Minotaur is just a person <laughs> with a bull mask on them because yeah, the yeah, eyes yeah, are uh, crazy. You like that? I I just like at Where's one Ferdinand? point that it took me it took me almost half the issue to realize, and I had to go back. I'm like, okay, that matches up, but the, to realize that she's running around in a, in a blouse that has flowers on it, I'm like, that looks crazy. And you go back, okay, it was there, but throughout this whole issue, Jim, I, I, I need you to moments. go to uh, where the hell is this page at? Uh, <laughs> page eleven. Just just look at yeah. your page eleven of this minotaur. It's on the bottom of the page. Oh, I'm looking. This looks like a person wearing a bull. Like, you've just seen them people in the horse yeah. mask. This yeah, I mean, looks like, like a person the, in a bull mask. And and the problem with that is you basically, and this is hack, it's two panels that repeat, too. Yeah. They're exact repeat panels, and that makes it look like, uh, you know, the big wide eyes. But, but with this, <laughs> this isn't just jokey time here with this. There are some major problems with the story and some major storytelling faux pas that, that drive me nuts besides the fact that Cadmus is about to go rape the entire yeah. forest is the idea where Cadmus is like, man, I think I need to get a bird's eye view for this, you know, what's going on here. And 
then flies up to be able to see the biggest Titan that you've ever seen go. I I'm mean, I don't the, know the, that you wouldn't have seen it. There are a lot of problems with this issue, period. But no, uh, what I wanted to say was these Titans, for as giant and the idea that they, they call them giants, nobody yeah. can find them. Even when we get to the last page, we have you know yeah. Gigantic coming in with Wonder Woman. The idea we're going to get Gigantic to fight these Titans. We got a wooded one we got a, and a, uh, yeah. a stone one. A stone. And the yep. stone one falls right where the Gigantic is. And they talk for about a minute, maybe two, and somehow they lose track of that wooden titan. Yeah. And I have no idea how, because these things are the yeah. biggest things you could imagine. For some reason, even though Wonder Woman has fought the uh, the Omega Titans and no justice. Uh, that's one of my oh, big sorry, problems yeah, that I said in my review. How, I, these I just are the said it in my review. On this plane that these she's are ever the largest seen. things I've ever seen. No, no, no. That's oh, not oh, my. true. You just fought Omega Titans that were bigger than, than the planet. They were hovering over the planet. You Wonder Woman, these. why so, are you keeping your eyes closed when Deathbringers came over top of London? Yeah, why didn't you yeah, help Hawkman? You see some big shit over the there. This is the thing, though. This is where we talk about where you can go and go through the history of Wonder Woman and the New 52 and all that. And you could say to me that you're going to do stats. There's no reason for G. Willow to make that statement. For make Wonder Woman to say that because you're only setting yourself up oh, these to are be giants. wrong. I better and get you my are. own giant. We see they're titans. We see that they're big. She doesn't need to say these are the biggest things I've ever seen because in the meantime, they're not. And it it seems silly. Also, just the dialogue where you did have Wonder Woman going off with Aphrodite. They were going to go find Aphrodite's, you know, kid, the other kid. And and Wonder Woman's mom. And and Ma and, uh, you know, Apollo. So they're going and they're talking because they they have to get word because you do have, you know, Ariane and these, you know, mythical creatures end up going to, you know, uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. So they're in this park. They're trying to hide out. It's okay. Yeah. And it's it's okay. (laughs) They couldn't get much higher, Eric. And and as you go, they're like, man, we see a a giant. You know, they don't know. They should know what a titan is. And they should say, you know, the deal because they're mythical creatures creatures as well but they're like we better call wonder woman oh no she's on a quest she'll get angry no 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 she won't call her and they call her and while this is going on you do do have aphrodite woman yeah but but even so they seem to be able to but it's the idea that she'll get angry (laughs) but uh, you have this whole idea where there's aphrodite and wonder woman flying around this dialogue where i did put it in the slack as well it's it's just god awful it's terrible. Are you certain they, this is Aphrodite? Are you certain they said a giant? Wonder Woman says, yes. They were very insistent on that point. Aphrodite says, could it be a titan? Uh, nothing certain now, Aphrodite. We're going to go, but maybe we'll be able to find out where your child is and my mother. And then Aphrodite responds with, it's possible that we don't know it's a titan. What are you talking about? You're the one who was asking the question before. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. This whole page of dialogue is nonsense. It, it's complete nonsense. They get there. Wonder Woman gets smacked by a Titan because she decides the best way to figure this out is to go between the Titans. Stop. There's no she need never owned to. She two dogs. Yeah, and she gets hit. She falls down. She's laying there. And they're like, oh, no. You know, that, them is Titans, she breathing? Those Titans right but there she, just smacked the Aphrodite right out of this book. Yeah. And because she's you never there. see Aphrodite again in this issue yeah, for some yeah. reason. So, uh, I'm with that. Wonder Woman, are you dead? Oh, I told you this was a bad idea. She's laying under, you know, trees and, and branches. And like, oh, man, is she going to re- breathe? Oh, no, she's not a, 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 you know, of course she breathes. She's not an armchair. Oh, no. 
the next panel, she's just yelling, get down, and saves them from a foot. Yep. She just jumps up to save them. Good for her. There's no progression. There's nothing going on. She was not even breathing as far, and then just so jumps up to save now them. Now you're telling me we have two titans fighting each other in the Rocky Mountain, you know, like wildlands. And uh, how long does it take her to get to Louisiana, yeah. I mean, this a is deal what with happens. Amanda Waller, yes. and get back with Gigana so Why? they can stop this these titans? This does not make sense. In a issue where she says, time out, I got to go off and get a deal in Louisiana. I got to go talk to Amanda Waller. This may take some time. Please just run around as they chase you and almost dump. Also, it looks like at this point, they're heading in another direction. Why do the mythical creatures chase after them? Because at one point, they're trying to run to stop from being smushed. They just smushed. want a little slice of home. Okay, you know, they're getting yeah, really odd being like, oh, here on man, Earth. They yeah. wanted a little piece of their home. Well, I'm going to follow this she Titan around. She goes off to Amanda Waller, and I don't know that G. Willow Wilson has ever read a Suicide Squad book, Can't has ever me. asked anybody about it. She goes and says to Amanda Waller, Hey, can I borrow somebody? We, also, I can't force her. Here's the we know it's Gigana. <laughs> Don't get the little cleverness for one page. Just go and say, listen, I need to get Gigana. Can I borrow? There's no way Amanda Waller's going, yeah, okay, for a couple days, whatever. No, there would be some, st- there'd be other people go, whatever the case may be. But she's like, I can't force her. No, no, you yeah, can. Yeah. That's number one. And uh, I can ask her, but I can't make promises. But if she says, yes, you owe me, I'm like, this is the Suicide Squad. You're making it a joke because then they lend out Gigana, who comes with Wonder Woman, and, and then while they're fighting, starts to broker a deal you, dude, of how much she's going to get paid. I like Gigana. I think she is a very underutilized Wonder Woman you know, villain. We don't see enough of her, but for people just coming yeah, in, I think I we agree. saw her once before um, – when uh, what was it? I think it was right after Greg Rucka. I think I forget who it was. Maybe it was James yeah, Robinson yeah. who did it. But and we yeah, saw it was, her next it was, Yeah, it was and... James Robinson who was, like used her where she was taken out right away. But this whole idea that Gigana, she's talking about how she hates Wonder Woman. We're not going to become gal pals after this. Yeah, you didn't do anything to set up the character. You just said, okay, we have Gigana, who doesn't mean a, that doesn't mean a hill of beans, Jim, to a lot of people. No, it doesn't <laughs> mean a hill of beans. But um, but with that though, you get this dialogue too. Though this is the clever dialogue. I could be out on a Tinder date right now. Don't mean uh, to bust right. your oves, Wonder Woman. Don't mean to bust your oves. Bust your oves. Yeah. We I mean, have classic, a classic gigantic. In Wonder classic. Woman, we have. And the thing is, we talk about the idea that G. Willow Wilson, who we were excited for coming on to this well title, respected. well respected. And she does not know what the Suicide Squad is because not only does Amanda Waller seem to be like, you know, I can't force her to do this. Yes, you can. You're Amanda Waller. She has a brain bomb in her. But when we have her yeah. out and about, Gigana wants money to help Wonder Woman after she's already come out with her. And the idea is she needs the money because she has a house and a mortgage and stuff. I'm like, the fuck you talking you're, about? You're, you're a goddamn jail. prisoner. You should and be she even Rath. says, and, and it's weird. How does she go from one thing saying, I mean, I'm out of prison for once. I could be on a Tinder date right now. And then to go with, hey, listen, a girl, I, I need my mortgage. Fine. If it's money you want, you know, pay, but, you know, a girl's got to eat. Uh, what no 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 you're you're in prison you get what you're you get it for free you know for as far as i know the suicide squad but you're in the suicide squad you're uh, in jail like even if you're you part of this amanda idea Waller's where deal. you went didn't even go to amanda Waller. maybe because we haven't seen you know gigantic part of the she's part of the suicide squad xl last we saw and XL. damage and stuff like yeah. that 
Maybe she got out. Maybe she had served her time by doing all the Suicide Squad stuff, and but she what, had to go to Gigantor herself. all you herself. need to do for this, all you need to do if you want to do something is go and somehow, and you know, this is Wonder Woman. She is part of the Justice League. She go to Amanda Waller, and somehow they work out a plan that if Gigana helps and doesn't try to escape, it knocks off some here, of her sentence. Maybe the, this is the last bit, maybe. and she gets out of jail for this. Here, here's, That's all here's you need. a little bit here. Here's Gigana. You're so funny. You think because you're this princess, the rest of us must have access to the same unlimited research you and prestige that you do. But guess what? We don't. I have a job, a mortgage, and this little side quest takes me away from both of my... What? What? No, <laughs> and I'm not made of money. You're in jail. You're in jail. I you even you say get some extra ramen noodles at the commissary, but come on. Yeah, really. You want to get street flavors. You don't want just the chicken. You no. want the picante Damn chicken. Right. But no, they, you, you don't have a job. You don't have a. You, you may have. You, I mean, you go in jail. You, you may still have your house. Hey, look, she's a super villain. Thing. I don't Whatever think she's got a mortgage be. anymore. But and that's the as thing. Far she know, already said, I'm out of prison for once. And then she's like, you know, man, you don't understand my caloric requirements when I'm at my max height. Well, first off, then get smaller then if you don't have money and, you know, do that deal. But, and then you have she just wonder what like, down huh, so far. I, I love it, too. So it goes through all of this where she messes up three times here with this like thing. In a row. And then the, the, the end is that Gigana goes, listen, I'm not trying to bust your O's. <sighs> We'll work out a payment plan later. Like, really? And the whole that, thing. All of that arguing. And after all of that, that stuff. Even after that, too, we get done the arguing. We just got gigantic, and we had all this awfulness where it was like, hit you right in the face over and over again, being just wrong and just in your wrong. face wrong. And you know what happens? You turn the page. Oh, the issue's over. The other Titan got yeah. away, and somehow we can't see it, even though it's a Titan in this goddamn forest. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman basically says at that one point, I have, I, you know, man, you're pretty big. I got you. And, and, and at this point, they kind of have like a, yeah, Wonder Woman, you're selling yourself short. You're pretty strong. Yeah, and you're pretty big, Gigantic. But boy, I've never had to deal with anything in my life this big. No, you have. You're a liar. We, we've seen it. Are you just we've trying to make it, her feel good? We've seen it within the past six six months. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing of, yeah, you know, you can't go with one book is there, one book's there. But you have to be aware of some things. You have to be aware of things that happen and things that go on. You can say that I've never had to deal with a titan. Right. There you go. Right. You, you could just done. do that. Please. Yeah. That's it. And, and you know, I'm worried. And, hey, you know, I know we're not why friends, but I want to find my that home. extra step to make but, things not I mean, not why, right? why can't it be the idea that you set up something and, and have it set up where Wonder Woman goes and says, listen, I want to get a deal here. I, you own Gigana with this deal. Let uh, the Justice League, let me have her. And then she says to Gigana, if you help me find my home and take care of these Titans – you're free. You'll get your own home, and I'll make sure I set you up with something. That would be fine. Then Gigano would have a full-out reason to get involved, and it would work out with everything we see in the deal. And I, I, I'm telling you, we better hurry up. It's like Armageddon outside. I'm sitting here. I'm like, we are going to lose so power. But, I mean, I'm almost, I know. Uh, we're almost at the end of this. Anyway. Yeah. Like you said, we're at the end. This might be my favorite issue of Carrie Nordart. All I right. do not mind it as much as I usually do. Uh, it's not great. I think there's some progression problems, but I and and Wonder Woman changes her look, facial look throughout the issue, and her face. Sometimes it's it's longer. Why the long face? Sometimes it's really <laughs> like compressed and things. There is that point that we pointed out where there is a redone panel, which that that's pretty much nonsense in my mind. But overall. 
the art wasn't what threw me off in this no. issue. What threw me off was the idea that you have G. Willow Wilson now on this book for long enough. We're still waiting. Desperate. And I'll even say, John Wayne has been reviewing uh, it on the site. And, I, you know, we've been doing it on the podcast. But he he couldn't do it this week. He was busy. So I did it again. I come back for this. And all I could think of in my mind was, oh, man, you know, I, I hope I like this one because I'm reviewing it. I think that this was one of my least favorites because before it just seemed like, okay, you're pushing this final, you're doing these things. But this one is where you have a setup for one of the things that we love. We love Gigana. Yeah. You have a setup with Wonder Woman and Gigana teaming up, and you even mess that up. Look, and I don't go think that G. Will Wilson knows how. I'm telling you, I've been saying this throughout. I don't think she knows how Olympus or Themyscira work. And now on top of it, she doesn't know how Suicide Squad works or any of these characters. Or I'm yeah. pretty sure the DC Universe as a whole at this point. And 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 for the most part, Her I and mean, Brian really, Michael Bendis are taking notes from each other. Yeah, well, you have the mythological creatures. Yeah, these people coming from uh, you know over at Marvel, they're like, hey, well, why do we need to learn? You know, we'll the do Marvel it how way. we want. But when you go here. Uh, you have the mythological creatures, which are basically here for, you know, they're the three stooges. Yeah. They are the comedy. You know, the three that's stooges okay. that fuck everything. Yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> the, the problem with this is, is that overall, even without messing up Suicide Squad stuff, even without having, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bust your ovaries or the idea that Cadmus is... There's not anything that happens in this issue. Nope. From point A to point B, all you're doing is trying to get Giganta there with Wonder Woman. Like you said, Aphrodite just gets swatted aside. Nobody has any care. No. Uh, so I have by no then, idea what happened to that god. At the end, I, I'm like, nothing happened here. And what did, I didn't like. I didn't like the dialogue. I gave it a 4 out of 10. And I am on, on that roundup, boy. Uh, that I think that at one point, I haven't gone. Not a lot of people are reviewing this, which usually Means is that it a sucks. key. Yeah, it's a key that people don't want to, you know, bad mouth it. And I'm looking now, it has seven reviews now. Wonder Twins has 14. Uh, Super Superman or Supergirl has one more with eight. It, you know, this is stuff where this should be one of the biggest reviews. We're getting back to the idea of why we started the site. <laughs> that people were doing Wonder Woman. Yeah. But yeah, the, you know, you have all these people reviewing it. It goes from nine, 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 five, ten, 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 four. And there I am looking like a sore thumb, like I'm just a jerk, but I'm trying to tell people I do have legitimate, you know, reasons why Shut I'm not up, enjoying Wait, this. he wanted yeah, to hear I'm your like, hate? Really? Just tell me how first, great the, it is. The first review of a G. Willow Wilson deal was 23 reviews. I mean, 23 people reviewed it. Then it went down 15, 11, up to 17, 15, 12, 12, 8, 7. People were bailing. People are bailing because there's it's just garbage. not. It's like nothing to see here. And so, yeah, four out of ten, what would you give it? The best thing about this issue is the art, which you had a problem with. I, I'm telling you, it's not the greatest. It's not consistent. But I no, thought I'm it was, saying I didn't. I, this was my favorite Carrie okay. Nord art since I'm saying, she's been on. This is very serviceable in my mind. I have no problems with what happens yeah, it's here. Okay. It's just like you said, the, the faces switch sometimes. Why the long face, like you said, stuff like that. The the story though, like I just said, is Le Garbage and nothing makes sense. Nothing happens to this issue. So I'm gonna go with you with a four out of ten. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I got through it pretty quick. Very <laughs> so quick. So it wasn't like I was furious, but I was I was just mad because it really took out a lot of the things that I thought were going on. And and I'm telling you right now, Eric, I'm Man, sitting there looking out my with window. What I thought was going on. Nothing. I'm looking out my window. I do not see any light outside yet we have power no and that is scaring me i i'm there's no lights in on the street the street lights are out now but yet we have light in the house so i'm uh, talking the street to you still, hasn't right? paid its electric bill a, this week are you a figment of my imagination 
I don't know, but hey, we need a better imagination. So I don't have much. Uh, that's why I mean that's why I'm here talking about comics and not writing them, Eric. Isn't that why? Those who cannot do I just thought you didn't know teach, how to write. Those who can't teach review. There you go. There, there's the uh, shit runs downstream. Is that what they say? But hey, that's the end. Of I'm this looking section. out. I'm, I'm not even paying attention to what you're saying. I'm looking outside at Armageddon. Are you trying to look outside? Yeah, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> shit has gone wrong out there. Uh, I'm but the we're going to go off now. Say, they talk like you know, freaking. It's like you just got to look this at the lightning and then no, not that, that part. The earlier part before things got really scary. No, it's like you see the lightning, and then you can't see how, like and that many seconds is how many miles away the lightning is from. Yeah, I always do that. I always. I was doing that while it started up. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> that is uh, that's less than a half a mile away. I, I remember the one time we were recording and the lightning went out. I swear to God, it, it struck me. And I've been dead since. This is hell, Eric. This you talk about lightning my or your hell. wife? My own, my own personal hell. Yeah, really. It she struck me. me. As well. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> this podcast, well, here's the thing. This podcast has been a uh, cry for help for at least a year and a half, and, and nobody's coming. Why nobody is nobody has listening? <laughs> nobody cares, Eric. Nobody cares for me. Uh, but we're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. And I've got such a long way to go To make it to the end of the episode First I'll hear Mel with Jim Now Mel with Jim And I've got a long way to go To make it to the end of the episode First I'll hear Mel with Jim Hello. Hello. <laughs> I was caught at the end trying to get some more sound bites that I could put in Eric because I was very afraid at the middle of that. I was trying to find drunk Eric and I thought that we had lost them. I thought we had Please lost tell drunk me we Eric. We did. All of we it, right? did not. Drunk oh. Eric actually has always been on the Dropbox <laughs> to be able to have. I, there is no way. So you mean it's I'm right there so I can have. delete it. It's right at my fingertips. You, I can delete it any given actually, time. Actually, that is true. Segregation, Reggie. That is true. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I should not have revealed that uh, to have happened. There's Eric. certain things in your life that you kind of regret and you just want to forget about or erase that, completely. That is true. And the milestorm comes out. Oh, when my. does that happen? That milestorm is never coming out there because there's no such thing. Mail <sighs> section number two. Says you. We have Brandon. We have Brandon. I have to check something on Twitter real quick before we go. All right. Now I'm ready, Eric. Now I'm what ready. What the hell just happened? You'll see. Oh. Brandon says something. You'll else. see. Hey, you. <laughs> 69, <laughs> dude. This week in things that I learned about comic booking. If you respond to someone on Twitter making outrageous claims about this Batman run, specifically with the response of, quote, 39 to go, thank God. 
Tom King will block you. Yeah, no yeah. skin off my back. I stopped following okay. him when every tweet turned into a desperate attempt at seeking praise after he looked like an idiot with his name on Batman number 50. I just thought it was just a weak reason to reach for the block button. I'm actually a little disappointed in myself personally. If I'm striving to be blocked by someone, I much prefer to go for the throat. As do I, Eric. And that is far from my best effort. If I was really looking uh, to get blocked, I'd tweet directly at Tom King himself and not do it in a thread. I didn't even notice Tom King was even tagged in this, only responded because it was posted in Slack. Let's face it, 39 to go, thank God. It's far from the worst thing someone in Buffalo can come up with. Really, the worst thing they can come up with is living in Buffalo. It makes me think if Tom King's dog had a Twitter, he might have blocked it too. But now they're beating (laughs) him up, which I believe violates the King terms of service on Twitter. Moving on to more craziness going on this week. The kid has been sick most of the week. Projectile vomiting in the middle of the night on Wednesday, oh, fill, filled with Bunch fluids the next night trying to chase a flu out. You can guess what happened there. It just resulted in having to be ready for chaos, even when you're sound asleep, which is never fun. That's why you got married and have a wife. And that's huh? awful huh? to say. Uh, Tanya, Tanya was yelling at me the other day. In fact, I don't know if Eric realized I had to leave work. You I realize. realize. I said to you. I was actually mad. I walked into the cold room to get something, came out, and you were just gone. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, did you uh, – do you want to explain at one point how angry I was at that one point? Oh, I mean, you were I, pacing I back and forth like a lion and in a cage. And then the one point I yelled and threw something. <laughs> I was so angry. And I had to, and then a nuclear war had Mommy broken and Daddy down are in fighting. the Werner house. And I had to run home. I had to run home. Plus, the roomie is pregnant with number two here, which makes the whole kid sick thing worse because then he has to go and do something is what he's saying. Then I remember one time uh, Alex got sick and he had projectile projectile throw up and ended up just throwing up all over the wall in his room. Vomit projectile. well, kind of, but this just kind of went horizontal and, and vertical and everything. But uh, w- with the whole deal, we have a thing in our house where the kids don't often throw up. So when they do, it seems like it's a, a real surprise to them that something's going to come out of their mouth. They never do anything to avoid it getting everywhere. And now <sighs> it's all over the wall. That throw up remains to this day, Eric. Gross. And at one point, Alex also, this is gross. Alex would sit in his bed as maybe like 10 years old and maybe a little younger and would pick his nose and just put it on the wall. And we we didn't notice this until it, it was just yeah, the wall was covered in boogies. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like, oh, no, the boogeyman, he meant it. Then she hopes it all <laughs> clears up to find out Saturday if this thing growing inside her is a boy or girl, it really makes you think, is Alaska beautiful this time of year? And is there room for one more? And yeah, I There's think Alaska would be better than more. Buffalo. So yeah, this is the idea. Why does that he always this- go to cold climates? I don't know. He likes it. He likes the cold. Actually, he was, uh, you know, red hot down there in Baltimore, Eric. You know, that's a red hot. Uh, the thing that threw me off is he sent this email and the, the email subject line was gender reveal bullshit and i thought what the hell is this like i'm like what sort of hate mail is this i didn't even think in my mind of a gender reveal being that as his wife is pregnant and they want to find out if it's a a boy or a girl for some reason i thought he was getting involved in some nonsense that he wanted to rail in on i'm like what's going on up there in buffalo uh but he says anyway the wife romeo has decided to do that cupcake nonsense now again this is funny because 
you, you don't really have much in your life that would be a gender reveal part. I don't have much anything, in my life, right? period. That's true. Well, neither does she now. She's pregnant. But boom, boom, Eric, I'm on a roll. Uh, with that, uh, we, me and Tanya, never had a gender reveal type thing. The gender reveal was we have an appointment at 930. We're going to yeah. go and find out if it's a boy or a girl. And I never was one of those people like, I want to wait to see for that's a surprise. That I just know. seems like really. I need that surprise. It's just and like, then, you know, if you want to paint a bedroom or something like that, why are you waiting until the baby's already born yeah, and, and all this stuff? And, yeah. Also, with that, I have five boys. Yeah. <laughs> there was no surprise. Every time we'd go in and at the point where you already have three boys, now you start thinking, if we have a girl, we are fucked. Seriously. We're done. And so then, and then the fifth one, you know, which we like to call Axe, I mean, not uh, Logan. Logie. <laughs> well, then what you really need, you can't have in this house four boys and a girl. So that was, you know, we better find out to maybe make arrangements. Eric. Right, and I'm not three, saying that as weird arrangements. All you yeah. boys get into this one room, the girl That's needs the her own place. I, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm saying this as if I'm uh, mentioning something really bad. It's not. We would have to start like, okay, we need to know because if this is going to happen we may have to move yeah or we're gonna have to really you know adjust things so we had to know and then i i think the one time the doctor's like oh it looks like it's a boy spoilers man damn is what i said <laughs> where where is my soundboard now i i i just i was all in that whole nine months i i was in a haze for each one of them Ending with me cutting the cord, ending with me cutting the cord and almost passing out every time. Anyway, the wife Romy has decided to do the (laughs) cupcake nonsense with a bunch of people over the house where the filling is either blue or pink. So, like I said, just one of the, I guess they already, they already knew. Like you needed like like an excuse to drink in Buffalo. This seems like witchcraft. Like they are just grabbing a cupcake. They bite it. And if yeah. it just happens that blue icing, that is what it is. Like all of a sudden, they, you know, this is going to determine the, the, the cupcake baby. gods. Yeah, the cupcake gods are involved because this is a, he sent this email I don't yesterday. Think you understand how things work? I know, but he sent this email yesterday. He just sent me thirteen minutes ago. If it was a boy or a girl, I think he thinks the cupcakes know. I actually think that up there in Buffalo, they go with the witchcraft. They don't know. I mean, really, it, when when you do have a society like a Buffalo, you, you do tend to think that the trees have their own gods and things like that, right? And sure. damn you, the god of snow, you never leave. Stuff like that. <laughs> Should I tell you what the, the reveal is? I know if it's a boy or a girl. Sure. Uh, do you want to know? Do you think I should say that? I what actually do you mean? Sent, like, I actually, are you afraid that's why, for me to know or the people yeah. listening? No, you and the people listening. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I ended up spoil going. That's why I said. That's why I said I wanted to go on Twitter to check because I sent, hey, is it okay if I reveal it? On the podcast. I don't know how things work like this. Uh, I don't know if you realize this. Please tell me he's having twins. Brandon Brandon desperately wants a boy because Uh he already has a girl. He wants a boy. So what do you think it is? Is it a boy or a girl? If that's the case, he's having another girl. (laughs) Nope. He's having a boy. He's all excited. He said he sent me a picture of a hot dog. See again. This is what you do with buffalo. You end up, you go outside, and if you see a hot dog, that means you're having a boy. That's not a long turn joke. If you if you go outside and see a hot dog, go away. It's a boy. Because it's rhyme. I mean, he says uh, he thinks that this gender gender reveal party is one of the worst things. And I guess maybe is it that his wife knew. 
and he doesn't who's did the doctor make the cupcakes I, no i'm trying to think you go to a company and you have them make it a based off like a sealed envelope kind of thing so nobody knows until you bite into the cupcake yeah but what's it what so the company knows from the doctor but you don't yes. that's what you're saying that's a weird deal to have just strangers making cupcakes why if they messed up why if they they, they <laughs> mixed up amazing. an order you know what I mean? You know, all of a sudden you bite in, and somehow they ended up getting something that uh, when you bite in, and well, it's actually it's pink like, and blue. Well, that's the thing. It's you know, Brandon bites in. He sees this pink. You know, I'm going to another bakery for a second opinion. Yeah, really. He's like, <laughs> I'm about to go kill a baker. I mean, I've never been to one myself personally. I just hate I'm being forced to do something that's played out on the internet constantly. Oh my! D- does anybody follow Brandon's wife on on Facebook? Because I need to see these videos. I need to see all these ladies. Yeah! And Brandon just in the back <laughs> shaking his head, just like God damn it. Always excited. He's happy. Yeah. Boy, he sent me a picture of a hot dog. Why Weird. don't we just do the ice bucket challenge too? Well, everyone is getting together since go we're having somewhere. a lame ass internet party anyway excuse anyway excuse to drink beer at the very least he said like you need that in buffalo (laughs) really you need that congratulations brandy i had a funny thing the other day that uh uh, i thought this was kind of funny where uh uh alex ended up saying he was going to watch the tv show homeland which tanya already had watched he's like mom you got to watch this show it's awesome it's homeland and i said hey 2016 called because they want to know that t- I don't I don't even remember this joke. This joke was I didn't know. <laughs> it was so like 2006. It seemed funny in my mind and I Look, don't know how it, to explain it's the, it. It's the joke that you did to me that you really liked. The 2016 called and it wants to know what Homeland is. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it was. See? I, I didn't even realize I told you that one. No, yeah, you used it for me good, on right? something else. Yeah. That was the joke, Eric. See, I retread things, but I did. That was the first time I used it, That's and then the I tried joke. to use it on you. It worked out when I said it to you, though. It was hilarious. Yeah, right? I think you I was left. talking about one of my nonsense shows, which you nobody ch- knows about. I know, but but you chuckled. Yeah, I did. And I remember you actually. You had your earphones on, and you tried to pretend, and then you chuckled, and I saw you. I caught you. It didn't go well here. That, yeah. that was a cr- that was a crash and burn. <laughs> you know, Homeland, which yeah. is actually a popular show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can, can we can we have a new podcast called Crash and Burn? I'm Crash, you're Burn. You're a burn victim. I'm a guy who uh, has I don't narcolepsy. Like this at all. I'm a I'm a narcoleptic who often goes and drives and, and, and still uses the crashes. term crash. Is that a good podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 2019. I'm going to go crash. I'm going to go crash. And like, oh man, you tired? Yep, I'm going to go crash. There you go. Is who that a good podcast? I still? think that would go well. I might. Hey, can I crash on your sofa? Yeah, you know who uses that term? People who don't have a place to live. <laughs> I read one of the two books I got this week, which is Grim Night. I, I better edit out that. Where's Jess edit that out? That was a crash and burn, really. Hey, back to episode three of Crash and Burn. I'm Crash, and this is Burn. And we're here to talk about bad jokes and unfortunate burn victims. Here we go. Uh, this episode this. is about the last knock-knock joke I told and Kane Hodder. Take it away, Burn. There you go. That's a very good setup of Crash and Burn, right? Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? No, no. What happened? He won the Nobel Prize. Oh, jeez. That that was okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're back at Crash and Burn here. (laughs) Knock-knock. Who's there? 
Banana. Oh man, that's a great one. Crash and burn here, episode <laughs> seven. I read one of I read one of two books I got this week, which is Grim Night, and I liked it enough, but I don't have strong enough feelings about it to drum any thoughts up. It was okay. there, it was okay, Thanks but it's not it getting that nine and ten out of ten love from me. Right. I wish Schneider would stop putting Tynan's name on every GD book he writes because I don't enjoy those issues as much as solely Snyder ones. And I, I kind of agree with that. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doorbell repairman. Doorbell oh, repair- here we are. Oh. No, no, it's done. Here I we know are. What it is. Yeah. Crash and burn, episode 10. All right, we got a singer for you. And I also, we have. I crash and burn that I didn't realize that's the end of the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's episode 10. That's the joke. Now we're going to go to the burn victim, which is a guy that Eric graduated with. Kill me. What was that guy's name that you graduated with? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Still got red hood. How else to go? And while I used to love this book, it's fallen down a bit to the point I no longer rush to read it uh, right away. I'll get around to it eventually, though. I think that Brandon will like this issue. I think that he'll have the same feeling that I did, that it kind of reinvigorates and gets you excited. Random thought of the week. Are you looking up knock-knock jokes right now? I am not. Is that what I heard you? I wish you were. I wish you were. I'm not not playing your games. Knock-knock. Who's there? Uh, I know. I was going to say something about Alzheimer's, one of those non-jokes. See? Crash. Hey, Crash and Burn, episode 12. I don't know any other burn victims there. Random thought. Oh, here, here. And now we have a guy uh, that we used to work with, Sean, his brother. Remember, he was one. Oh, I know. His one brother. Remember how his other brother tried to put out the fire? I don't know, by going by and urinating up some other guy? on him. Urinating Scumbags. on him, he tried. Yeah, but that, it was the best, too, though. The fire was started by the guy who then tried to urinate on the brother to put out the fire. Hey, here's our theme song. It's We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Take it away, Billy. Random thought of the week. My dream come true would be to publish Eric Shea letter in the back of all the DC comics one week. Right. You know, that little featurette thing they do. Well, it would be made out to DC editors. Uh-huh. And it would be one page of Eric just digging into them about continuity, scolding it's them like important. children for ruining his fictional universe. He once loved so very much. Now you're saying that Eric does love the continuity. He doesn't like confrontation, even if it's through a letter. Oh so my! No, no way you're writing that letter. Not you at would all. be afraid that afterwards they would throw shade at you. They might respond to it. Not on my yeah, watch. That's the problem, right there. Cert- a certified letter Actually, right to your house. Not even they, they might respond to it. For, I would feel so bad about the idea of them reading it. Then the confrontation yeah. of that. I'm like, I don't want that that responsibility yeah, on my that's shoulders. That's why. I mean, people sit there and say, like, "Oh man, you ripped into that book or that guy in the podcast." This is why we forget about everything we say right away because our our conscience would kill us. Yeah, uh, we're we're actually. I mean. And overall, pretty scaredy nice guys. Cats. We try to be nice guys, too. No, we we nice don't guys. like we're to upset cats. people. Yeah, we are scaredy cats, too. Too bad wrong turn's done. We can't have scaredy wrong turn anymore. That I, was I oh, loved actually, I'm telling you. When he I didn't want back, to tell everybody. When he are came you going to tell what he said? Yeah. No, no, I'm saying yeah. when he came back from lunch, though, on that Tuesday, I want to say, and he's like, this is my last day, everybody. He came up to me. He's like at like yeah, 1.40 the then. And he's all like. Hey, before like you know, it's three o'clock and I leave forever. I need you to scare me more than you've ever yeah. scared me before. Yeah, he I'm actually busy, said to Eric. Yeah, he actually said to Eric, "You need to scare me once more." And then Eric just walked away at one point, came back and just went ah right behind him and scared the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm telling you though, anybody, if ever we have a video podcast, a video channel that we do, you know, original videos, yeah. we will reenact the greatest scare. That I've ever seen I don't even in my know how entire the scare life, is and it's possible. nothing. It's nothing 
that you could fully explain no. how gr- – I'm telling you. I'm telling you, there is no way to the, properly explain this so anybody can picture isn't. it in their heads. And if they saw the video of it, there they is still no way anybody's believing it. <laughs> this involves a failed scare – that five seconds later ends up scaring the crap out of wrong turn. I would like to say five no seconds. It's at more all. of a minute and a half because you and I had a conversation <laughs> in between. We were talking about the failed scare. Well, wrong. And oh, then he I'm going to try to paint the picture. I'm going to try to paint it the picture. It doesn't work. You can't do Eric it. Eric was hiding. Yeah. Eric was hiding for, for a while, but I knew where he was. So you know, here it stuff. is. So, yeah. Yeah, really. So I was along the lines where I, I got sick of i not sick of i needed you to stop scaring and and just talk to me because i was bored so i end up drawing wrong turn over to where you're hiding in this pile of garbage and stuff on this this big uh shelf that has like wire and stuff you're hiding in this with a cardboard you know piece of cardboard there so that he couldn't see you so i walk him over the problem is though i walked past where you were first you threw out the cardboard, jumped out, went, ah, and then I was there and I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I, I was trying to help you. And like, oh, th- that's the worst thing. I, I didn't know that was you. I wish that had a wrong turn is, is feet a foot away from us this whole time. He's not looking for a minute and a half. We're talking. He turns and sees you and literally jumps <laughs> in fear. <laughs> it made no sense. We were talking about the scare and he was looking somewhere else and just looks over after we made the most noise you threw a piece of cardboard out yelled out jumped at me and he looks over and goes ah and the, <laughs> the guy act, i'm told I, I swear at one point i had to walk past him to get and then turned around to walk back and he starts yeah. walking towards me and then the revelation of me being there that threw him he, off so in bad. his you, mind I just you appeared, appeared out of out of there <laughs> jumped he jumped and yelled this wasn't just like oh man i didn't see you he he i don't think i've ever seen any more anybody more terrified in my life he was terrified he was a foot away he was within a i I could have pushed him he was that close to both me and you where the failed scare happened you threw the thing jumped out crawled out from out of the shelf started talking to me about it we were like oh man that would have been so great and then you were like man i, uh. I set that up for 40 minutes <laughs> i was underneath there and then went, ah, nah, nah, and then ah. <laughs> somehow i still got to scare that's how good i am <laughs> I think after what you said, something like that, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And even even the thing beyond him was the girl he worked with. Yep. And she could not understand what had happened because we were all sitting there laughing about this. I think she was involved in the conversation over top of him to talk to me and you. Yep. And he just turned and jumped and yelled. Oh, I, I, uh, <laughs> oh, we're going to mess wrong. <laughs> we have to do a video of it. It was so ridiculous. Oh, and, and just the setup of where it was makes no sense. Not it at wasn't all. like he didn't have obstructed view seats here. He was right at center ice. He was right there. Oh, my. <laughs> but that's the end of the mail. All right. And thank yeah, you, Brandy. Brandon is having Congratulations. a, a boy. Congrats. That's going to be awesome. I said, all right, another Buffalo Bills fan. That's what this world needs. <laughs> uh, Rafe was pissed today. Speaking of that, we're going through the uh, Q-Mart, the 
the farmer's market in our town. I hope town. he becomes a Patriots fan. And he, I know, I actually was going to say, I'm, I'm going to do my best, Eric, uh, all the way here from, from Quakertown. Uh, Rafe was going through and he had his Miles Garrett jersey mm-hmm. on, his Cleveland Browns. I should have asked you what team it, that I was. I know what but it was. It's his Cleveland Browns deal. He's big Browns. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Odell Beckham went to the Browns, so Rafe is all excited. He thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl. He's already saying they're going to go 15-1 and next year because they have a wow. soft schedule and all this. So we're going through the uh, the Q-Mart, and he sees somebody with a Baker Mayfield jersey. He got so angry. He was giving this guy the stink eye. We were it, it, it pretty much stalking him then. Uh, Rafe wanted to quiz him on the team. I'm like – Really? You, you've been a fan for a year and a half. I mean, really, you're not born and bred here. I was mad, though. So, yeah, that's the end of that. But, yeah, if, if his son becomes a Patriots fan, there is a God, Eric. There is so a God. Good. And his name is Tom Brady. That's right. Boom. But we're going to go off now to some more books. This is how we do it. My, we're back here. I thought that was longer. Remix. I'm, I'm dancing. I'm doing the robot. That does not compute. The end of the song is illogical. You got to figure out a way to get our old songs back. You got to do it right now. I know. I know I can. I can download. I could just look up the emails from Dancing Mike, which was what I have to do because I did go get my computer. I made my appointment and yep. then kind of busted that Your appointment. Reservation. I went early. And they're like, okay, well, here's what we got to do. We got to turn on the computer. Guy turns it on, and, and Tanya's just there. And I said, well, what are you, in a play? Because the, the histrionics of, ah, she's doing that. Ah, she's laying on the ground. And by the way, the sound of kids, not mine. That's from Eric's place. What are you talking uh, about? So with that, uh, children Tanya's going, so we have to wait and wait and wait. And, uh, and if you hear them yell for help, just disregard that. Uh, yes. So we're waiting. The guy's sitting there like, oh, yeah, it's just going to take a minute. Well, the problem is, is that they got the thing and they the end uh, be all end all this story is they, they wiped my hard drive. I lost yeah. everything. Luckily, I had a lot of the stuff on uh, Dropbox. But the guy's sitting there and he's like, yeah, it's just going to start up, uh, you know, quick. So then it gets to the point where it's it now wants to update stuff, but it's not connected to the Internet. So now he's got to go get an Ethernet cable. He hooks that in. Now it's a. I'm like, this is what I want to be doing at home. Is this I, your I don't first you rodeo here, this. guy? And I'm like, really? <laughs> this is stuff I want to do, not you do here. And he's like, oh, it's that asking me do. for a password. Oh, and like, what password do you want? I'm like, oh, what are you talking here, buddy? What kind of scam you you play me for? You're trying squad? to steal my identity you, and believe what me. Are you, you can James have it. Jesse? Yeah, really. We'll switch identity. Let's vice versa this bitch, and I'll be on the Geek Squad. You can have my life. By the way, what are you doing this Friday? Because what you're now going to do is five hours of podcasting. You're you're (laughs) fucked, buddy. You're done. Vice versa, Eric. Freaky freaky Friday, (laughs) indeed. It's fuck you Friday is what it is. Oh, my. But yeah, we have three more books here, and also not a lot of songs for reviews. I have to look those up again. 
It's not dancing Mike's fault. It's all my lazy fault. Well, then we get the computer home. It <laughs> continues there. So we get the computer home. I have my new computer. Obviously, uh, well, as far as you would know, I'm not recording now on my new, you know, my older computer. Gasp. Mainly because I come home and I'm like, all right, let's set the bridge up, see if it works and all this. And in the meantime, they didn't fix anything. They said they really no. couldn't find anything wrong. It was a software issue. And I really, you're going to have a Isn't soft tissue issue when I punch you in your face. But so I, I come issue. home and I figure, yeah, I come home. That's how they call it in the emergency room. So I come home and I'm like, okay, what I want to do is I want to set the computer up. I'm still going to use the one I have now, the one I bought from Zach because I have everything on right now. But I want to set the other one aside on because if that blue screen comes up and says it's a memory kernel issue, somebody's <laughs> going to pay. So there's going to be a reckoning, as Ron Turn would say. <laughs> and so I end up going all right well in my mind usually when these things happen when you do take things in and i remember when we did kind of set up to take it in they said we don't want don't bring in your keyboard don't bring in a mouse we don't need those we don't need any cords just bring in the thing so in my mind usually how that will roll with me is i won't even unplug that cord i will just (laughs) unplug it from the the computer and it'll lay there and then the pile of cords i have so i come i'm like boom i'm looking for this cord i can't find it so i go down and hey tanya what's going on i can't find the power cord oh i I took that in when we went and then i'm like oh yeah i remember she did take it while we were at work so i'm like oh well what's the deal then did you leave it there do we have to call them like no they didn't need it Uh, well where is it (laughs) i'm not sure i'm like okay did you bring it home not sure so basically i don't have a cord a power cord so i couldn't even plug it in yet it's sitting here right in the middle of the room right now uh dangerously with my coffee waiting for her to have a total recall situation now and usually when when i'm doing things in this room i rarely spill things eric so there's unheard of well i do have my yeti coffee cup though and it does have that secure lid you want to hear it here it is you hear that? That's pretty goddamn secure. That's what Rafe that's what security says. sounds like, Rafe, folks. Yeah, really. Rafe said that that's classic Jim. Is what he told me the one time when I called them on the way home for lunch, and I was just doing this. And Tanya goes, "You all, you've been doing that for years." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I just got this. I just got this. this. It doesn't make sense what you're saying." You, yeah. you've been doing it for classic Jim wearing right there, classic folks. Classic Jim with that coffee mug. Oh my, that guy can't keep still. But here we are with the last books. And uh, you, did you like a little? You know, this is how we do it. You, you like that Montel Jordan? You know, I always dance for that. Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm afraid that people will hear that. Do you think how many people do you think would misconstrue that song to be an R. Kelly song? And right now you don't want anything to do with R. Kelly. You think Why there are people? That? No. Do you think that some people might think that that is an R. Kelly song because they can't Man, remember Montel Jordan? I, I can't tell. What I people bet you think can anymore. look up right now. This is how we do it. And it will come up as an R. Kelly song in a lot of searches. That's all I'm saying. We, we don't we don't condone any sort of this is how we do it, R. Kelly, right? It's you're a weird not thing down, to bring up. You're not down with the R. Kelly. I'm saying yeah, I don't want people me. to think we're awful. And that R. Kelly, he's in this some trouble, is that guy. How we do <laughs> I'm it telling you, I think that R. R. Kelly's gonna pop Kelly. up. Well, you're gonna put R. Kelly, then it will pop up. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure bad. that no, I'm no, sure nothing, it will, nothing though, came right? with R. Kelly, but Oh my, maybe that's not the case. Maybe people realize and know yeah, that it's just the you. gem Montel Jordan. I just don't think that many people will remember Montel Jordan. And uh, you know, I think that the they would have some problems. Yeah, they do. What is it, Pepperidge Farms now? <laughs> uh, the internet remembers. 
We're here for three books, Eric. Here we go. We have three books left and, and what sounds like a gang of kids outside your door. And right trying to we, come in. Right, we start, right when we started recording. They want me lucky Je- charms. Jess was going around like a bull in a china shop over there, knocking shit down. I don't this know. This is my I'm not going to say anything that includes bitch and door in some sort of funny saying. But we're going to start with Catwoman you? number nine. I wouldn't, Eric. I would not. Where, where's my – I'm looking for the sound. That is inappropriate. Yes, 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 Eric. I will admit to you that we have a guest star tonight. I, I don't know if you're aware, but yes. Are these children over here? No, no. Pills has joined us. I, I was getting so oh tired. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had to, I had to go back to, to Jimmy's little helper. It's what we had to do, Aaron. You know, they're prescribed, though. Catwoman number nine. You like that, Aaron? You like the way I say that? Catwoman? Yes, what is wrong with you? I'm desperately trying to get my things because when when we're doing this, I actually thought I'm going to do what I do at the Marvel podcast. I don't write down the – No, I don't write down the creative team. I go by the book. But while we were arguing, and while we were arguing, though, I ended up going away from the last page. So it is Catwoman number nine, written by Ram V, who in my mind sounds like a kick-ass He-Man character. Art by yeah, Ram V. Art by or maybe some sort of truck. A artist, uh, John Timms, and letterer, Humvee? letterer Josh Reed. I, listen, whatever you want to get money for from me later, let's discuss that after the podcast. You don't have to bring that up here. Joel Jones takes some time off, and we get Ram V with a one-shot caper issue. I love the art, and while this issue is fun enough, I need more from this book overall but I could hope this is a good start. And I'm saying not a good start with anything setting up. You're hoping that the detective continues. We'll have to see if that happens. We'll have to see if that happens because it is one of the better setups of a character dealing with one uh, Catwoman than we've had in this issue. But you have the detective show up because, you know, we've had two cops, as far as I'm concerned, show up in this book already. You and I can't tell them apart. We just know that one's bad and one's good. We believe. That's what we think we understand. Here you have Detective Hadley show up. And not only does he show up looking all dead, as hell, but it actually says Detective Dean Hadley in bright yellow letters. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you really want me to make sure that I know yeah, this you character do, but going I think forward. it's mainly from this issue. The only thing that you, looking, dude. the only thing that you could worry about, I don't know, is the Creels. Is Rayanna Creel organized crime? Is, is that you can kind of guess that maybe Her face ain't organized? No, well, no, really, she don't. You know, bitch ain't got no nose, but he is organized crime this isn't yes. homicide this isn't vice or whatever the case may be well, it seems like she has had at least some kind of empire going on you know well, that's what i'm the saying scenes. if you want to think and kind of say the issue that the creels would be an organized crime family then you can go that maybe we will see dean hadley as well it just seemed that when he spells himself out as organized crime that is either an idea that we won't see him or we will i don't know I wouldn't mind if we did because it's set up. Catwoman, even this whole thing, this little one shot, you know, Ocean's Eleven kind of caper we have going on, which I do appreciate because it does feel closer to Catwoman than anything we've had in the series so far with her going to Villa Hermosa, dealing with the Creoles. This is my problem, though, is we are already eight issues into a new Catwoman book. And yes, this feels more like what I was hoping the book might be overall, but it's not what we're getting. So it's it's one of those things where I'm torn. And I said, I don't mind this issue. I even said in my review 
that this gives you a good dose of Catwoman that we haven't had. Uh, the problem I had, I, I thought that it could have been set up better. And by the end reveal, I do think that Ram V thought that his caper was a little more clever than it really ended up being. And that threw me off a little. Pretty clever. But we have eight issues of setting up what this Catwoman book is. This is a one shot with a different thing. So he comes in, but it almost, you know, is it going to serve the regular deal when we go back to the slow burn Rayon Acryl? Or is it going to be one of those where people go, or is it going to be that people go back and say, boy, I'd rather have this caper issue again than this nonsense. It may end up backfiring. I mean, we even said that when the the sales come out, it looks as if Joshua Williamson may have jumped on the Batman books for the price and raised the sales. Is that something that Tom King will be happy about because the idea of more people jumping back on? Or is it one of those that he's going to be like, oh man, now I'm going back to the nightmares and it's going to slap people in the face. So I don't know if you're going to have that here as well, where when you have this fun one shot then you kind of get back to the slow burn deal but because where i said problem well and but i said though because where i said i hope this is the start of something getting better in this book i'm not just saying the detective i'm also saying that maybe joelle jones needed a break maybe she needed a break to kind of reset things and kind of get the story because at where points, do i want to well, go with catwoman well, yeah well at points the story seems like some of the issues were a little rushed and when she was especially when she was doing art which looked great but the story there was not much to them we had a lot of stories where when we got to the end of that six-issue arc, that sixth issue was just thrown at you with people that were not set up well. And so, yeah, maybe we'll go on. Maybe we'll see Jimmy Fleece some more. I don't know. This seems like what we would like to have Catwoman have kind of a crew. But now you, you are getting this You're one You're going to get some more Swifty? Well, with that, yeah, you have Jimmy Fleece here, the Swifty. But then you start to wonder, like, why didn't she call Swifty a month ago when she was almost getting killed? Why didn't she call these other guys? I think that that might not serve the overall deal. But if you're going well, into I this, it's a one shot. Swifty is, as we understand through this one issue, is the guy you call when you need, you know, certain things like fake IDs and costumes and cars and counter, like, you know, different yeah. things throughout. Because that's when you call Swifty. When you call Jimmy the Fence, that's when you need, like, you know, for, as she says, a shill. She needs a stooge to no, come. She- she needs to come in and do yeah but still the guy's big i mean if she needed help in all these things when she was getting the crap kicked out of her i think she might have and these aren't friends she's paying them so yeah. you know it's not like these are, so why couldn't she have paid them and also just the amount of money that seems to be throwing around in this issue i did not get the idea that she had that much money where she can just call and, and though it ends up being an okay deal where she wants to get this bracelet back because carlos he wants to give it to his boyfriend or at least ask this guy to become his boyfriend and she is willing Going to pay steady. she's willing to pay five figures to do this that is a cool thing to think that Selena is and then you could even go with well she does have a lot of money she just doesn't want to you know spend it or whatever but it does kind of throw it, it seems like you might have been better served to kind of have this be a like out of time like this might have happened you know before all the creel stuff I, I don't know it just feels a little off to me of what's going on in the setup but yeah she's the broker you know, Shin Lu, the broker Lu, yeah. who is in Chinatown is the guy that they fence all the stuff and her apartment and the the pawn shop has been robbed. 
And that's the whole setup where you have Carlos like, man, oh, the police know. And you, you kind of get that bad police still. And like, man, the police know who's doing this. It's the broker in Chinatown. That's where all this stuff goes. It's very, like I said, it's very A well, to B, very is- quick. It is. And the, it being, you know, organized crime detective Hadley is trying to bring down the broker and does not want Selena Kyle to get into his way with this idea like, okay, look, I know who you are. I know you're goddamn Catwoman. I know that the broker did this because he's been doing all over town. We don't have enough evidence to put him away, but I don't want you getting your goddamn Paulus in this because I don't need you messing up my goddamn case. And, and it's weird, though. It's actually it, – it's weird the way he spells it out again because he doesn't spell it out like like you usually would have where it'd be like, man, don't. no, he doesn't – he wants to get the collar. He wants to make yeah. the arrest. It's not even like she, he's saying to her, though, like, don't mess this up, and then he gets away. He's just like, I want to get the collar. And I'm like, all right, whatever. It's just the setup. And she goes in. She calls all these guys to get involved. She gets some money. She gets this plan involving switching radios, which really hinges on a lot of things happening that I thought were not well set up. Um, but, yeah, she goes and ends up doing this and ends up looks like she got shot by by Jimmy. But, you know, there and then ends up switching radios and getting away with everything like this bracelet and stuff like that. But by the end, like I said, I didn't think that it was that well set up. She ends up going, she pretends she's dead, gets through a, you know, where she doesn't know where they're going to put her. And exactly. That that is the biggest hole in the plan of my idea where she has Jimmy fleece, you know, act like, act like he shoots her. Jimmy fleece is, it's not, yes, they're in a, underground after hours it looks like casino kind cas- of area yeah. but it, it's not a, this is like a private game for yeah. some heavy hitters but yet they wouldn't know jimmy th- we don't know that they would let this is a game that would be like something this where you jimmy have fleece. to everybody yeah, but knows we, jimmy fleece but he, does, he doesn't seem to be from villa hermosa so how do they know him he she even says at one point yeah you remember villa hermosa right that place is is terrible you got to come here and so I don't know the setup with this and how He's it's going the on that they would let him in this game. I think that that is very forced. Also, you're letting him in a game, an organized crime game, pretty much, Eric. Me and you go to a set up uh, Yakuza game, right? They, they are not letting us come with a gun. They, they are going to frisk us as we go in. They're not letting us have a gun there. And yet he has a gun and he uses it. You would assume they're blanks. Selena has a yeah. blood pack, whatever. But there's no way they're getting into this game with a gun. It's just not happening. Or you're just going to have a guy like, I lost. No, I didn't. You're dead. And killing what is the biggest boss here in the underworld of Villa Hermosa. There is a lot of holes in this. I said, though, I don't mind it. But, yeah, like you said, then how do you know? How does Selena know they're going to take her? I mean, for the most part, they may throw her outside in the alley. Exactly. They may just leave her there. No, I'm saying it all does hinge on where they're at. I'm I'm guessing, you know, Swifty got some plans for the area or something like that. Just the idea, like, all right, this is worth things are going to go down because I know that Detective Hadley is going to be outside because he's watching this whole thing. Right. There's going to be a gunshot. He's going to come inside. Just the idea that like, all right, put her in the closet because the cops are on their way. I'm like, yeah. That, the, how do you know the closet, which has a air vent, which you can crawl through to get to the upstairs yeah. where the safe is? That is and the again, biggest hole again, in the plan. Other than that, though, yeah. I do have fun with the breakdowns yeah. of how things got and the idea that we're going to plan There's stuff no out. way that and, he would have had a gun there. There's no way they'd let somebody into a organized crime-based card game and not 
you know, to, you know, pat them down and take a gun. That's fine. You just go on with it. But the other thing is the big plan also hinges on the fact that, you know, Headley, he don't call in for backup. He, he calls <laughs> in for backup later when Catwoman suspects he would is when Catwoman puts a grappling hook on and jumps out the window. Right. Shots fired is when he would call for backup. That That is just 101 here. You're not going to run into a casino of an organized crime where he ends up saying, and the other thing is, there's one shot. He runs in and says it sounds like a gun range. I guess that's a single shot gun <laughs> he range. He goes to a pretty tame gun he range. He also has his partner out, out and about who doesn't ever use his radio or the car radio because that wouldn't make sense in the story. And the whole thing is, is that Catwoman is end up, she goes, she gets the shit out of the, 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 uh, the safe and then ends up ho- hooking a grappling hook on Headley kicking him and jumping off the balcony and then he jumps off and falls when he does call for backup but they switch the radios at that point which to me there was no so time it calls catwoman's so men it calls catwoman's men who come in dressed as police officers again where Perfect is the player. partner who sees these other guys just come out of regular cars dressed as police officers and go in there He's nowhere to be found. They're the worst partner ever. And uh, <laughs> he, he does have his face full of coffee he and does donuts have, at yeah, this He's point. eating food, but really the worst. Wonder Woman gets to too, or Catwoman gets to kick butt, which is okay. But that I, I, timer I, I, going I, means nothing to me either. No, the timer means that she can kick everybody's ass in 10 seconds pretty yeah, much. But yeah, the whole idea all. where I, I want to know the setup they have because they are going after the broker, obviously. They have a kind of a sting situation or that is outside. But Hedwig has a, a, a ear, like a headphones on, and he's like, they're, the place is bugged. That's gunshots. It's, I think it should have been like more of like, you know, they heard the gunshots being outside because that gives you probable cause to go in. And yeah, because then that's that what the he says. Bugged. And that's the other thing is the idea of him saying like, you can't come in here, Headley. You've been trying to get your nose in here all along. There were gunshots. That's probable cause. There's also probable cause to go in here and up here. And it, and it just gets, <laughs> no, it gets the goofy. Is, the partner didn't have the headphones on. So in my mind, he didn't hear no gunshots. Yeah, yeah he heard them. And he's there <laughs> and he's just like make sure nobody comes out but we never see him again like i said this car just pulls up a regular car and guys with guns dressed up as police go running in and that's kind of like the cops work but again that yeah and then that's also how the like there's nothing to that like we never really even really saw that play out much in this whole deal we're just told afterwards and then you know you have the cutesy deal here's your collar meow and there's like a gold where did she get that collar and that seems to be something that would have been in the safe luckily like oh man this plan really is working out uh but she has this and she leaves this evidence for him to take down the you know the, the big broker, boss yeah. the broker again you, you know i could sit here and, and complain and argue about what's realistic and not you know it is a it is a comic so i'm not going to do that but just this evidence that's gathered by catwoman who is there and stealing stuff and that i don't know that the broker is not going to be well, out in in a day the, the- well, the thing is, we have Hadley who came in with probable cause because he heard gunshots. If you have all of this stuff littered out in the open for him to find that is stolen goods, you do have enough there. But it's in boxes with a letter from Catwoman. 
And they all know who Catwoman is. So all this guy in this guy is going to have high-powered lawyers. All he's going to say is this stuff was planted by Catwoman. That's all they're going to say. It's there with a letter from her. Detective Hadley, the collar is yours. Meow. You know Hadley's keeping his goddamn mouth shut about where he got this. Yeah, but they aren't. These other guys who are sitting there, they're not. Also, the idea that when they come in – they're all tied up and things like they, I'm telling you, there's a lot of outs for the the broker is not going to jail. It's all I'm saying. It's fine. And, and you end up then with. Are you trying to tell me that Batman's ineffective as well? I, I, I'm telling you. Yeah, you, we talked about it before. You can't just have a villain hanging from the light pole. And that is the be all end all. You know? I was assaulted and hung up yeah, here for no reason. I wasn't officer. even anywhere. Let me I was down. just here having a fun game of, you know, cards. And the next hanging thing, out I got on the street. assaulted and then all this stuff was planted. Uh, but yeah, she ends up getting back this bracelet. It, it seems like even Headley, he's like, he thinks that's cool. Like, look, and goes, it's funny, too, because he skirts the issue at one point. He's like, you know. That a, lot, a lot of the stuff was left there. A couple things were gone from the safe, <laughs> like that bracelet. I'm like, a couple things, huh? And even before he even says She's that, got a he, problem. he goes up She's to Selena. Yeah, he goes up to Selena. Is like, yeah, I know who you are. You know, it's I know you really pie. are. And there is an intriguing thing where he does say, "I've heard stories about you, you cop killer." And I'm like, all right, you know, we're getting to something here. But yeah, he's like, how'd you do it? And the whole deal was earlier when she called the guys. Know, for up. some reason, you saying cop killer made this all come because I actually, when I read this story, I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? That was in the beginning of the series, and I forgot all yeah. about it for, for yeah, some so reason. The inflection okay. in your voice made me think cap cop killer. Ki- oh, you gave me total recall, Jim. Yeah. Go talk to your wife. She's going nice. to find that cord. Just say computer cord. Cop and she'll remember. killer, I say to her. <laughs> and then she runs. Uh, but yeah, you have this way at the end that it's well, revealed. She thought you like, tea for a second. Yeah, it's like, yeah, really? No, I'm lemonade. She says, uh, yeah, you know, I, I did my thing. And he's like, oh, that for a bracelet. Was it worth it? And then there's that weird line that's just like, if a, if a good kid like that can't catch a break, what hope is there for the rest? I'm like, I don't know that he's going to make that connection. He wasn't really that connected to Carlos. But he's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, he saw her outside and made the connection that she's no, there. I'm he's going to do something about I don't even think it. he remembers who Carlos is. I, I wouldn't even think that he's he has detective. any – he has no recollection. Detective like, oh, Hadley that was the guy who was like there that trap. had a bracelet and there's the bracelet and whatever. At, earlier even says, listen, listen, Kyle. Cap killer, you don't go after this. It's my collar. And so at the end, she's like, how did you do it? And then we get to see this reveal. And the, the big thing that I have is that, you know, it was set up the day before, the day before the job where the where Swifty's like, all right, kid, what's the plan? So all this was the day before. So you, you have Jimmy Fleece who kind of gets in with the bad guys in in less than 24 hours he, he's there he's good it's forced to me but it's okay and, and then at the end you have this deal because at the one point when they're on what i think it was with jimmy fleece on the phone what kind of dance are we doing and then at Two the step end cha-cha. it's the cha-cha you get the cha-cha the throughout and i actually like the progression of the cha-cha just for the whole idea that it is this con plan and it plays off a lot like oceans 11 which I, i'm a big fan of heist movies and stuff like nah. that Actually, seeing it, I thought this was surface level and and stuff was just forced in. And at the end, when you do see the reveal of what happened, it's not that clever to me. A lot of things were forced in to kind of make it work. And it didn't, it wasn't one of those like at the end, you see the plan and you're like, oh my God, that was clever. Oh my God. No, it, it all hinges on a guy not calling in. The, to back up and then switching out the radio as you're hooking up a 
grappling hook and kicking yourself off of the balcony. And it just seemed very forced. And yeah, at the end, listen, you wouldn't understand because you ain't got no rhythm. You can't dance the cha-cha-cha. Yeah, so there you go. You get the cha-cha-cha. But yeah, uh, Headley's well set up more than any other policeman in yeah, this Yeah, I'm telling book, you, so I will remember Detective Hadley after talking about all this times, you know, because those we'll other ones, I have continues. no idea who those other cops but are. But a lot I'm of times, we read a though, bunch of issues. No idea yeah, who they are. Well, a lot of times, though, you know, you have a, a guy or a gal on a book, and they're not going to want to. Headley seems to be a Ram V character that he created. And what does what makes Joel Jones need or want to continue with this character that she didn't make uh we'll have to see we'll have to see what pops up i have a feeling that if we do see him it might be down the line i'll be very surprised and very happily surprised if we do see him like next issue or two uh to kind of get an in and maybe this also gives selena we always wait for it selena a gordon type connection Right. In a city that she's or in, this new some city. other kind of and we supporting always like cast. That. And and here's the deal: is you know, Selena kind of goes, you know, she doesn't. She's not a hero. She's a you know no. an anti-hero at point. She does you know toe the line, goes back and forth between. And this Hadley does seem like a guy who doesn't really go by the book either. So I think that that fits in well. Also, just it might yeah, he's calling backup, Jim. Yeah, really, and it all hinges on that. I'm telling you that uh, maybe even a, uh, a romantic interest at some point. Who knows? They get very close at that one the, point. I thought well, they go smooch. That, the guy who looks like Constantine is a very good looking guy. Yeah, he, he does put look Constantine like Constantine and Hadley in the same room. Like I don't think you'd be able to tell them apart really? which one's smoking which one's yeah, not you're like hey man because he seems to be smoking too at one point so or at least and then we get like, aquaman in there in a trench coat like you know what this steve head co- like Tre- hair cut get down steve a bit. trevor steve not trevor. bathing for a while <laughs> let him get some stubble he's right in right, let's get put a barry allen in a trench coat yeah that'd be good yeah but yeah, I like the art a lot. And this is John so Timms who does or did a lot of the Harley art. And I, I do like him a lot. Uh, and he's a good guy, too. Uh, he, you know, he retweets some things of ours and things like that. He follows us on Twitter. So I, I like when somebody that we have a little bit of a connection to. It's not like I talk to him, but we have a little. I, I love it that I actually enjoy his art and stuff like that, which I do a lot. Uh, so I give this a six five. Uh you know, I, I couldn't go as full as a seven. Just it's a one shot. I thought that there were a lot of forced things in this to get to the end. And it wasn't as clever as I thought. But I did like some of the character work. So I, I could go as high as a six, nine, seven, maybe if you really wanted to convince me. But what would you give it? I just can't I go that us- high because it's it's just to me it was forced. For a one-shot story that, you know, you don't have a lot of room to play with and you want to have some fun, I had some fun reading this heist story. Got to introduce to a detective when I I know the character now, and I can ho- only hope that he continues going forward because right now he's the most interesting character in this book besides for Catwoman for that we've had for eight goddamn issues. And I'm telling you, I'm a fan of heist stories. I think for, you know, doing with whatever, 21 pages, I think that V-Ram did a hell of a job trying to fit all of this in and make it clever and make it fun at the same time. So I would give it a 7 out of 10 as well. Yeah. There are some holes in it. Here I and there found it. Well, like, that's the problem. This? Is to me, though, is like by the end, like I said, he gets to just make up the reality, and when he does, it's not that clever. I, I didn't find any of this clever. The idea that. I'm going to pretend I get shot, which she doesn't even mention when she talks about the plan, you know, how it uh, evolves at the end. We have no idea why he would she would end up in the, you know, the closet. closet. We have no yeah. idea how this radio would get switched that quick and why you'd have Headley not call him for backup. There are so many dan- Jimmy down Jimmy Thuiston did his research on Hadley. That's what yeah. the c- conclusion they came yeah, to. But they that's, could read like people. Like I said, what? They go online and it says, boy, uh, Hadley, he was hired by the department in 
82. By the way, he don't call for backup. Yeah, I think there'd be some notes in his file about things that he yeah, does what, or does not do. What file is that going to be? His like, police force file? Yeah, but the police force file would be in a filing cabinet somewhere. I, no, I don't get the idea. I mean, it's on a computer. I don't know <laughs> that somebody's sitting there typing in, typing, he doesn't call for backup. I'm telling you, where are you going to get this file about an officer that is that, you know, crazy that it's like, you know, and what, that's the thing is, it's never even spelled out like, hey, we found out that he did, doesn't do that. She just says, you know, he's a hot shot, so he sure won't call shot. for backup. Never says he wanted that we collar. found out that twice he was reprimanded for not calling him backup. Then I'm fine. Then you have it. I said in my mind, if I was going to do this, when they originally had the the robbery at the beginning where he is on the scene – Maybe you set it up that he did get there and could have caught the robber, but they say to him, man, Headley again, how many times do I have to tell you to call for backup? He's like, man, you know me, I'm a hot shot. And it's set up. Then, you know, it's a little then, bit too in your face the, in my mind. But then to me, no, but then you have Selena hearing this cause she's there and that's where the plan starts. This plan just happens because it ends up him telling us at the end, there's, there's no setup for, you know, the idea that, Hey, why wouldn't the Yakuza, when he shoots Selena, go over and check her if she's alive or dead? Nobody even checked. They're all freaking out. These are mobsters. I think they would have put another bullet in her head, and then she'd be dead. Book over. But yeah, everything just relies on what happens at the end. Like, And I think that, again, it's you writing a mystery, and you know how it ends. But I thought it could have been a little more clever. Uh, but we're going to go on to the next book, which you know, I wish this was more clever as well, because this book ain't too too clever. Uh, what you don't it? like this one? It's no. Hawkman number 10, written by Robert Venditti okay. with art by Brian Hitch, Andrew Kerr. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Jeremiah Skipper, Starkings, and Comic Craft. The fight is on against the Deathbringers, but who and what these villains are and what the void god is that they worship is still left in the dark as Carter Hall bashes and smashes his way to the end of the issue, where his new power to go through space and time brings all of his other personas to his aid as he shuts down these enigmatic here we go enigmatic evildoers yeah. once and for all i try to get too clever yes you did <laughs> you did it you're like g willow wilson explaining the suicide squad <laughs> you, you went too far evildoers you, once you and went for too all. far it's what you did you didn't have to go that far i thought um, i could talk you I was know wrong. what i've lived lives as different men Eric, I was this, but now I'm Hawkman. Jesus, crime. Today I'm just Carter Hall. I am Hawkman. How many times is he going to repeat himself in this issue? And and I thought where one of my biggest complaints in this issue is it looks like uh, Brian Hitch waited till last second to do this art. This art I thought was was off from what we have seen before. I'm looking at the scenes of crowds and Carter going through. There are people without even faces going, and we haven't had that. This has been a book. Isn't that a more of a talk about what society is? This has been a book that has been very well detailed. And we had had parts where we're like, man, this is great. When you get to the point where he's going around and saving people and, hey, get off the streets or whatever – there is no detail to the backgrounds. There's no detail to Carter. There's no detail to the people. It really loses what I thought was the best thing about this book, for the most part, was a very detailed and awesome art. I think it's down. I, I don't think it ruins the issue at any point, but I do right. think that this was not his best work. There is an elongated neck at one point that looks very odd on Carter, and that was pointed <laughs> out in the slack, and I agree. But my biggest problem with this is – 
the idea that, you know, we're, we're seeing that this issue or this story will end at 12. This is definitely just a placeholder issue for the most oh, part. Oh, it totally you, is. You I'm just... telling you, we have the whole thing that the Deathbringers are here on Earth. Idom is finally going to have his revenge on Carter Hall for throwing him and the rest of the Deathbringers into the void with their god for millennia or how long it's been to this point. He's yeah. going to go and he's going to kill every world that he's ever inhabited to get his full and utter revenge. And as he is, you know, has Carter by the neck here, choking him out with his goddamn staff. I'm like, yeah. he is going through and catching everybody up on everything that we've seen so far. When I am just yeah. sitting here saying, all right, why, why are all the death bringers? Why do they all look Thanagarian? Is, is that a thing? What is this void God? And like, you know, what has been going on? What is your purpose? I don't know anything. Why do you have giant hawk mechas that you travel around in? Yeah. I don't know anything about you besides from the most basic information that Hawkman used to be your general. He used to go kill people for the Void God. That's all yeah. I know. I don't know and, anything else about and it. And I love the fine print too, where you have the idea that Carter in his deal and you have like, you know, I I, I heard of your deal. I, I went and I, I went and heard this deal that you have that you, to be able to get done with this, Idum has found out that he has to save as many lives you find this as out? he kills. Well, even just that, I love the idea of basically this would be me. Hey, Eric, I heard that, you know, anybody who dies – uh, you have to make up for that if it's your fault. Well, I'm going to go kill people. Somehow it's going to be your fault. He's like, I'm going to bring down this entire world. And then I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to every world and bring them down. Think of all those lives you're going to have to deal with then. I'm like, no, no, Adam, that's you. This is all on you. Then you, you can't make the fine print of I'm Isn't doing, doing this, this because bro, of what I'm Hawkman doing this did? because I'm mad at you. That doesn't work. That to me, that does not work in the whole roundabout deal. Now, again, See, Carter, what we're setting Carter, up. De- death. Death and yeah. murder was the problem that you had. What you got to do here to save lives is commit death and murder. Yeah. Please kill these people. Yeah. And so with that, though, it, it's almost like just to point out, hey, guys, y- you get this? He's going to save the world. That's really going to take a large chunk out of this debt that he owes. You, you understand this? This is what it is. And, you know, this is a lot of reiteration. It's a lot of repeating. Like I said, at one point, he'll just keep saying, you know, I'm I'm Carter Hall. I'm Hawkman. I've, lived, I'm this. I've been this I've person. This. I've been this person. Yeah. And by the end, it's it's cool enough when he gets an army and of himself. Is, but there's you, not much going on this whole he issue. He is flying through, taking out individual death bringers and stuff like that. Hawk, different Hawkman, you know, wingmen, stuff like that. He is taking them on a, out of himself. And I'm telling you, I'm reading this thing. I'm like, all right, I know I see how it's gonna go. I know what the ending's gonna be because you've yeah. been so blatant about how it's gonna work out with yep. these fucking people coming out. Say, but uh, all I want to know, besides for everything else I have already talked about, was how is, is why this that mace? mace? We how we the, saw like, it before. Is this but, the answer to Mjolnir? Yeah. Yeah, we saw it before when it zinged at him when he was flying around earlier. Why. But it was never he said something like it just had a he connection. Did. I thought he did. I'm just like, eh, it's a mace. But yeah, yeah in this though, that's the this problem. Issue, huh? In this, yeah. In this though, the the idea that the mace is like Molnir and comes to him. It's such a crucial part of this issue to have that happen. He's so about that he to kill Zadow. Yeah, so he can fight back, and uh, that that is off. Now, the the other thing about this is is just the idea that I do think that, and it's a venditti thing. We we've talked about. We were ones, and I start seeing more people start talking about the idea that Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps book. 
was treading water just so much. And maybe it's yeah. one of those and it, it's there are people in Slack, but there's also I see people online as well. Maybe it takes you to get the trade and a couple trades for you to sit down and read the story like right as it goes on. But this does feel like a story that's written for a trade. This issue here, I hope it reads better in a trade because you're waiting a whole month and you get nothing except a cool cliffhanger. That's what we did with Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps. That's what we'd always so we get. always do. You'd I'm always you. sit there and tread water. It'd be half the issue would recap you up to what happened before. Then you get a little bit and then just to lead everything else well, led to the cliffhanger. And that's what happens where, where here. Are we, where we ended last issue with Idam having Hawkman at his mercy. If you mm-hmm. just ended right there and got to the last page here where the bunch of Hawkmen spring out of Carter Hall, you're good. You're all caught up. Yeah. That last page yeah. after that issue that's all to you this need. last page. It's all you need. That I mean, two last pages. Bang, you can up. say to me that this whole Man, idea of all the, <laughs> all the people running around and stuff, that that gives it more of a scope. But I already had the scope. I didn't the need scope the scope. The scope was even more, in my mind, like, you know, emphasized last issue because you got a lot of wide shots where you saw how big these Deathbringer robots were over top yeah. of London. Yeah. And even when the that's armies of the, of the Deathbringers came out, I'm like, oh, man, the scope is gigantic. It's actually a thing I praised most about last issue here like you, you talked about the art i don't have a problem with it but it doesn't do us any real favors no, I, I for just, the i'm idea telling you it's not that i idea. thought it was horrible now you're treading water to yeah. get to your big cliffhanger it's just to me i have really enjoyed the art i mean look at look at the progression of the art of xanadu where she's running at one point it doesn't even look like the same person it does you can't even tell that like if i sat there and just showed you this you, you would have no idea that's madam xanadu the kick-ass part of the issue can i me, see her having doing magical powers no I might be able i'm to saying guess, just though. running because there's no sort of detail at all i thought that one of the biggest kick-ass moments was another one that the progression of art i think was off and maybe it's because you even have a turn of the page to do it but it's when you have Idum there and he's choking out he's doing the sleeper hold eric i mean he's sure about is. to tap out he ends up hitting his you know hawk symbol and the wings come to knock Idum out i thought that the progression of that was was not great and that's to me that was a pretty kick-ass moment yeah. it seemed off and then you have like i said xanadu comes through she nothing has the detail that i was used to in this like even just so, go so what's go, to do with edom what's his yeah, background I, well Joe? i'm telling you if we go to page go to page nine is the one i'm yeah, looking at and it's just a bunch of people running around going can you save them all edom's saying and run there is Dear not God. any detail in that. And in fact, the perspective of the street, to every, it's off. Everything looks off. And I just. I, That's I, London for you. Yeah, really. I mean, really. I, I just thought he was, it was a little down. And some of the things you see Carter up close, that looks good. But it, it gets yeah. to be panels that it seems he like saves they're some not people, as good. He fights some Deathbringers, yeah, realizes he's being overpowered, and somehow is able to use his connection by thinking about his old lives to make them spring forward when the before was, he was trying not to think. I'm like, I'm Carter Hall. I'm Hawkman. Because now it seems to be the idea is, okay, if I think about past lives, I go there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now he I, I can just no teleport wherever he wants. I, I have no idea it's what your like powers he, are or how can, any of this works. He can leap. Uh, you know, and he all he's trying to do is find his way home, Eric. It's what he's trying to do. Dr. Sam Beckett. He is. Or, I mean, it's even like a... Sliders. Possibly. But, you know, at the end, he's no, like, listen like here. I, I think it's more along the lines of... Sliders. 
And so he's there. And he's like, it's hey, really Idum. Hey, Idum, you know what this is like? It's like it's this. <laughs> but he's he just ends up like, yeah, you know, I have a lot of lives. Looking at you all scarred up like that. You know, I realize that I have an army myself. Boom. And then you get the, just I, all of his I like reiteration for this whole thing. Because I said the final page, I was wrong about the final page being the, all the iterations coming up. And the thing is exactly because the final page is, Oh, how can it be? Well, fuck you, Hawkman. It looks like Adam stabs Hawkman with a spear. And <laughs> the end, he just stabs him. He's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of this nonsense. But yeah, even well, with I, the I, idea. I don't know of- if I was, I was feeling pretty generous. So with this whole thing, because I ended up giving this on the site a six out of 10. Cause my, well, it's a battle scene. Maybe a lot of some people will be into the idea of you Hawkman battling Screw other Thanagarian I'm going six. I'm going six as well. I still like I can't like do this. it anymore since I, we've talked yeah, about it. I still like this There's book. No. Nothing to this like issue. It. But I don't read, like that. This up to this not. point, there's nothing new here. And if you have not seen the idea that these other Hawkmen were going to come to save five, the day with five, Carter, I'm you're, you're blinder five, than five, I am. Five, five. <laughs> I, I'm telling you. <laughs> you have your glasses us, on. You got some reading about glasses? This has brought me down so much because you're talking about how you think the arts, this porous has been. And what I'm saying, it's still good. It's okay. It's just, yeah, it's not you expected bad. more from what yeah. we've been getting out of Brian Hitch. I don't have a problem with it personally, but this story is just so – There's nothing to it. I'm telling you, it's just being extended to a point where you're just making the Hawkman book boring. If you make a Hawkman book boring, it's a problem because Hawkman by himself has a problem sustaining a book. You don't make yeah, that book does. boring. You better be on the edge of your seat every – and there's gonna- a big battle. Like I said, he is fighting and it looks really cool. There is no story at this point, though. So I'm going down to a four out of ten. For As this we one. say this, I just want to make sure I have a reference, and I'm bringing up issue nine to okay. uh, see here to see if the art. If maybe I'm just like off that the art. No, no, no. I want you at some point check out issue nine. Compared to this, everything is detailed to the point where it all looks good. There is crisp these, as like, far as I remember. Yeah, yeah, it does. And this one seems a little muddied out, and just does seem like maybe. He fell behind a little well, to get there. There's giant Deathbringers coming, and I, Jim. And I'm looking at nine. Dusty. And yeah, and I'm looking at nine. And you have where you had him in with Madame Xanadu and stuff like that. And then we got the big Deathbringers showing up. We were all excited yeah. enough. Uh, but yeah, this book is the idea. Like, this is Venditti. This is also what we're starting to get a little bit afraid of with the Freedom Fighters as well. Like, sure this is. is his MO. His MO is just to kind of really take your time, come up with a a cliffhanger that'll get people excited again to go to the next issue. But then you kind of have to work towards that next cliffhanger because there's not much substance. Now, we we did say that we thought, you know, this will end at, not the bookend, but the story will end at issue 12. Now, we have issue 11, which usually the penultimate issue of an arc like this, a very long arc this is, like almost like a maxi series, you will get the big setup for the finale. This Which seems to you get are- this like this would be it. So I'm wondering if maybe we'll be balls to the wall next issue. Or well, that's what I'm thinking. To the wall, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at the solicits the right. <laughs> yes, I have not looked at the solicits yet for this, but I'm thinking maybe we will get our finale next issue and then have a and cool down, a, kind of wrap yeah, things up 12th issue just in case. Up. Yeah. Like, you know, well, that's this what I'm really saying. That's out. what I think yeah. will happen. This felt like the penultimate issue of a big arc or a maxi series or something like that, that you end up with this whole deal where this army is going to fight. Obviously, in our mind, this whole Hawkman army will take down the Deathbringer stop Itam, and then you will have That's to have. That's what's going to get us. You will have to Itum's have a cooldown deal. Well, you'll have to have a cooldown because you're going to have to do something with all these Hawkmen. They're all about now. Also, I, I do want to think <laughs> Back that to the void with you at this point. 
I am kind of waiting for Hawkgirl to get mentioned. And this seemed like this would have been the issue to kind of bring her She's in at the last second to kind, kind of, of to kind of like join in the fray at the last second to help, but you know, she's really left behind. Now she what is in, anybody in she this? is in Justice League. Well, she's in Justice Nobody League, and up. I think that maybe that's the reason. Like, hey, we don't want to confuse people, but th- she should be Fuck in this that. book. She could be in two goddamn books. I know. Hey, you can't even get her through the door. I mean, but yeah, I'll go five five. Uh, <laughs> Four I, out of I, ten. I, I want to like this book so much. This is of course one, you do. It's your one of your Hawkman. Hawkman's amazing. This is where again we we did. Just to push the Patreon, we did a our first indie spotlight this week, and it was the Transformers book, another yeah. one that I like to want to like the things that you are into, so that we can at Turns least out like the things I like to suck. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> I mean, really, thank God you hate me because I don't suck. Uh, Where's but my yeah, sliders? Comic? But that's why we we need this whole. Uh, you say this, and I'm not Sorry. ready for that. <laughs> we, we have all this going on, and. uh yeah, I need something because when me and you both like something, or at least I get on board with you, that's when I have the most fun talking about stuff. And me that's too. That's what I want. I mean, yeah, you can say all you want, like, oh, man, you want to have a good podcast or whatever. That's kind of secondary. I want to get together and talk oh, to you all about books and have podcast. fun, which does end up being a better podcast. But I, I really just want to have some fun where when we're done, I'm not sitting there looking at the clock the whole time and going, you know, tapping the watch here. Tap in the watch. We have one more book, Eric. You have a so watch? Tap in the watch. And, no, really. I told Ethan the other day, he's like, I'm going to buy me a, a pocket watch because I'm dead. But yeah, I said, you already have one. It's called a phone. You have that in your goddamn pocket. You open it up and look, and that most people don't need watches anymore. Did you, you have a, a battery phone. problem at home then? I don't know. It's just him, that, and his. his I'm saying, damn, did you beat your child? No. Oh, I thought you meant like charging the phone. <laughs> the charges no. were the charges the were on me. <laughs> oh my! He, he ends up coming to me, and he'll have these, you know, comments where he says, uh, "Hey, uh, Dad, I wish I grew up when you and Mom grew up because that was when the world wasn't the plastic world of of not not even not like." He, I'm like, "What are you What are you doing here? What are you writing dark poetry? Who or you been talking you, to? Yeah, really. Well, what are you talking about? You know, I don't want you hanging out with that a, person no more. We didn't have a prefab world back then that was all cookie cutter in a in a you know a box of cookies. I'm like I don't Look, know. What you're, I don't know what you're you ever describing me when like, I was younger. I, I don't again. know. You leave my about, world buddy. alone. Yeah, I'm like you, you don't understand. Nothing changes. It's just nonsense. Yeah, give me just stop your nonsense. Basically, what I ended up saying. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, I need. I'm like that. No. no. What, Look, what what video have you Ethan, been watching? Have I been an attentive father up to this point? No. The answer is no. There's yeah, a why, reason for why that. Is Get this the fuck out of here. Now. Why do you think it's going to start now? I'm driving him to work today. I come home from work and now I have to give him a ride. I come home and I come in. He goes, Oh, how was work? It's work. That's what it is. He goes, yeah. And he goes, I know, but you know, you got to work to make the money. So I'm like, okay, wrong turn. When did you show up here? I thought he got a new job. But then he says, uh, I don't mind. I always complain that I have to work, but I I do like the paycheck and I'm going to start saving for a a car and this and that. So I'm like, okay. He goes upstairs, gets his shoes on, and we leave to go for me to take him to work. We get in the car, and he, I say, what time? Because he has weird scheduling now. I'm like, yeah. is this tonight at 9.30 or 10? When am I picking you up? 10. 
All right. He goes, yeah, uh, this is my last day of work until next Sunday. And I'm like, really? You like what? Yeah, I don't really care about working. You know, it's only for a paycheck. I'm really, but it's exactly opposite of what he told me when he went upstairs. He told me that he doesn't mind working to get a paycheck. And now he says he doesn't want to work and he doesn't mind about getting a paycheck. paycheck. And I said, I thought you were, you were just telling me you were going to start saving to buy a car. You know, I don't really need a I'm, what are you doing? You're killing me. And then I say, Did well, you just why? take drugs upstairs in well, your room I said, when you're getting why, ready? Because this is a different boy that I'm talking to. Why aren't to. you working? Uh, I took off a week because I want to concentrate on chorus. So what are you doing with chorus on Said a Sunday? Said nobody ever. Yeah, I'm on a Sunday. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I, I don't have anything for chorus. I just want to concentrate on it. Okay. <laughs> what, are you, what are you down in the black magic lab? You're going to conjure up some chorus or something? Gotta concentrate hard on this chorus, Daddy O. If I keep saying chorus in my mind, it will come true. I don't know. He's in the play or something, but he's he's a wacko. I'm going to pick him up, and I'll go and I'll pick him up, and I'll be like, Dad, do you want you want me to buy? Let me buy you a snack for tonight. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, what are you what are you talking here? I mean, I'll never turn that. And uh, like, oh, well, they have the sushi. I wouldn't mind that. Let's get the sushi. All whoa, right. Whoa, whoa. We get the sushi and then we'll get to the, the to pay. And then I'll go, oh, I don't have my card. And then I'll say, well, what the fuck are you, are you talking about? And he goes, oh, I never said that I'd buy you. Any- and for some and- reason, though, you keep falling for this. So who's yeah. the dummy? And I sit there. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Then he gets mad. Here's another one. Now, we're at Walmart when I picked him up last night. So we go. To, I had to get. I had to get some dog bones. Uh, from Mia, so I go and the the brand that oh, Tanya, the brand that Tanya says, oh, she needs her chewies. I go and I'm like, it's twelve chewies for thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah, dog ain't getting that. We're not paying that money. I, I don't even get that much for it. So I call her up and I get this. So I, I get these chewies. In the meantime, I thought I'd be nice because she has been saying that she's been craving Kit Kat. So I got her a Kit Kat, and then I ended up getting Logan was it a big some. Cat? No, it was just the regular deal. And I, had... oh no, it was the big one. It wasn't that right. big, like crazy one that's like that's a brick like. that you could build like houses with. No, this is the expanded <laughs> one. But I said, I, I, oh, I'm gonna get Logan some pretzels. He had mentioned that he wanted some hard pretzels, so I got those as well. So we're getting checked out by the guy who usually is in the self checkout, but we're too late. They close that down you know the bigger guy that oh, is kind of a slow guy not slow mentally but he, he takes his time no, he this is. guy no, he no is. He, I, I ethan has talked to him and he said he's just a, a guy he's just Look, i'm not guy. saying ethan's fucking on the goddamn i'm telling you he works slow is what i'm saying so he's doing this he brings up my couple things say it comes to 14 dollars. well then he rings up the people behind us three items and he says to me okay that's 1350 and then i go to put my card in and he goes oh oh it's 21 dollars." and i wasn't thinking and i go and it gets run through now it's it's seven dollars more and then i realize then as i'm walking away and i'm like wait a second I looked, at, I looked at the deal and i'm like wait a second he charged us too much so i go and i'm like hey you charge us for these donuts and this other thing and he's like oh you're gonna have to go to the front desk the help desk and they'll take care of that Ethan's bitching and moaning bitching and moaning well why don't we just you know just leave i'm like i'm not paying for this shit that i didn't get it like doubled our bill he's all mad and this is gone outside after those people who i just paid for their donuts and taking the stuff taking that I the paid donuts for. this I'm is like, hmm, mine this donut this donut's so good i was just i got shove them there. down you take and then, their uh, donuts 
Yeah, and then the people at the, the help desk seemed to think I was you know, some sort of scam or something. I don't know. It, it wasn't like it. It was not a fun time, is what it was. And this all was starting with Ethan. I'll get you a thing, and he had it, and then I I ended up you put that and you down. keep falling for this. Yeah, I know. Hey, I think that he's pure of heart. Pure of Heart, Supergirl number 28, written by Mark Andreco, art by Eduardo Pansica, Julio Ferreira, FCO Placencia, Chris Sotomayor, Tom Napolitano. You have two colorists on this book, but I never cool. really I, I never really got an idea that I thought that anything was off. I did like the art in this. Sometimes when you get that extra deal in there, it, it throws it off. But Supergirl fights some clones, smooches some dudes, and saves the universe for now. The, the art was end. really good, but the end. <laughs> really makes this book start to feel big again and maybe get it back on track and yeah i like this issue enough i did not and it's hate the weirdest this issue. part with, with that ending for the idea that like you know we're, we're learning more about the circle and the idea that we got to kill this kara Zorel before she tells everybody what the fuck we did because we don't can't have the no. galaxy turning on us at this point i don't even care about the circle anymore and all these people no. when they start saying that there's like these rogel czar goddamn cult or people yeah, that I like, like that. follow him i'm like okay i don't like rogel czar but like you just expand on the character i don't a bit mind the circle the, the problem is is we got so far away from it that I did need something like this to say, like, hey, by the way, the circle's still there and that they, they really are mean guys and gals and they will, well, you know, go and try to kill Supergirl. I, I, I don't need know how it again. works anymore because we get the one guy, like we have the, like, you know, uh, Sardeth, you know, the, the Ronian, yeah, yeah. who is, uh, you know, you know, from the Adam Strange and stuff like yep. that. But like, it's weird to have him, but we saw that before in the Man of Steel book. And bef- like, we have what appears to be to me a Thanagarian. Yeah, like, Thanagarian. They talk about the warlike race. I don't recall ever seeing that guy before. Before what we had was uh, Coriander, uh, Coriander, Starfire's father was on one of the circles. But with Tamaran being taken away to the ghost sector, I don't know how that affects the circle and stuff like that, or if her father's still alive at this point. So, like, are we trading him out for a Thanagarian now? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're not seeing everything anyway. Let's get a Thanagarian. You're the new circle. You're the one we wanted all along. Wink, wink. And and you know what the best thing about this is? Holcomb ends up getting out of this book. So that's fine. (laughs) I, I don't mind that. I also like the idea uh xander kind of saying yeah, you know the dead. whole deal yeah it he's actually done. felt kind of big to me for the idea yeah. like, i actually Harry thought Holcomb's that was a big. huge character but no. you killing him off that's yeah. pretty good for a yeah, Supergirl I, book. I didn't mind that and uh you know xander's there and he's like uh you know the whole reveal of him not wanting to be bad like his mind i like that setup and i like that character uh, a lot of this is hard of gold that's a lot of this is just supergirl fighting off her clones but also i thought that there was a kind of a funny little wink wink to the supergirl matrix stuff where they end up falling apart and goo and stuff. They do break down, but they even say Matrix in a part where, yeah. oh, man, the, the cloning Matrix went down. I'm like, yeah, that kind of made me chuckle you a little. I still like that Supergirl a lot. I yeah, actually think yeah. I might prefer the Matrix Supergirl yeah, than to Akira like Zorro because she was that, gone for yeah, so long. Yeah, I like that idea that they just kind of threw it out there that this kind of was like them trying to do a Supergirl Matrix type of thing with that. So that's okay. And I, I do think the setup of these clones it, it was a a cool thing because of Kara. obviously they their kryptonians are against clones you have the clones right. that hokum ended con. up he he didn't let them cook it's enough a con so, L, Jim. yeah really it's an abomination it's a con from the house of L. L. and so when they're falling apart it also gives Kara that deal of 
you know, not feels that I was like, oh man, I cried when I read it, but really like, oh man, those poor things, they never had a chance and things like that. They're monstrosities. Well, it really. doesn't you want matter. any of them to live? You hate clones, yeah. Kara. But Get I out did, of here. But you I like the idea that she kind of was like, oh man, that sucks. You get the Matrix deal with that. You also get Corey's brother. Who that was okay, you know. You had a little Ryan, flirting yeah. with it, yeah. I the whole them. idea where I don't, I don't like this whole thing. We did see the idea before with Splice, how the you know the Tamaran yeah. solar blast charged her up a bit. So where we're transferring solar energy. I thought we had a special costume for that. That wasn't this one that yeah. we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Where it even talks like, you know, solar charge up to 100%. I'm like, yeah. her costume's talking, and it seems like that's the battery. But I thought that was a different costume because this just seems like the normal Supergirl costume, yeah. obviously. But, like, you know, even the whole idea where I talked to you before with the, you know, uh, Ryander and Coriander and, uh, like, commanders, yeah. like, their father being a part of the circle. I thought that might be an interesting thing, but I have not seen him since. And the idea that Tamarans and the Ghost Sector – Having Ryander here and a part of the Mega Man bringing this whole thing together because you haven't seen Ryander in any of this continuity no. since New 52 started. So he's here because he was originally part of the Mega Man. He's here. If he continued on and found out that his father was part of the circle, that like, oh my God, I have feelings for this girl here. Well, and not only and again, does the guy it's, it's I'm hanging out with, with Xander, Xander as well. Exactly. I like that. Have I, I like that. Both of their fathers kind of oh, killed yeah. her world. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind that. But I don't I know like if we're going to play idea. that up on Ryander anymore. No, I don't know if we're going to continue with that. I hope so, but it kind of seems like maybe you won't go that route now. Um, but yeah, with this though, Supergirl's fighting, you had the whole idea with the Omega Men that really was unnecessary that that was goes, thrown no, in I'm you, they tried to, to make do a something. way for ryander to be there through yeah. old continuity yeah, that's that's, that's the only thing and maybe they and thought, to give a well, reason for clones or something yeah, and i think that maybe they even thought well you know that everybody keeps talking about that tom king book but oh, even that, that Vegas is a system. push um but yeah yeah you have that going on and it really didn't amount to much i do like the idea that ryander is there and he kisses kara to power up and says that's the easiest fastest way but later they hold hands and that seems to be quicker it made me laugh. Quick. I, want, I wanted her to say though like boy you could have done that the first time but she actually liked it and i like that and and one of the things that especially so if I go since out to the bar tonight i go up to some girls like hey you are you planning on going easily... out to the bar tonight is that is no that idea. in your plans there buddy boy? i don't know it is early I go, right I go now up to a girl and i think to myself hey you want me to pass along some solar energy, which is definitely not VD over to your mouth? Yeah, it's no, she thinks way. solar energy is some sort of, like I said, that's herpes. Is it's what that it's is VD. in your it's mind. Saying, I, that's why I put yeah. it out there. It's definitely not VD. Don't oh. worry about that. Get that right out of your head. Yeah, yeah, Maybe you want to get VD. checked out tomorrow, but right now it's not VD. Yeah, and then you kiss her and she's like, you know, solar energy up to 100%. I can taste the oh, VD. My. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can smell it. And I can definitely <laughs> taste it. She's Solar. She's there and she's... Yeah, that's BD. Uh, yeah, but as this is going on, I do like the I like the interplay between Karen and Ryander. I actually, actually do I like, like Ryander crypto. in this way more I than like I him ever thought I would. Yeah, Me too. I, I hope do. he sticks around. I like Xander hanging out with Crypto, and I like the idea that Crypto has already gone with the fact that Xander's good. He, he yeah. and he is. I like him. I like that character. It's Star Lord, but I, I don't mind that. And I, I like Star Lord. I do like the idea, and I hope Ryander ends up going because in the new fifty two at least, and then the rebirth, 
we haven't got much of Kara ever having any real sort of like crushes or or things Wasn't like that. Wasn't there something that. in I the really, Crucible that she was attracted to? Yeah, but it, that was more of like just thrown together. I forget and it who was that like, was. Was yeah, that but, Cosm- a Cosmic Boy or Comic Boy? Yeah, or, but it, uh, it, didn't, it didn't amount to much. And then you ended up having, you know, other you know, girls like this. And it, it got all convoluted with that. But with this, I actually think that it'd be cool for, like you said, it would end up where she is teaming up with people who are going to be kids of the people who blew up Krypton, but also you have a love triangle going on. And yes, I do mean between Xander and crypto and the, but no, even at the end you have Xander come in and like, uh, Hey, we're in space. Nobody can yell bestiality. No, (laughs) Hey, we're back. And then they said, Hey, crypto, what type of sex do you like? Rough. And then like, I'm in, (laughs) they write, I'm in with you. I'm not going to the space with you. But I do like, uh, Hello? And I do like this. And I do want to have it continue where at some point Kara keeps asking to get solar energy from Xander and then you have Xander pissed off. Uh but yeah, and then Look, what, Xander, I'd get it from you, but you can't give me any solar energy. Yeah, really. You're only giving me VD. I need the solar <laughs> energy VD. That's the type of <laughs> VD I the worse in Kuguin VT. I'm, I'm like, really? I mean hepatitis, that's what we like to call in space solar energy. Hepatitis. I got A, B, and C. I got them all covered. Yeah, really. Yeah, anything you need. All I know is that on the regular planet Earth, the most solar energy is in Tommy Lee at this moment. That, that's just oh a known God. fact is Tommy Lee <laughs> has the most solar energy of anybody who's ever lived. Uh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And then it ends with basically that, which is a very fun ending to then go to get serious again, where you do have, you know, the idea of them trying to Zardath and all this. Oh, you Iranians. And oh, my God, we have, you know, Zar and this and that. You ended up where, you know, what's it called? Hokum's dead. He ends up, the worst yeah. is he ends up like he needs a hand. Eric, he ends up getting teleported away and Supergirl's left with this hand. And I wish that she started going around making fun with it, you know, slapping. Well, I'm saying this, this hand has to do something at some point. Yeah, that's going to be a clone. Respawn out of this whole thing. She leaves the hand in a cloning facility. I mean, there's (laughs) no other way. You had Luke Skywalker. They went to the Bespin and grabbed that, that hand. You're definitely going to have some sort of way. If you want him back, he's going to just be cloned from that hand. It was left in the cloning facility. Uh, but it made me laugh. I, you know, and you have that. You have the circle set up in the, you know, back in the forefront to me to really show before. Yeah, you had Xander's mom and stuff like that. And like, it's like, well, you know, this is kind of goofy. Uh, Hokum showing up made it a little more goofy. A Mega Man kind of pushed you away. At the end, you get back to that and then basically like send out the message. Send out that I want Supergirl dead. And now, you know, we're going to end up having, you know, Dengar might show up, Eric. He's going to be on the hunt. And he's got toilet paper all around him. You got IG-88. He's going to be in, right? He's going to be out there doing his robot bounty hunting. But no, they end up with the, uh, like, the czar cult that will end up there. Like, oh, we got the word. You know, let's go. Let's go kill Supergirl. And I like the idea that she's going to be hunted down. I thought that's pretty cool. Um yeah, but other than that, I really I, I like this issue more than I have in a while. Uh, and I like the art a lot, I thought. And it was just some fun. 
So what did you think about it, Eric? You you went silent there on me. What are you Actually, talking about going while silent? We were talking, while we were talking, you got disconnected. I'm going on and on about Star Wars bounty hunters thinking, this is right up Eric's alley. We love talking about Dengar and how he's covered in toilet paper and uh, nothing from you. It sounds like you had just checked out on me and thought I was nonsense. But what do you think about this book? You're gone again? Is that what you're doing? you you screwing with me? You jerk off. You now, the you thing jerk is, off. I do like this issue of Supergirl more than anything we've been getting lately. I am worried that we are going to go more of a scavenger hunt aspect, like back to that, with that finding that crystal and the ring of, you know, yeah. Hokum that belonged to App and stuff like that. But with the reveal that we have this whole, you know, Rogelzar cult and stuff like that, I think there could be some fun to be had because, you know, you have all these people going after Supergirl and the idea that she has this axe actually might say that she is the Rogelzar now, whoever possesses the axe. Might be the yeah, Rogel's might be a I don't mantle, know. Is and what they, you're exactly. Saying? And they might end up worshiping her and help her to go after the circle. So it might screw them over something completely. I have a lot of faith in this going forward just because this issue picked things up for me in a way that I did not expect it to. And I really enjoyed the art overall. Yeah, I did too. Uh, that's what I said when you disconnected. Uh, I also, what's this your favorite? Do you think what's a better mantle? Uh, the Thor mm-hmm. or Mickey? Well, it's just a better man. Mickey. Mickey Mantle. Or- oh, <laughs> my God. Hey, Mickey, I you're love, so fine. I love Mantle. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle is great. You know, I would say Thor myself. A little bit of a drunk, yeah. uh, that Mickey Mantle. Could have been so much more if he didn't drink so much. But he thought he was going to die young, and so he lived his life fast and furious, Eric. And you know, the fast and furious, the lifestyles, the pills, the girls, the cars. The Hobbs and Shaw. You know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, but what would you give this? I'll would, actually tell you right now, I'm going to give it a 7.5, and I think we'll be around that with you as well. What do you give it? I'm sorry. I, I think things did pick up in this, and I really enjoyed the art, but it still you know, had a lot of problems with the stuff that we've been dealing with with the Omega Man, Hokum, the clones, and all the stuff for what we've been trying to get to. And while I think it's better than it has been, I can only give it a 6.5 out of 10. 6.5? How dare you? I was talking all about I Dengar. Indeed. IG88. You want to get silent again? The Boba Fett. I had the it Borgs. all there. Eric, the Borgs, you know. What, what other bounty That's hunters? Star Wars, right? Decker. Decker <laughs> there. Aaron. We got all the bounty hunters out there. Deckard. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I am tired. Uh, but what was your book of the week? My book of the week was The Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight, number one. That is mine as well. That is mine as well. You, like, you didn't like that with the Wonder Twins. No. That, that wasn't your deal. Well, I will tell you again that we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weird science, where each week we have a spotlight and the DC spotlight will be two of these books that we'll be talking about. Here is what's next week. All right. And not a lot of books. So All really, right. you were talking two <laughs> books on the spotlight. That's that's three quarters of the podcast. All uh, right. I ended, up, I ended up actually throwing in a couple kind of funny things in to make up some space that if they're not on the Patreon spotlight, they won't be on the regular. But I did throw in the, the uh, Teen Titans Go. Uh, I, even threw in, I even threw in Pearl. That if we if they end up picking that, it's a Jinx World book that we actually didn't mind the first one. We were intrigued a little. If you I don't remember, remember which that one the, that was, that was the tattoo one, Eric. I the don't want any parts of that. One. The plane. 
Uh, was it that one? No. The tattoo one? No. Uh, He's dead. Yeah, uh, but if the, if that the is chest. Pick, if that is picked, it's self-inflicted. We'll I have know. to uh, we'll have to read and catch up on that. But here's what uh, the book don't you pick American Carnage number five. Something that we don't normally talk about. Uh, that uh, Jeremy reviews on the site occasionally. I think he's done all of them actually. It's just know. a book that kind of goes. I like it. It just kind of flies under the radar. It flies under the radar. It's Brian Hill. It flies under the radar. It's pretty good. It flies under the somewhere flying under the rainbow. You're gonna bust my O's. Uh, we also have uh, Aquaman number forty six, Batman number sixty seven. Did I hear somebody tell me that was a silent time? Damage Mostly. number fifteen. Electric Warriors number five. That is a Jeremy as well. High Level number two is a book that me and Pete from NYC did the first issue, and we're going to do that as well next week. Justice League number 20. Uh, possibly Lucifer number six. If Reggie is on the mend, we'd be getting that. Naomi number three. We're supposed to find out all the info, right? <laughs> Naomi. Nightwing number 58. Pearl number seven, again, that is coming out. It won't be on the site, and it could be on the Patreon spotlight if the badasses pick. Teen Titans number 28, which starts officially the Terminus Agenda and the Wildstorm God, number 21, another like Jeremy book. Jeremy has a bunch of stuff next week. Is that oh, Wildstorm it's finally funny over because at it's it's going to be over soon, I believe. Uh, a couple issues, maybe when it goes to twenty four, possibly. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, Jeremy had like all is is crashing down on him this week. He he hasn't had a lot of books lately, and now he has three. Um, but yeah, that's the deal. Then if you want to go over and subscribe to us and uh, you know help support us and get a lot of podcasts as well, go to patreon.com slash weird science. But that's it. And what do we say at the end, Eric? Everyone have a great week. Keep it weird. And we'll see you in seven. Weird. See you in seven.
closing time. You've heard the party's over, so turn off your iPod or phone. Closing time. Nine hours you just wasted. Now it's time to get back to work. Closing time. Pretend you're still listening, 'cause your coworker's a fucking jerk. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Eric's got to go play with his toys. Play with his toys.